It's the year in review 2012. Welcome to the 2012 Pulp MX Show Year in Review. Uh, thank you, everybody, for checking this out. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. Uh, with me on the line is uh, the man who's, A, this whole idea was two years ago, B, has that's to That's incorrect. What do you mean that's incorrect? You sent me an email on, like, uh, November 17th or something saying, do you think we should do a year wrap-up show of all the highlights of the year? And I first I pooped my pants, and then I got started to work. And that's why the first one um, was kind of... Uh, flying by the seat of my pants. Well, I wasn't this, this really is, structured. This is Swiss Core. This is Swiss Core, by the way. That was your idea. Everybody, this is Swiss Core. I was going to introduce. Ever since then, I've I've felt obligated to do it. I was going to introduce him, but he's clearly angry already. Yeah, um, I'm pissed. So these are um, you went through the shows and pulled clips after each week. Uh, a long process for you. Well, it's, I listen to the shows during the week and bookmark. And then I, I marathon clip pull session over about five days. Um, how many shows this year? Uh, 37, I want to say. All right, that's good. That, that fulfills the sponsor agreements. Woo. Um, yeah. And uh, how many hours is this whole thing total? Um, it's going to be last year is two parts. This year is, I mean, last year is three parts. This year is two parts. It's mm-hmm. about. Uh, I think it's going to come in with the commentary that we're doing now just under or just over six hours. Yeah, so people, buckle in. Buckle in and, yeah. uh, and listen. And thanks to Moser, who, um, who provides some commentary also. Um, not sure how yeah. that happened. Absin. Did he volunteer? Did we ask him? Did he just force his way um, onto it? Actually, you mentioned it, and then he jumped on it like it was going out of style. He was all about it. And... It worked out. It worked out pretty well. I think yeah. his contributions are pretty good. All right. So thanks to Moser for that. And uh, away we go uh, with the best of the 2012 Pulp MX show brought to you by BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Fly Racing, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford, Fosgate, Race Tech, and Black Ops Moto have all come on board with us this year, and we couldn't have done it without them. Thanks for listening, everybody. The show's had great, great success this year. We're going to be back in 2013 with an even better show and a better lineup. And, uh, yeah, so without further ado, uh, away we go. Okay, so the first show of this year in review is show number 75. It uh, starts out with MC coming on and talking about his involvement in the Supercross.com team. And he mentions a little bit more about the KTM deal. that He, he seems to get questioned on a lot when he's on shows and stuff. He, he mentions that he's going to answer the question again. Uh your seatbelt fiasco and your new ridgeline is brought up in this show. The $1,000 bet between Cox and K-Dub on Weimer not reaching the podium is established in this show. Wow. Uh, and at, at the end, there's a lot of talk about uh, shoplifting, uh, some good stories. Uh, you unveil your method of stealing candy bars. Oh, that was good. And K-Dub, gold. K-Dub tells a story about uh, the stolen H&H bike, which was a good one, too. Uh, I met the stolen H- H&H bike guy. Uh, a little while ago, maybe a month or two ago, the guy he was speaking about in the story, 
met him. That, he verified that got it. them to get it back? Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then uh, the candy bar trick uh, will work to this day. It's a time-honored thing. It's, it's golden. Um, so if anybody wants to use it, go ahead. Just don't tell anybody where you got it from. And as far as right. MC, so everything was cool at this point with Supercross.com. This was awesome. Yeah. Right. This was before A1. Right. So, yeah. Nothing was better. Sponsor was great. We're going to take it to a new level, et cetera, et cetera. Which, of course, yep. we uh, all knew all about it, uh, how it went down. So let's take a listen. Show 75. Starting up a new team cannot be easy. Yeah, you know, it's not easy. I mean, thank God for Larry. He's, you know, Larry's done this over and over, so he, right. he knows. Um, and to have him as a partner is amazing, you know. Uh, Larry and I are good friends. We've always been, always been great friends. And, uh, for this sort of to happen like it did, it just kind of worked out perfectly. Stars lined up. and mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I find myself pretty busy and thinking about it a lot and just there's a lot of stuff to do but you know I, I'm not I'm not going to say I'm a some day-to-day operations right, guy I mean right. I pick up where where Larry needs help and I am definitely the relationship guy and uh, trying to make you know trying to make good business for our team so mm-hmm. so far so good do I regret my decision? No, I don't really regret my decision to go ahead that direction. It, it's terrible how it turned out, and uh, <clears throat> you know, I was, I was I was bummed at Yamaha at the time. They were really uh, I don't know. They just kind of they made me an offer that was really just kind of like a slap on the face, really. But so I had to do something different at the time. Um, you know the. What happened at KTM was the the promises they made to build an all new Supercross bike with a link and all this stuff, and uh, that kind of those were things that they told me were going to happen. And so when it didn't happen, they're like, "Oh, okay, well you're just going to be riding this bike." And I'm like, <laughs> "Well, that's not how it's going to go." So I had I I regret that 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 all happened because if it would have worked, it would have would have been really cool, but. Uh, as it turned out, you know, I mean, I don't regret my decision. I was trying to make something better for myself, and and uh, as it turned out, it didn't work out right. Jeremy, uh, question. Do you plan or have you already taught Andrew the knack-knack? If I'm on the highway and I'm traveling somewhere, I put my seatbelt on for sure. Right. Uh, but if I'm going to the bank, if I'm going to, you know. Yeah, run... nothing could happen on the way to the bank. <laughs> you can never get. Most... Oh, how's that mic shut off? You like that? Hey, Steve. Stay in line, and I'll put your mic back on. I was at Moto Triple X working for Nick Way. You, I said, Jay. I said, I need a contract. I want a contract. And you said, dude, I'm typing it up right now. I'm going to send it to you right now. I'm typing it up as we speak. Is, this was uh, 10 years ago. I've never gotten it. Can I get, <laughs> can, can I get my contract for Moto Triple X? I never sent this shit. And that was probably way too many bong hits going down that day. Yeah, uh, we just had McGrath on earlier. I'm sure you'll go back and listen to the archives to see what Jeremy <laughs> I've says. I've never listened to one of these shows ever. <laughs> Of course you have it. I think Weimer is going to probably you want bet? compete for some wins, but I don't know that. Um, whoa, I don't know whoa, that that's whoa, a sleeper. Whoa, 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 whoa! Compete for some wins? This happened way sooner yeah. than I thought. I like Jake Weimer, but I will bet you a thousand dollars he does not get on the the podium. Whoa! Not on oh, the yeah, podium. I'm done. Wow. Done. Whoa! Yes, absolutely. Whoa! We got a bet. Whatever. It's just you know, I don't know. I don't know what happens. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. But they're cool really guys. Cracking, you know? himself cracking himself up. You're really cracking <laughs> yourself up, Cox. <laughs> the right. stolen bike. We're going to save it for the off season. 
<laughs> well, we need something to talk about. We're scoring racing next week. We don't, have time from for now. we don't have time for my bullshit. Stolen bike story. Give me the one. Okay, I'll give you the one. People do like this. This isn't the, the Atlanta Supercross one, is it? No. This what is are you laughing at? He said, save it for the off season. We're just getting it. It'll be nine months from now. That's funny. Let me tell you how to steal candy bars. Let me tell you how to what, do it. What, eat them in the store? <laughs> <laughs> no. Inside your Slurpee? Shh. <laughs> what you do, you buy... A big Slurpee. I used to love Slurpees. I still do. Only in Canada, though. You go to the candy aisle. You grab the candy bar. You stick it in the Slurpee. So you're a thief. I was 12. It don't matter. So you're a thief. You I got stole caught. a candy bar. I got caught. You're a thief. I got I mean, caught. I got caught. That's the only time. How many times you do it, though? You did it. You did it because you never. <laughs> he just pointed to his stomach. He's like, guys, it still happens once in a while. Just did it last week. A couple weeks ago. He was delivering a bike to one of our friends, Justin. Big B was, yeah. He picked up the bike from the race shop. He went to the school parking lot, parked in with the bike, and he comes out, and the bike is gone. Oh. Someone steals the bike out of the pickup truck in the school church parking lot. And he went back to the school. They had cameras, and it shows this kid walk up to the truck, open the tailgate, put the bike, the ramp down, unload the bike, shut the tailgate, put the ramp in the truck, Push the bike to the back of the parking lot and fire it up and take off. Oh, no way. Start it up. Yeah, start it off in riding. My phone rings, and it's one of my friends who I grew up with in California just bought the house next door to Carrie Hart's old house. It says, hey, are you guys missing a motorcycle? And I'm like, why? He's like, some kid just rolled up here and said that he knows where the motorcycle is. And he wants to take you to it. And I'm like, hold him there. We'll be right there. <laughs> so we go over to the house. This kid's all, this kid showed up at school today, said he stole Carrie Hart's motorcycle, and it's up in the hills. And we're like, no way. Yeah. So the kids take us right to the bike. Take us to the motorcycle. Big B's at the shop, brings the bike back. Big B goes over there, and all hell hits the fan. Him and the dad had an altercation. The kid denied it. Big B, they call Big B a fat ass. Big B just tramples, takes three of them down in their living room. It just turned gnarly. Like, they're going to press charges against him for hitting a minor. They were, he was going to press charges against them. They're going to get a knife. It was yeah, yeah. just gnarly. You ever stole anything, Tits? Yeah. Ooh. What kind of car? <laughs> <laughs> right away, just goes, goes big. It was this Kawasaki motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to show number 76, it uh, starts out with uh, a little bit of summary of the Tire Gate at Phoenix. Uh, the wrapped cooler contest is born from the chat room suggestion. Uh, the t-shirt deadline is clearly stated. Uh, put that in there so that Tits and I can no longer be crucified for being so Is this you talking about the, the about midnight that. thing? The midnight submissions? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. Sure. Yeah. Um, Tits gets a lot of grief in this year in review. A great source of comedy for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, he misses the NBC More You Know drop five times in a row in this show. That's a good laugh. Um, K Dub does his first headset drop when O'Rourke comes on. Oh, the very and, first one. Okay. Yep, the yeah. very first one. And then Lot, this is when Docking is born on the show, and right. that discussion takes place, and it is awesome. The uh, Yeah, I have to t- thank. Uh... The girl who called in with the docking and the soaking—that was that was great. It still stands to this day. We do, we talk about it a little bit here and there. Um, I do feel like tits has tits enthusiasm for the job. There is no doubt has waned uh, from a guy who has pretty much ice through his bl- veins and blood to to begin with as a normal human being. There, he doesn't get excited much. He's pretty monotone. He's 
pretty mellow, no matter what. I feel like he's lost his enthusiasm for the job a little bit, and it shows, and it's extra shows on him because he's just so mellow. Nothing gets the guy too excited. So it's always a good source of uh, amusement for us. He does a great job and, 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 and all that, and we give him a lot of shit. But, um, yeah, he, he, he's, he's funny that way. He, he, he now he used to get really upset with it and start texting you late at night about how mad he was, but he's okay with it now. Yeah, I think he's I think he's the perfect person for the right. job. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I've said that before. Yeah, he's not a super fan. He's barely right. a fan, but that's awesome. Um, and then the cool, <laughs> the cooler thing was great. That was awesome. And then the eventual winner, uh, Moser's mom bought it and right. wrapped it. And uh, good for Kenny for suggesting that. That was an awesome idea. Because you know he he did bring up the wrap coolers and we've talked about it on the show and it was funny to to do that and of course all the money went to I forget a good cause though. Um, no, I'm pretty sure the wrap cooler came from the chat room. Oh really? Okay. I think so. I, I I'm pretty sure I pulled this clip because uh, you on the show say somebody in the chat wonders if we can wrap a cooler and Watson's like yeah we can do that. Oh okay. All right. Yeah. I think that's how it happened. Um, funny, funny, funny deal. And then, uh, the soaking thing was good. Yeah, no doubt. We've had a lot of fun with that. So, um, let's take a listen to, to show 76. You said 76, 76. Here we go. Show 76. I'll take it when I can get it. Okay. All right. Sounds good. No, I think we're all good now. Ever ever since that whole thing happened with, uh, what's his name? Rourke. O'Rourke. No, I'm not even going to tell. Say the guy's name right. He doesn't even deserve it, but me and Tits are on the same team. What about Tiregate? James Stewart. Ran a Bridgestone front in the first practice. Second practice, he was on Pirelli's. Uh, third practice, Dunlop rear. Jeff Emick had a, the first tour bus that used to go. Well, one year, um, I think it was like 98, 97, 98, right around there. Um, I went on the road with Tim. It was me, John Grice, and Tim, and we followed the Warp Tour. The, during the week, like it was in between like Unadilla and Still City, and the Warp Tour was all on the East Coast. So we would go, and like we were a band, and we'd pull into the Warp Tour, and like right in the middle of the Warp Tour, they would have the bus set up, and Tim Dixon would sit there and party like he was like in one of the bands. He would drink Coors Lights all day long, get hammered. It's before he was married and had a chick, and dude, one time we were in there and. Everyone was gone. It was just me, him, and Grice. And we're like, where's T-Bag? T-Bag was in the back of the bus with some girl. Going through her, the whole bus was shaking. He was getting busy. Like, unbelievable, right? right? Dude, we had to be at Steel City. And we woke up, and it was Friday morning, and we were supposed to be at the track. And Dixon pulled it. This guy would drink all day long and party and then drive. I mean, this, it's just it's just I don't know where I'm going with this, but what I'm trying to say is when you think of JGR, that's what I think of Tim Dixon. He is a gnarly, gnarly dude. Somebody's got a good idea in the chat room. We need to give away a wrap cooler on the show. No problem. Can we do that? Yeah. You have the, the graphics? Yeah. How do we ship a wrap cooler? That's pretty expensive. We had a contest, uh, an essay contest. We picked the winner. Nate and his dad came out to the <laughs> – I'm just kidding – Nate did not have Nate and his dad did not come out. The deadline, everybody, again, is Sunday. And we're gonna announce the winner. We're announcing the winner next Monday, right, Tits? Yes. Uh so, eleven fifty nine PM. Here's a news flash to the guys. We ride in a dangerous sport and there's nothing we're ever gonna do that's gonna make that any different. Right. You know, no obstacle changes, not nothing. I mean, 
it could be an oval, and if we're trying to beat each other and competition, you know, comes out because it's in all of us, you know, we're going to tuck front ends on an oval, and, you know, somebody's going to want to get hurt. I mean, it just, it just happens. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I don't, I don't get into the safety thing because it's just, you know, yeah. we do what we can to protect ourselves, you know, whether you believe in, you know, the neck braces, obviously we'll all wear helmets and, and uh, you yeah. know, boots and whatever else. But, I mean, it's, you know, we take all the precaution we can, work out, strength train to try to avoid injury, but, you know, it happens. We all know that, and they're not going to stop that no matter what. Uh, caller, you actually have to be more specific on the K-Dub because actually Watson thinks you're talking to him right now. He don't remember. No, I, talking, I do we're remember. We're talking, talking to K-Dub. We're talking to no K-Dub problem. 14. The, 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 the original K-Dub, the oh, real K-Dub. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, 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 sorry. I'm just busting your balls, Watson. It's all good. It's all good. Jason Sylvester asks, uh, are Sammy Hagar and Brett Michaels the same person? Boom! <laughs> the look on your face. <laughs> Next question, please. I look forward to hearing back and to getting a flag for the crew of the Pulpomex show in the air. Oh my god, that's awesome. What's wrong are you with crying? you? Are you crying? Yeah. I've been crying all day, don't ask. What are you pregnant? Are you pregnant? With who? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Who's baby? Whatever. Which is why you two took Jimmy in as one of your own. The world is indeed becoming a better place. NBC's The More You Know jingle plays in the background. NBC's The More You Know jingle plays in the background. Oh, I'm sorry. I was reading the Twitter. NBC's video. The More You Know jingle plays in the background. Give me one more time. NBC's The More You Know jingle. Seriously. Hey guys, how are you? Oh, we're good. We're good. Um, Hi, thanks. Oh, um, thanks for calling. Hey, uh, I'm sorry, but uh, Mr. Watson wants you to. No, go away. no, no, no. Come on. Hey, I'm. Oh, he's oh, taking oh, the headphones oh. off. Watson. I know you talked about the track a lot at the beginning of the show, and, and a lot, like pretty much all the riders hated it. And you, if you speak. No worries, guys. I'll talk to you later. All right, see you. Hang, hang yourself. Hey, Steve Mathis. You know, I called last week to wish you a Merry Christmas and to talk about docking. And then I sat here and listened for four fucking hours with my husband, like I do every Monday, and you didn't even talk about it. I want you to bring up docking. Look it up, Google it, YouTube it, whatever you have to do, but I want to hear it on the next show, or I'm going to come track your ass down, okay? At Anaheim, I'm going to find you, and I'm going to show you what docking is in person. You know what docking is? Yeah. It's much like soaking. You guys do the soaking thing, tits. You know? Um, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> you, did you Come hear that, on, JT? Man. The whole soaking thing? Why is she insisting yeah, yeah. that you talk about it? I heard it? all about it. Yeah, well, now this is docking, and uh, it, I believe it. it's Mormon also, or maybe not. Maybe it's just weird. The Urban Dictionary says... Uh, Docking is the act of placing the head of one's penis inside the foreskin of another's penis? Yes. In, in the, the pouch. In the pouch. In the pouch. So, Tits, have you ever docked? No, I can, I can say that I have not, <laughs> fortunately. Do you all know how it's used in a sentence? She's going to show me docking in person. <laughs> it also says it's, it also gives the same definition of soaking <laughs> as soaking on this one. Oh, so it's soaking and docking. No, 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 this is different. Can I, uh, can I read the sentence? It says, David and Patrick enjoyed docking immensely because of Patty's stretchy foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> this chick wanted us to talk about docking on the show, and we have, and, yeah. it, and it's, uh, 
it's gross and we're all we're all offended and tits does not dock with another man kenny it's have you ever true. docked with another man i can't say that i have <laughs> okay He's not going to rule it out in the future, though. <laughs> if Ivan wins a Phoenix, will you dock him? <laughs> uh, the chances of that happening is just about the same as Chad winning and you doing it to Chad. Whoa! Hey, so next, time some, next time a riders meeting, when they say if you cut the track, we'll dock you, I'm going to bring it up. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Gallagher, John Gallagher actually docks you. Right there. Right, right there. <laughs> T- take your pants off, <laughs> JT. We got to talk. You're getting docked. Oh, that's perfect. You get docked for a whole lap. <laughs> 45 seconds or whatever. You are docked. Hold in the mechanics area, you're getting docked. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna have a Droid app too. Public Mix Droid app, dollar ninety nine. Everybody, it's it's just incredible. Don't don't hold your breath on that. Please do not cut the track this weekend. You will be docked. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I've never been more scared to cut the track ever. You need to get with JT. Ask him if Frank's coming. You, Frank, and Pookie. <laughs> Talk and about that JT moment. Needs, you need you need to go back to the scene of crime and get that food for, for, for Frank. <laughs> Or, or just get a bag of Burger King and walk up to him and say, I owe you this. On show number 77, uh, this starts with K-Dub has already lost the Weimer bet with Cox because uh, Weimer got second. Um, uh, at round uh, two. At round two, he loses the bet. Um, yep. And, and that was classic. The, is, this, is this the bet that – yeah, this is the bet that caused all the issues, isn't it? With Han uh, – No, and, no, no. That was – uh, you know what? Yeah, no, it, it is because yeah. the other one was a Porcel bet, where right. where Cox paid up to Tommy and Jimmy Albertson. This was yep. Cox absolutely losing it to this day, still upset. It has affected my friendship with Cox to this day because he is so obsessive. He still believes right. that Kenny never paid the money to Tommy Hahn and that he mm-hmm. got screwed out of it. And it, and if you, if you notice, he has not been on the show, I believe, since since the accusations or whatever happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's never been on the show. He's he's refused a couple times to come on. Um, still upset. He he asks me what I think, and I say, well, it does seem a little uh, fishy, but we have no proof that Kenny didn't pay. So mm-hmm. what you know, all we can do is go on the fact that um, you know he could that that he says he paid. That's all we can do. Right. We just got to move on, yeah. Cox, but he can't. Cox was incapable of moving on, still incapable of moving on, and yeah. and, and but he has no proof that Kenny right. did not pay. So yeah, it's uh it's kind of funny, but uh, yeah. yeah, actually, like I said, it's this 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 episode affected my friendship with with Cox. Yep. And then the RV comes out on this show. A um, couple clips of him, but most of this show uh, highlights are revolving around tits. Having a very bad show, he gets a lot of grief in this show. Uh, front to back, top to bottom, he gets it from every direction, and it's comedy. What does he have a bad show? He just he's just late with stuff. He's just, I mean, uh, the the clip names are Fumble One, called for Fumble, Fumble Two. How are you, the producer? Big Fumble. Kate up says this is terrible, and then oh, at the end of the show, times. you wrap up with. Uh, Giving him some grief on tits did not bring it tonight. Uh, well, we all had bad shows. We all we're all off uh, different times. You know, not all of us and are he, perfect. He, even Osborne comes on and fires tits on the air at one point. <laughs> Fantastic. 
uh, uh, this is the kind of stuff that I like. So let's uh, let's take yeah. a listen. Show seventy-seven. Jake Weimer, second place. Awesome. You never would have thought that. I you, mean, my man, are a thousand dollars poor. I am, and based you know, on I our have bet, no problem paying it, dude. Um, I, I don't. I mean, I. Dude, Jake Weimer surprised the shit out of me. Yeah. I can't take nothing away. S- won I, the heat race. Dude, he killed Fifth it. Fifth fastest time of qualifying. He killed it. He killed it. He would. He. I can't nothing more to say to Jake, but congratulations. Yeah, we'll have him on awesome. later. Um, what is Cox going to keep the money? I, I he could do it. Have you been in discussions with him? Yeah, he did. He okay. wanted to give it to Tommy Hahn, and then I'm like, you know, I think maybe we should give it to the guys that got 41st. In each oh. class. Oh, because those, either, either yeah. one of those guys made a penny. So he's not going to keep Cox is not going to keep it. No, don't I think. don't. Okay. I mean, if he does, he does. It's his money. Yeah, yeah, he can do yeah, whatever yeah. he wants. Uh, we caught up to him after the race to uh, to get his take on things uh, uh, on his on his ride, and here's what he had to say. Here's what he had to say, producer. Producer, what did you have to say? Way to go, producer. Way to go. That's that's See, good. I tell you about the clip. I tell you we're going to play it. You know I set funny? it up. I set it up with 15 seconds of blows talk, so you know it's coming. You know we're going to blows. Then you and then you, I'm, I'm still you hit on play. The over here. It's, you it's hit my, play when I'm still talking. It's my fault. It's so my no fault. one can hear it instead of being I'm like, sorry. "Hey, just okay, I got it." <laughs> and then you know, uh, he wants to know if uh, Team BTO Sports, uh, if their team is going to continue to go to the West Coast races since Bernard and Albert Center out, and you're not making mains. <laughs> Ouch! That, that was that was his question. <laughs> No, they're going to pack it up. <laughs> JT flies into Dodger, into LAX. Nothing. No team. Once again, yeah, JT's no, going to have to hold it down. They, they've given up. I've only made like 153 man events. They figured I'm, never, they figured I'm done. Might as well pull the plug on them. Yeah. They're actually, I heard they're trying to put you down. Actually, they're actually trying to put you down. Hey, what's the record for most made events they made? They got the gun out. Yeah. We're not having any Boom. luck. We're not having any luck. Tits. Boom. Uh, you're going to have to give me a second. I, I don't have. You're, I, I, no, I don't. Dude, have, how, I don't have that sound bite. How are you, the producer? I, well, I don't know. My team didn't buy my fight yet. I was going to try to win that thing. The pretty good. <laughs> well, apparently they're not even showing up. So, <laughs> hey, <laughs> why would they? Maybe the media guys should know. She should follow up on stuff like that instead of just sucking off the winners. <laughs> Steve, wow, up? what happened to Stroop? <laughs> wow, smart move by you pulling in the clutch. So, good move on that. That's what we tend to do when we call um, Matt. Quit trying to say, like, you. I, I saw that quad. I knew it was doable. <laughs> Don't even try to say that, dude. He straight told me that the JGR guys told him that. So then he came up to you going, hey, do you think you can do it? That's what media guys do. I'm just taking a poll in the pits. Well, I thought you were just sitting J- here right JT? now trying to say, oh, I do I, oh, I do I know no, about I tracks? No, you know about <laughs> fucking hot dogs. Holidays are never good, you know, for, for weight gain. Lots of snacks. Honestly, do you think you've gained weight in the last Since when? in the last year, last six months? No, you don't. No. What does the scale say? Oh, wait, you haven't weighed yourself. Okay, well, you just no, asked no, me. No, no, he has. He has. No, you have, Mathis. You've, he you've has. A lot of people has, but year. he's not going to admit it. It's like a drug addict saying, "I don't have a no, problem." Right, yeah, I'm a drug addict. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's just a drug addict saying, "I don't have a problem. I'm fine. I still go to work every day, but I like to eat 15 oxycontins a day." <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I mean, and only people are saying this because they care about you. Give me the name of one of my basset hounds. Is it Pookie? <laughs> no, oh, that, that, that oh, would be my that's wife. A, that's a negative one right there. You're having an off night, tits. I'm you are sorry. not ha- I, on I, it tonight. I thought I hit the play button. No, but with that and button. with the blows thing and with the, you know, oh. you are not having a good night. I'm sorry. send him home. I'm, I'm not saying we, we can't send him home because we have no Pookie. <laughs> well, I just just for the record. Hey. We can't. It's not, Dungy, a con, it's not a conscious effort. Dungy brought it. 
in Phoenix, you're uh, not bringing it tonight. I'm sorry. And I don't know if that's related or not. This coming from the heart? When your guy I'm sorry. When your guy stepped up. He uh, said sorry. That's all we can ask for is an apology, and he's going to try harder. That's all you can ask from a man. There was a guy, getting back to my weight, there was a guy in RacerX comments today that said, I'm so fat, I can't see my feet. And I just want to clarify, I can see my feet easily. Can you see your dong? Yeah. Okay. See my dong, too. I'm well, good. Well, there you go. Okay. Carry cool. on. Kyle Chisholm. What's up? You a dirty rider? Yeah, I'm dirty. Look out for me. What's going on? Well, you know, Vince just dropped down to the 250 class on taking over his role. I'm so glad that I was, like, delayed 30 minutes. <laughs> oh, sorry. You got something better to do? As producer, I'll take credit for that. Listen, guy. It's your fault. You're on the West Coast. No, it's not, actually. Hey. You're fired. <laughs> nice. Tomo. Tomo? Tomo? Hey, what is Tomo. it? Tomo. Is... He's all over my Twitter. Oh, he is? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is it the same Tomo? Yeah. How's your insomnia going? Yeah, not bad, eh? <laughs> Jeez. That's pretty, that's pretty, pretty bad accent. Throw a shrimp on the bobby. How's that? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, um, just a quick question, and I'll get off the lines. Um. Will you be riding the um, fuel injected 250 next uh, this year? Yeah, like you know, we got the we got the injector in that, but uh, we're still working out the bugs in it. So, Cri- uh, crikeys! Yeah, you know. Yeah, crikeys! Crikey! Is it is it just because the bikes are so loud, or is it something to do with the uh, the other riders or whatever? No, it's because it's noisy. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Are you having a bad night? Uh, oh, my God. Right, are you going to be let's okay? This, let's try this one more time. Did, did you hear that? That's old news, right? <laughs> did, what is... Uh, you're I, terrible tonight. Like, you are off your game. Is terrible the right word or subpar? Terrible is better. Let's talk about your performance tonight. Okay. Poor. It can't all be winners, right? Well, Kenny and I bring it every week. You, you? you didn't bring it. Here we are at show number 78. Uh, this is after the major crash with Trey and Morris. And uh, K-Dub states that Trey should not have raced. Oh, no. uh, that oh. caused a lot of grief in K-Dub's life between himself and a few other and Trey's mom and Trey. And, yeah, it was a big mm-hmm. deal. And she was not happy. Mama Kennard was not happy with uh, Kenny about saying that. Um, Trey wasn't happy. I think it led to the next show, maybe an apology or a show down the line. Um, yeah, a couple. Yeah, um, just one of those things that were, were, were Kenny. I think Kenny was wrong, but again, it was his opinion. He's allowed to state it, and whatever. That's what we do. And you know, yep. like a lot of things, Watson uh, manned up and maybe admitted he was wrong. So, kudos for that. Yep. Um, this is the results from the t-shirt contest, which oh, was Jesus, yeah, just awful. I um, mean, we just... didn't like the t-shirt. He actually told Nunley on the air that he sucks. Pulp fans were all dragging Nunley down. Uh, the pulp contest need work, of course. Uh, more still, arguing. They on still the need show, work. They still need the work. They still need work. And we never did print that T-shirt because it was kind of unprintable, right? You took it to your screen printing guy, and he was like, "Oh, yeah, no. he, yeah, yeah." He couldn't do it. He doesn't. Those are that's like a silk, like a, a, a screen transfer. Type right, deal. right. But but maybe we should have just made it a pulp poster contest or something. I don't know, but it was a cluster. You're right. It was. Yeah, we should just move on from that because right. that's yeah. going to get more people angry again. Um, Osborne was in studio, and he actually crop dust K-Dub in studio, and K-Dub was none too happy about it. 
Um, Pookie tells Ronnie to F off. That's where the F off dude comes from. Ronnie? Um, just some, uh, some oh. guy on the phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. A voicemail. I think he was bagging on you in a voicemail, and Pookie's holding the F off. She was in studio drinking, which was good. There's a mention of a uh, contest, and this was after Kicker Bob had disguised himself previously to uh, win a yes. contest. Sherlock, Sherlock, and, legendary. And you're like, okay, and, and you can't call in Kicker Bob, and JT is on the line and says, yeah, you can't pretend to be Rockford Fosgate Jim, which is pretty funny. <laughs> and then um, there's a voicemail that is really, really backing tits, like a lot. And it sounds, I swear, it sounds like chunks. Really? So I'm wondering, because Moser and I listened to this the other day, how how is it that Chunks goes from major tit supporter to wanting tits' job? Pretty interesting. It's not It's not Chunks. Come on. It's got to be. Good times on that. What happened to Kicker Bob? He doesn't call anymore. He doesn't leave any messages. I don't know what happened. Maybe he was upset over his bam. Shamed into the darkness, never to return. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a listen to uh, show 78. 78. 78, here we go. Show 78. I like Trey. I like Honda. I like all those dudes. But I yeah. said I yeah. really don't think that he should come back and race until he's 100%. And I'm not saying him, injury, or anything had yeah. anything to do with that. But but what I do say is before his injury and before everything, when he's 100%, he's not running in the middle of the pack like that. He gets good starts. He gets better He gets better gate picks on for the heat race. He gets better starts. He should not have been back there, and but, I don't think uh, that happens. Well, he got a he got a tough block cover on him. It doesn't matter. Okay. You know how he got a tough block cover because he had a shitty gate in qualifying because he didn't get a good finish in his heat race. Okay, so that means he had a better worst gate pick, so he got pinched out okay. of the start or whatever. Something happened. Speaking of Dundee, you tried to, you tried with tits unblocking him. It's not happening. Yeah, I I I went and talked to him, and uh, it wasn't a mistake. No, it was not a mistake, Tits. <laughs> okay. And he said that you said some, you text, you tweeted some really harsh things that he didn't appreciate. Probably that that jizz comment. And we had Brooks on earlier, and we asked him this question, and we had DV on. I think we might. Uh, why didn't you have me on with him? That would have been fun. Uh, yeah, uh, I wouldn't do that to either one of you guys. Come on. I didn't like uh, the shirt, dude. To tell you the truth, you, I didn't have a vote. You liked the shirt. I did not even have you a didn't, vote. You had a vote. <laughs> you didn't tell me. You said, "Hey, I go, hey, Steve, I'm going to take all these home, and I'll let you know." Two days later, I see on Twitter, we have the winner. I'm like, yeah. and I hit you up. I'm like, well, dude, you get my, you know, dude, I talked to Angie. I talked I, to SwissCore. I talked to Tits. Not they all not like link. it. I'm like, this is, no, this is, hey, I, I did not like your shirt. You suck. Yeah, all those guys <laughs> on Pulp MX that are, are dragging you down, Lonely, can suck it. Because well, hey. you did a good job. What up, Hey, how you going, boys? How you going, mate? Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> yeah, Here we go again. Here we go again. <laughs> Uh, easy accent. Hi, just a question for Zach. Um, yeah. I don't know if you can hear me. Clearly, your contests need some work. <laughs> can we just can we put that out there? They need a little work. Swizzle and Tits put decided the together on. that they weren't gonna have. They weren't gonna. Oh my it God! In. This is the last contest we ever do. <laughs> on How the can show. Tits make the call? Because it's and he's, Tits, the the submission was twelve o'clock. No, the, the, the deadline was eleven fifty nine p.m. and he it was in at twelve o one. But you know what? That guy, he should have sent it in because he, Steve got it at 11.59, and then he sent it to the contest email two he, minutes he later. He sent it to me at 11.59 on his, on his timestamp. Where, where was he supposed to send it? You right. should have submitted to you. it to, to Swizzle. To PulpMXShow at gmail.com. Oh, this guy needs to be a runner-up, and we need to do something for him. Pookie's Andy? Pie. 
Pookie's prize pack. Pookie's Pop-A-Mix prize pack. Yeah, she'll yeah. take you to Narrow Star. Get some stickers. <laughs> You'll get it. You get it. Go to Narrow Star. And yeah, go to a Burger King. And go to a Burger King. And, and you might some... get the uh, the special dessert. <laughs> <laughs> you might get the okay. Wookie. Well, uh, pie? Who, who, get the what's his pie? name? Do you have his name? Do you have his name on there? Uh, yes. You might uh, get the Pookie package <laughs> instead of the meal deal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. That's fucked up. I think his name's Scott Dickinson. Scott Where's Dickinson. Where's he from? He's actually from Canada. Canada. He's out. Oh, <laughs> now he's out. <laughs> Tits and Swisscore run the show. Five? Eliminated. Exactly. Because it was, Don't show me that shit. Because it, it was by there. <laughs> you like when people talk shit on me? No. Oh! oh! Cocktail, wine, That's wine, her. wine. Cut off. Oh, that Pookie's, your fault. Pookie's knocking shit over. It's my fault. Your Someone fault. put it in the chat room. Yeah, Pookie's That's drinking. Ryan. Pookie's drinking. Right, type back on there. She's drinking. She's knocking stuff over. Hey, Ronnie. Hey. Ronnie251, call back and talk to Pookie. She wants to give you a piece yeah, of her fuck mind. You. After... you just didn't fart on me, dude. It blown it on me, did you? Did you? You don't understand. Dude. 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 Are you, are you serious right now? <laughs> All right. It was a while ago. If you didn't smell it already, you wouldn't smell right. it. Oh. Ronnie. Yeah, yeah. You got something to say to Pookie? Uh, yeah, Pookie, I was just playing. Don't, don't oh, that's mad. so funny. You are so funny. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe I missed that joke. Hey. F off. Well, if, hang up. If, yeah. if, if, F you, dude. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't hang up on him, I'm not going to get a Pookie prize package. <laughs> you're not going to get a Pookie You're not going to get some. <laughs> you're never going to want a Pookie pack with that out of it. <laughs> Back in the day when... The writers used to introduce themselves on the line. Yeah. That Brian was De- awesome. Brian Deegan, East St. Louis. Yeah, Brian Deegan. Every time we went to whatever town we were in, that's the town he was from. It was <laughs> awesome. Kicker Bob pretended he was somebody else. <gasps> Gave me a different email Scandalous. address, different mailing address. Well, did you rock Broadgate Gym? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, JT. <laughs> he might need to be pretty you, quick here. You're just killing Good it. Good one. You know, not all of them are uh, special. But yeah, all right, thanks. Bye. There you go. Thank you. Hey, what's up, 100% guys? 100% chance you know that guy with doc tip. But if he gets any of them wrong, he'll donate $100 to Zach. Any? To Zach? He just I got second on the podium. I don't know. Sir. That's just what he I said. Make the main event. He said any three <laughs> questions. <laughs> what's so your I don't know. You did lose some weight, didn't you? Yeah. Not, a, not, not in the head area. No, not um, here. Not here, though. He looks just like that still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> And that was show number 78. Uh, got a special guest here. Uh, special guest, what do you think about that last uh, caller backing tits? Uh, that gentleman sounded a little bit familiar, possibly like chunks. He didn't sound like he was hyperventilating, though. Uh, not yet, but that's something you work up to as you uh, gain more confidence calling in more often. Right. Uh, moving on to show 79, uh, we've got J-Bone uh, being pretty honest on the tire gate issues with Stewie at Phoenix when he tried every tire in the book. Um, K-Dub is going a little overboard on J-Bone in this episode with uh, calling him a a narcissist. And he's giving him crap about how it's always about him and he's always got to be in all the ads. Uh, Trey comes on, talks about the joy of the first bowel movement following the pain meds from the big crash. Obviously talks about the big crash. We got a caller here at the end of this show that thinks Mr. Moser is super unfunny. Well, that's ironic because uh, this is one Corey Moser on the line right now. Blonde hair, blue eyes, 29 years old, just like Andrew Short. Um, and I never claimed to be funny, but, uh, you know, people either love you or hate you, right? Yeah, I think at this point, the awkwardness of 
just about every call you've ever made is the comedic punchline and worth its weight in gold. I think they're just getting worse with time, unfortunately. Yeah, it's weird. You'd think it would get better, but it does seem to get worse. What did you think about uh, Jay Bone's honesty regarding the tire fiasco? I thought it was great. He pretty much owned up to it. Um, you know, when you have one of the best riders in the world or one of the fastest men in the world, you you know, you got to do whatever you can to make him happy. So uh, at least he just came clean. I think, you know, it's really the best uh, best route for him. Right. And how about uh, K-Dub on J-Bone? You think he was a little too hard on him in this coming episode? Yeah, I mean, he, he went a little over the top, but uh, that's Kenny Watson. You never, uh, you never know where you're going to get there. He's either really nice or... A little bit crazy. Show 79. I will call Paul Lindsay. I have him on speed dial. I will get him back here. Have at it, dude. I will get him back here. You know, it was something we had to do that weekend. It wasn't something, obviously, that was the smartest thing I've ever done. But at the same time, you know, we were struggling that weekend with all kinds of things. And it was just one of the things to try to put his mind at ease that, you know, the tires were okay and we can move on to this you know, other other things on the bike. And he just didn't feel comfortable at all at Anaheim, which mm-hmm. obviously everybody can tell. And, right. you know, the easy thing to say is, man, I wonder if the tires are any good. So that's kind of, you know, what what we right. did. And, well, you know, I, I don't know how I thought I was going to slip that one by everybody, but I, I was <laughs> thinking if we went down to practice late, nobody would see, but uh, that wasn't the case. Uh, that's pretty sweet, actually. Uh, hey, if you got a question for J-Bone... I'll give, you, I'll give you full credit on that, J-Bone, too. I don't care. <laughs> no, I don't need the credit. I, I think it's good, Kenny. What are you talking about you don't need the credit? You'd love to take all the credit for your wins. <laughs> why, do you always, why do you always go there? Because I talk to your guys, and they tell me, dude, you're all about it. You're all about yourself, and that I've known you for a long time, and I love you for who you are, bud. You're my guy, and I support you. Dude, Kenny, just because no one sticks you in an ad, don't be mad at me. Uh, you, you have a point. Not my fault. Good interview. Kenny, thanks for the hard time. Appreciate it. Hey, J-Bone's got to go. He's got another ad to pose for. Hey, He's going to go take some pictures. Tits, you talk to, don't talk to the guests. Just get them on the phone. Don't bro them down. Trey was indisposed, so he wants me to call back in five minutes. Oh, okay. And with J-Bone, I saw you talking to J-Bone. But like, hey, good. Congratulations. This is Peter, the producer. Don't talk to the guests. Just get the phones. He needs two more minutes, but I'm going to wait on hold until he's ready. Oh, okay. I'll let yeah. you know. Please stop talking to the guests. Just, uh, just get them through. No fraternizing. We're good? Yes, it. thank you. I said to some of those people that were upset, Trey's mom, Honda guys, uh, some media guys, hey, we all say dumb stuff once in a while. But, hey, I'm not, and I'm, I'm, and I'm I'm not standing, excluded from I'm it. I'm standing behind what I say, yep. and I just had a – I just – through experience, I just – I'm not saying that he wasn't. He was ready to go race for yep. you know, you know whatever position he was racing for, but he's not where he was. I just had bowel movement number two of the day. Oh wow! And huh? and dude, I feel great. A lot of times those pain pills jack you up. So dude, they ruined me. So <laughs> I was like, I was actually, I was like, man, I'm like, I got a big deal happening right now because I gotta, I gotta go number two and I gotta bow on the pulp show in like five minutes. So. Right, right. Thanks for waiting. Uh, yeah, no problem. That's what we do here on the show. Uh, and thank you for describing that in great detail also. Contrary to anyone that might think other, I was ready to go racing. and um, Oh, uh, that'd be Kenny Watson right over here, <laughs> sitting right here. I'm sorry. All right, I'll stop. Yeah, I remember going up to, like the, the triple downside and thinking, man, i got to get out of here. Cause, oh, really, huh? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I was like, well, you know, you always yeah. do. You know, just, right. Like, you, you're, I was pretty sure everyone behind me rolled, like, Doubled it, you know, just because, yeah. like, that's what normally happens. But, yep. 
Mo. But Mo I was not. Regardless, I <laughs> Mo went for it. Like right. Get left and get out of there. And I remember that, and, and like that's the last thing I remember oh. was going off the, the triple downside. So, and if I wanted to come on here and say anything, is that Kenny? You're good, dude. Oh, don't worry about it, bro. That was my question. I was going to ask if you were mad at Kenny. That was my final question. I swear. You know what? He's like, you ever seen Goodwill Hunting? You know, I've seen it. I don't, Ken, I don't know. Kenny's seen it, but he goes to all these psychiatrists, and they're just like, man, this guy's just—he's messed up. Just, yeah, just messed up, right? And then Robin Williams sees him and goes, you know what? You're just a kid. That's it. You just don't understand. Mm-hmm. And that's this is how I feel about Kenny right now. He's just a kid about Trey Kennard. He just doesn't understand. I hope kids gets better at what he does because he sure can't get any worse. <laughs> However, he definitely have to do something about Moser. Good Lord, <laughs> that guy is not funny at all. He is the exact opposite of funny. <laughs> My eight-year-old son can think of funnier things to say. Than he can. I don't know. Maybe limit him to one call a month. That'd be bearable. Maybe. I got I got flipped off. I got flipped off from the podium. I got flipped off with with one of the parents walking by, and I'm like, finally, I just had enough. And I'm like, if you got something to say, stop and let's talk about it. Yeah. And like, we were just at the AMA truck, and I'm like, dude, what is your problem? You know? And yeah. I'm like, what's your deal? Like, why do you got to do that? Like, a really bullshit deal. And like, it just it just went on and on, and how I was cheating. I was cheating, and I'm like, you're welcome to have my whole bike. Like I told AMA guy, take it home. You disassemble it, or bring it to the shop. I'll give you the motor. You, whatever you want to check. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to cheat. Like right. so, whatever you got to do, make this man stop calling me a cheater. <laughs> I'm over it. And like, it was just make, that was make probably him a gnarly weekend too. So you're talking. He's calling you the cheater, but but two years earlier, he's the guy standing on Ivan's front wheel trying to hit the kill button when he's on the ground. No, it would have been after. Yeah, exactly. I after I that. Know. Yeah, after, after that. No, yeah. no, he did that afterwards. He's like trying to call Mitch a cheat. Yeah. First two Email chicks listeners. that call get get free gun underwear. You got to right. be a chick though. No disguising your voice, kicker Bob. Should Tits, after his lackluster performances the last couple of weeks, should he lose the title of producer? Yes. Tits. And he can't even get the tear off segment right. He can't. Oh, get I'm the- sorry. I was getting the email address. We're talking about you. Oh, good. Yeah. Awesome Thank as you. usual. Yeah. Tear off noise, please. Oh. Um. Oh, wow. Great producer. Yep. Yep. Great. Working out go. good. Yeah. Working out great. So I've got some more. Uh, I've got a list of eight-year-old jokes for the rest of this podcast. According to that guy, that's the formula for success. You don't want to do what you've been doing. You need to go that route. I've only been calling in once every 29 days as well. So in this show, show number 80, the chat room throws out that they want JT's segment on the show to be called LCQ&A. Uh, JT, what happened? The I don't know if it's the first, but it's one of about a thousand that he got hit with this year. Um, K-Dub tells his uh, Deegan top five in the Nationals, but they got lucky because it was too hot for them to be impound, uh, get called into the impound, and they were running the big bore. And then at the end of this show, um, Ping calls out, a, a one Corey Moser for dragging the show down. So far in this uh, review, I'm doing really well with the viewers. Yep, it seems to be about par for the course for the. I don't I don't go into the chat room on the show, so I'm not sure what they say, but it definitely it seems the way it goes for you on the voicemails. A lot of a lot of fans in there apparently. 
Yes. Show 80. How much weight you got to lose? I mean, you could cut a leg off and probably get there. (laughs) To get the whores and the gold bars? And the gold, whatever it takes. (laughs) Ask Steve Cox because he's ripped now. And if you ask him, he'll tell you pull his ripped? biceps out and flex it for you. Cox. Well, I just start like checking under shit and see if he's like hiding. What do you want me to do? I want I you just to, to come by my up. fucking truck once in a while and, and do what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be covering the race. Dan Dunes would come by and take some pictures. Oh. Whoa! Oh, oh, wow. That's good. They're probably really awesome pictures and everything. They They're are. Good for At you. least I, I'll, I'll you take. You don't want me to come by then. You should probably just uh, be happy with that. Quit whining about it. Okay. Who do you like better, me or Kenny? Uh. Let's throw it out there. Kenny's man. All right, see you later. They're giving Bale some kind of lifetime achievement award or something. And I look over, and Hewer Hunter and... Hunter Hewitt and Blake Hunter, Ward. Hunter Hewitt, yeah. and Hewitt Hunted. What did you say? <laughs> Hewer Hunter. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we were talking about your legacy, JT, before we got your you legacy. on the line. I'm thinking you're going to be... My legacy? No, I don't have a freaking he, legacy. You're not going to like your legacy, <laughs> JT. Do I really need to come out of the closet with some things that are going on with Steve Cox inside the industry, what people really think about him? about things that he's done and said and is doing to females in this industry. <laughs> should, I, should I bring that out? Where, oh, wow. do you, or should we just let this go when he's going to bash me on Twitter? Uh, someone just came up with a pretty awesome name for a, the Jason Thomas segment on the show. LC Q&A with Jason Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> or D and Q&A. What happened, JT? Shut up. <laughs> when you have struggles like that, you try switching up your regimen, like your daily routine, or just kind of keep doing what you've been doing. Oh, dude, I can't even tell you how much stuff I switch up. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second moto, Deegan rips a sick start again. And literally with, like, four laps to go, just starts falling back, like, which is, like, on purpose. Because he didn't want to get top three. <laughs> yeah, but that's when they impounded top five. And it was so hot there. Like, it was so hot, he ended up getting fifth overall. And I was tripping balls. And it was so hot, they didn't do the impound. And then I remember they came to me at Millville, and Jimmy Perry asked me for my, my spare barrel. That was it. That's the story I was going to say. And, and I was were... like, oh, God. <laughs> Good times. Moto Triple X. Yeah, here you go. You'll need a 250 piston to make it work. <laughs> I did that a couple years ago. Dude. And it, it was, was smearing off. It ended up all over my clothes. <laughs> 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 it's a terrible idea. And Castile was hot. Oh, hot man. as hell, dude. Right? Yeah. And we laughed at him all night. We're like, dude, like from about 40 feet and a couple yeah. of beers, you yeah. are awesome right now. <laughs> wow. No, Joe Short has been on, on time every time this week. Okay. Or every time this year. forever. Right. It's the inception. All right. Good job. See ya. All right, bye. Oh, my laundry. That was a train wreck. This it has to happen. It has to happen. It does? Every it's, single uh, like, time. It's Shorty's Every number one time. fan. Okay. You know him on Twitter. I, I've seen him C. on Twitter. C.L. Moser. Yep. He's Shorty's number one fan. All right. Good guy. Yep. Does tend to drag the show down. He rode the Suzuki in the offseason, James did, and loved the way it felt, like the cockpit. Mm-hmm. Those shrouds are a copy of the Suzuki shroud as far as the dimensions yeah. and stuff. Yeah, they made I all those. It, yeah. Custom made them. You said cockpit. Well, that's Chad Reed, always t- being the in- the innovator B- he is, B2B. taking it to the next level. B to B, changing shit up. Let's see, Chad Reed throwing a he just went people C to C. I just blew your mind. Big thanks to Swisscore for uh, pulling all of the bad Moser clips of the year. They're great. They're comedy. I, yeah, I, I, they seem like a train wreck. Apparently, and I'm bringing the the show down. Who doesn't want to see a train wreck? That's all I'm going to say. Um, on to show 81, we've got Hart in studio as well as yourself in studio. Uh, Hart talks about Hill's backflip. Um, K-Dub 
brings up the buying Jeff Alessi and Iguana story. It's a good one. Um, the details of the pilot being shot are unveiled in this show. And uh, a little bit towards the end, I, I don't know how it's happened, but for the third show in a row, Moser gets ridiculed with a little bit of snoring while he's talking. Well, uh, this show I pretty much have memorized because I listen to it about once a week because I got to sit <laughs> in the studio, which is basically uh, it's checked off my bucket list now. But, uh, you know, overall, you know, being a big fan of the show, uh, quote unquote, a super fan in studio, I felt like I held my own fairly well. I didn't geek out too bad. So, uh, yeah, especially considering Hart was in there. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It was a little intimidating, to be honest with you. But uh, it was a lot of fun, that's for sure. Show 81. You said last week you're going to change the game. You're going to have people come up to you in the pits and go, what the F is going on with you guys? And you're raising the bar. Those are all your quotes. Did we? Well, it was pretty cool. You had a Johnny Cash tribute band for people who weren't there. That's raising the bar. (laughs) I mean, it was cool. When was the last time you went to a Supercross race and some people – Dancing to Johnny Cash in front of the pit, in front of their pit. I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah. Is that changing the game? Well, we'll see if anybody else has Johnny Cash tribute bands here from. I doubt out. anybody will. Above your expectations, though, or right about where you thought he was. Or? I mean, that, that this, these this, were my expectations. This, okay, you know, yeah. I, I wanted him to be. I mean, because of his talent level, and I mean, you watch what he did last year in the lights class. There's no reason why he shouldn't yeah. run top ten, and right. he's doing that. Okay. I always thought, like, when I'm thinking about it, just from an outsider's point of view, and obviously, Handy doesn't like me, and a hater, and I'm a hater or whatever. I thought you would see. Out of Hanny, some flashes of brilliance, like a fifth and a sixth, a couple DNFs or a crash out, yeah. pull offs or whatever. Then another six, and then, you know what? Instead, he's been just the rock. Like hasn't crashed that much, been putting in steady laps, hasn't shown blazing speed, but over the twenty, yeah. he's been. Totally. And, and I gotta say, I'm totally surprised, and I thought it would be the opposite. And a guy comes to you now, right now, and says, "Hey, Kerry, I, I want to do speed and style, or I want to do a backflip." What's What's the what's the response? I'm not going to control what these guys are trying to do, or like what their destiny is going to be, but just try to do it by the safest means. Mess- but a necessary. racer on your team, a guy riding for you. I mean, like, like I'm trying to put it like oh, hill, gotcha. like the hill uh, thing. You know, like I, how would that be? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think at a certain point, I mean, I think Hill's injury kind of put it on an even playing field. Like, yeah. you got to kind of choose your battle. I mean, either you're a racer, you're a freestyler. I mean, very few guys pull off both, yeah. and uh, it's just it's. Well, I mean, really, what's the risk to reward? I mean. Yeah. You know, it's it just sucks what happened to Hill, but if nothing else, it, it made him grow up and a little yeah. wiser. See, the idea of sweating my balls off at Troy and all yeah. the rest of that is yeah. not. Well, really no, you don't have to worry about Troy no more. That's how long Kerry's been doing national. <laughs> they don't have Troy no more. Even better. Good. <laughs> we can renegotiate my deal where I am super cross only too. No. Damn it. I go. How many people in this pit bought your little brother an iguana for his ninth birthday in a cage? I did. Okay. <laughs> That's love. You have to be. Yeah. Above that, you have to come over calmly like yes. any other team manager right. would to any other team manager and talk about what happened and come up with a solution. Yeah. Not come over like a lunatic, <laughs> yelling and screaming <laughs> about, the universe, sponsors, and yeah, yeah, yeah. about the universe yeah. and karma and all the rest of it. Right. Kenny was on the show saying that he's a little worried. He's known you forever. He bought an iguana for Mike or Jeff. And, uh, and he's just a little worried about like if you guys have some strained relations. Um, I can tell you this. I realized Strangely enough, that I like Josh Hansen more than I like Kenny Watts. Three guys, five cameras are coming up here. We're going to shoot a, a pilot for a possible pickup of a of a on a TV network, nice. on a direct TV channel that this company has. I don't want to spill the beans. My in my intense negotiations resulted in us getting no money for the pilot. 
That's usually how it works. Does it? Yeah. Okay, so I thought I always read like you got a lot of money for pilots. No, that may, maybe like okay. an NBC. Yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> this isn't NBC. No. Could it be any more like jealousy? Just oh, <laughs> never mind all the other stuff. Hagar. Hey, you know, Hart, Hart's you in like town. some random shit. Hagar, dude. hockey. Right. <laughs> you, don't even, dude, you don't even know what I got to deal with here, bud. You uh, let Tony Alessi call me out on the air. Why don't you just back me up, dude? He didn't call Jeez. you out. Come on, sensitive. Uh, I, I did like the line of you're, the... You're saying I am sensitive the, on the show? The line you were extremely oh, sensitive on this thank show. Thank you. Man of the hour on the phone here. JT. Seven. 11th. What happened? Yep. What happened? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm really glad I don't have to answer that this week. Vince, uh, question for you. Have, you. have you seen business increase? Do you, you, you attribute it to, uh, to, yeah. to the Pulp and Mech show more than the race team? What do you, what's your opinion? <laughs> what do you think? Uh, the Pulp and Mech show and the podcast probably doing a lot more for you. You know than... what? Definitely. It's, it's the podcast, Steve. Thank you. Thank I, you. I attribute everything to the podcast. Yes. I miss the Pecan JT battles. We all do. Oh. We all do. <laughs> Was that the best? How, how did that not like? How does that not circulate to the internet anymore? Someone should get that going again. I don't know. Oh, I still got the link. Oh, we were having a lot of fun every week with it on our show for sure. We definitely the atomic elbow. BTOsports.com. Hey, watch this pass here, Mosh. Watch this pass. JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Works Connection, Vivint Home Automation, Tech One Design, Fly Racing, Freaking Underwear. Watch this. Thanks everybody for sponsoring us. We're watching the classic. I know you won't come back twenty fifteen thirteen. Because you sick? won't be on board with us. Because you when... don't feel like you get enough exposure. My bike. So, so when everybody, middle, the middle. when everybody doesn't pay us for next year, please direct all your complaints to Kenny Watson. Dude, look at the pass. All time greatest passes right there in motocross history. Dude, I remember back in the day, did I wore a pair of baseball cleats down there? <laughs> <Did you? laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be a that was awesome, dude. Okay. That That'd was when I worked for Deegan. We had a big bore in our bike. We cheated on, and then also the mechanic cheated. I had cleats on. Is that not allowed? No. no wonder why fucking Duke Finch just hated you guys. <laughs> he didn't never know. I never got busted for that. Uh, I never even told anybody. <laughs> okay. I think right. Berlute might have seen it. And said How about something. the contact cleaner on this pavement on the cement? Yeah, that starts. was awesome. You put it in a, you, in you a rag? Spray the shit out of it, put it in a Ziploc bag? Dude, no, what I would do is I would just have it in a, a like a, a little can, a little con. Bell made these little miniature ones, and I'd wrap it up in a towel, and I'd have like two towels, and I'd go down like I was scrubbing the ground, and I'd have my hand <laughs> on the button the whole time. Hey, producer Pete, do you have any V-necks? Like, what are you going to wear in the show? Maybe show off a little cleavage? There's going to be five cameras in here. Five cameras. Do you uh-huh. trim your chest hair or shave completely? Uh... <laughs> Guy. Anyway, uh, here, 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 so uh, it was so crazy question. I mean, God, like, it caught me. It caught me. So, off guard, so inappropriate. Actually. Oh God, so yeah. inappropriate. Anyway, I do uh, like your musk tonight. Thank you. Hey, all I got to say is, when it's go time, I shine. So don't worry oh, about God. me. <laughs> they just they don't call. Hey, me please one. get that drop. They please don't take. They don't call me one take Watson for nothing, bro. One, one take, take, huh? Watson, one take. Huh? Hey, you know what though? And this is no cheap shot at Mathis. I really don't have anything because I really never hung out with them before we did this. Dude, whatever. We were bros. You sound like Justin <laughs> Quinn. Like he was going to high school. He was getting like a debut with Pro Circuit. Was like helping him out on the amateur level, and it didn't end up working out. He didn't get a ride. But uh, like I remember reading that and being like. Hey, there's a chance for a guy that's just going to high school to be a pro. I was like, I could maybe. Fair enough. (laughs) And here we are at show 82. I'm back. Wait a minute. What happened to what? What happened to 79, 80, and 81? Garbage shows. Moser did them, bro. Oh, all right. Sorry.
we're gonna start this over again now no 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 people can people can legitimately hear my my how stupid i am <laughs> so we're back moser has been kicked to the curb mathis is back um this is following dallas uh you give a little bit of a concise description on reed's crash and pretty much the end of the interesting part of the season at that point um, RV comes on as he always does. He gives you shit on um, being lazy, lack of exercise. You claim to go to Taco Bell after the show sometimes. I don't know why you would admit that to him on the air, giving him more mm-hmm. fodder for his cannon. Yeah, bad, um, bad move by me. Tits wants to be called producer Pete, and <laughs> your response is fuck that. <laughs> and then uh, Chanel comes on and wants to lay out why he hates Pingree and that he wants to fight Pingree at Ellis Mania. Oh, yeah, because it was and, all from uh, a classic commentary we did where, mm-hmm. where Ping just went off on Schnell. Good times. Yep. And then this is after uh, we went over the, the pilot on the, the Moser shows had, had happened during that point. And at the end of the show, you're talking about how the pilot is definitely going to be the biggest moment in all of your lives. And you guys all are dreaming. <laughs> oh, the pilot. Oh, the, the pilot. pilot, the Lambos. That yep. was that. I mean, look, I was joking and I played it up, but the pilot was was a, that was a really shitty thing by the Lucas Oil guys. I think I feel um, not not the guys that we dealt with, but to even spend the money to do what they did, and to then commit to it, and then no kidding, a week later just say we're done. That's I, I don't understand how the business works, but whatever. I thought that was Yeah, crazy. I feel like that's probably kind of par for the course in yeah. that industry. Perhaps. Yeah, perhaps. I mean, I was surprised in the first place they wanted to do it. You know, just some JG mm-hmm. radio show. But uh, eh, what are you going to do? No Lambos, though. No Lambos. Show 82. Kenny, what are you first thing you're going to do when a pilot gets picked up? What's the first thing you're going to buy? <laughs> Dude, you're a fucking idiot. I'm going to get an in-ground pool in the shape of the Pulp Show logo. Or Lambo. Are you going to bring your A game next week, bro? You better believe it. I may even bring it tonight. I doubt it. I'm one of those guys that never counts Chad Reed out of anything. And uh, yeah. he's one of those guys. He's a bulldog, and you knew he had to be seriously injured that when he was down. Oh, yeah. No, I, I thought – I don't know how good you saw the crash or when you saw it or whatever. When he did it, I was I, – I'm like, oh, he's going to get up. Like, it was gnarly, but with him, I'm just like, he's going to – it's not bad enough. Yeah. For him to not get up, and then when he it, had, looked, it didn't look as bad live as it did on tape. Right, I'm tape it looks dirty. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I get, I'm getting hit up on Twitter and all these things like, oh, you know, like, you know, Chad was the only guy that you know would keep me honest, whatever. But what, what about, what about like Stu and Dunge? Like, yeah, the, well, and the rest of the and the rest of the pack, like these guys just aren't like, you know, like they're, they're just not nobodies. This contract World. is up. This is contract year. Oh, really? Hey, we might be able to talk. Do you want to ride a pro circuit backed <laughs> KX450 with a stock tranny? We could go places. Hey, well, Ryan, I'm, do you? I'm worried about one track draining into the other. Okay. Hey, Ryan, did you? Who, do built, you... Them? Who built the tracks? Hey, uh. Hey, and, and... <laughs> He's fucking with me. <laughs> okay, Kenny, sorry. Mathis, you're, you're, a, you're a tad bit lazy. No, no, I'm not, actually. A tad bit. <laughs> you're not? No, because despite my physical appearance, I'm a hard worker. <laughs> Good thing I'm. What not. about you? Have you been on, Have you been on the elliptical? Hey, all right, good. good nice talking to you. Uh, thanks for. Uh, no, so so, yeah, so for, no elliptical for you. Thanks for coming on. It's good. Mathis, Mathis, come on. What, let, let me ask some questions. As long as I don't got to do with the elliptical, sure. 
Elliptical. He's on the elliptical. So have you been? Have you been training? Have no, you been no, doing haven't. a little cardio, getting I, the heart rate up? I haven't been. I was on the the elliptical. I don't know. Last time I told you I was, which was like two weeks ago at the races or whatever. I, I went for. A hey, how while. long ago did we talk? How long ago did we talk about you know the whole thing with you when you threw it out there? How long ago was that? The Brian? RV. I don't know. Last time I was on the show, so yeah. probably like two months ago. Huh. Month ago. Yeah, I think you were on after A1. So, what are we going to do about this? We're working on it. We're always working on it. It's uh, it's in the back of my mind. Hey, you know what? I will give him credit, though. When I walked in today, I seen a pamphlet for Weight Watchers on the table downstairs. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't know what that's doing there. <laughs> I really don't. You never oh, seen it? Too. You saw, <laughs> I saw it, too. I don't know what that is. That could be my wife dropping me a... a a hint? A hint or something. Uh, um, God, that's you awesome. think? Sometimes well, I go to Taco Bell after the show. Okay, that, that, ain't, that ain't too bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is Coke Zero supposed to mean? It's uh, zero calories, so no sugar. There's no sugar in those. There's Coke artificial zero. flavoring okay, in there. So, that's going to kill you. So, so, so it's Coke Zero, so which means it's zero calories, you just said, right? Right. So does Coke Zero taste like water? No. No, no it doesn't, no. Okay, so how is it zero calories? Is it just air? Are you just <laughs> drinking I don't know. air? I don't know, but I think your Coke Zero sponsorship just went out the window. Are you an investor in the pickle business? Uh, I'm. Oh, we're uh, we're working our our uh, That's awesome. fine print out. That's awesome. So you're a pickle lover. You like pickles? Mm, yeah. It's crazy. I've done oh. it before. They have these clear tubes that come down the side of you. You could totally Why would see. Why they them. make them clear? So like you seriously. can check it out. The little swimmers going by. So, so you so you know mentally. It's a mental game. So you know yeah, mentally no. that it's working. They're just not shoving something up your ass just for nothing. <laughs> yeah, hey, you know, Willow. I would just believe, I would just trust mentally. it. Thomas. JT. Uh, Fucking killing dude, me. Dude, what happened? <laughs> this question is actually for Stevie. How many times uh, a My week? name's Steve. My name's Steve. Okay, Steve. And please stop referring to me as Stevie on the Twitter. <laughs> it's, my name's just Steve. Or Steven is my full name. Not Stevie. All right. Nowhere on my birth certificate. Or Only one person Stevie. can call you Stevie. Thank you. And that's Kenny. Okay. No, it's your wife. I would never call you Stevie. <laughs> okay. Steven. Thank you. From now on, Steve, from now on, will you, will, you, will you now put my name as Steve? Okay, fine. Thank you. Do you, you think Steve Stevie Wonder's Steve? name is Stevie on his birth certificate? Probably not. But well, we may have to change his name for the TV show. To Producer produce. Pete, you can go ahead and go with that. No, fuck that. You do not produce anything <laughs> but anger. Kids. Yes, sir. Halen. Yeah. Coming at ya! Woo! Van Halen, 5150, Sammy Hagar. Why can't this be love? Number one on the charts, 1986. This is the song that's rocking everybody out! Me and Ken go way back, and, you, you know, we, we just pretty much hate each other, but it's we hate each other for two different reasons. You know, he hates me because apparently, you know, I I used to smash him a lot, and it's that's <laughs> what he thinks anyways. You know, you even said on that, Commentate, uh, commentating uh, on that video night from 96, I wasn't even that big of a deal when I, I didn't even hit him barely. He yeah. just went high in the corner and his front wheel tucked in the handle and that was it. But, yeah, yeah. You know, Ping has always had a shitty mouth towards a lot of a lot of riders and he just, you know, he's just, he is who he is and, you know, he has never once came up to me personally and ever said anything to me to my face. Uh-huh. He's just always been that guy that pretty much talk shit through interviews and whatnot. So it just it kind of irritated me a little bit. I was getting calls. And, uh, he did put something in Racerhead on Friday. Yeah, but come on. I mean, that's a little too late. You know, you can't. Right, right. He got a little personal. You know, he brought my brother in it. He mentioned something about my brother. And, 
Oh, I, I mean, did. That kind of stuff is uncalled for, you know. I mean, right. we that was 16 years ago, dude. <laughs> I mean, you right really now. don't need, you know, all the grown men here. Yeah, I'm totally being serious about Ellis Mania. Totally being serious. Maybe we can I would do love that. to get the guy in the ring. Right. We can squash. We can squash everything afterwards. Right. That's the final thing. We shake hands. We. You know, go deliver the check to the Children's Hospital in Loma Linda together, and that's it. Stop. All right, it's all for you. Stop. I'm not doing Dude, anything. don't point your finger at me Both like you're you my... Stop. Hey, don't point your finger at me like you're my fucking dad. On the pilot, this is unacceptable. <laughs> On the pilot, you're going to get the headphones hey, thrown at you. Scott. Yeah, that's all right. You guys are good dudes. You guys, you, you guys got do you one... Bl- do you blame that on a rook? No, you got one piece of cancer down there. You just got to cut the cancer, and you guys are going to be the... Stop it. Stop it. As soon as he calls and he apologizes that he was wrong... Uh, he'll be okay, but until then, I don't know shit about it. I just found out three minutes ago that a pickle is a cucumber. I didn't even know that. <laughs> uh, Austin Stroop's tweet of the week. Just b- b- before we go to the tweets, though, give me dude, the, give me dude, one thing he said on dude, the plane that was gold. Give me something on the plane that he dude, said. Dude, all gold. I have to say is uh, after these, after sitting next to this guy for a sweet three hours, <laughs> there ain't no tweet that's just gonna surprise me what this guy says. <laughs> This isn't strung out. This is Lagwagon. Lagwagon. Yeah. Lagwagon. Better drummer than Triple X. Listen to that drumming. Wait, it's better than Triple X? Strung out. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Hey, nothing says riding like this. Listen to that drumming. Listen to that drumming. So good. So good. Lagwagon drummer. So good. That took me back to like when I was hooking up with chicks, working for Birdwell. <laughs> I mean, fucking orgies. Moto Triple X oh, team. It's snuff. Yeah, snuff. There Swiss you go. Score with the answer. Nice. No doubt, the metal death. Um, and that wasn't snuff. It's called gun, Guns and Wankers. Swiss Score says snuff. Well, Jordan texts me saying Guns and Wankers. So once again, Swiss Score oh. does not know. I know everything. You're wrong there, Swiss. Yeah. It's snuff. Horse and cart is snuff. Someone just put the pre- playlist on. All right. Then Jordan's wrong. He <laughs> texts me Guns and Wankers. And Swiss Score is right. Sorry, Swiss Score. You are right. Or <laughs> melancholy. I know everything. I don't want to overstate this, okay? But next week's Papa Mac show uh-huh. could be the biggest thing in all of our lives. Are you gonna take these two things out of here so the guys have rooms to walk around and everything? I would worry less about that and worry more about keeping your job for next week. <laughs> okay, and here we are with show eighty-three. This is the actual filming of the pilot. Tits says tits on the air on the pilot and gets busted for it. Uh, Kate upsets you up. You play one of the Pellegrino drops that says the F word in it like three times. You have to call the tweet at tit segment, tweet at Pete. Um, the clippy clippy origins are explained. Reed comes on and explains his crash at Dallas. Um, he also explains that he thought that 2012 may have been his last year, but he is certain that it is not going to be his last year. Reed's always, then, Reed, uh, Reed always brings it. Great guest, always. Oh, yeah. And then at the end of this one, uh, Chad on James not being a grinder, which I'm pretty sure James had a response about because he heard about it. Oh, I don't remember anything about that, not being a grinder. Not on the show, though. Oh. Yeah, just like he's so used to being the guy that just runs away and hides from people, and okay. uh, that's not the case. He's not He's not into it. Yeah, so this was the pilot show. Uh, I should explain that they brought uh, four guys, I think ten cameras. They set everything up here, some lights, the whole deal. It was like a big thing here. In this, in the, mm-hmm. in the, in the, the studio, outside the lines den, and uh, it was quite an effort. They put in a big effort to to make this pilot. And Swiss, did you ever see the completed pilot? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, um, yeah, we decided not to air it. 
I don't know why. We just thought it wasn't wasn't ready for prime time or something. I have it though. I should send it to you. You can see it. I think at one point you were going to send it to me, and you were going to release it if I thought that it was worth releasing, but we never got it. Yeah, that. yeah typical me dropping the ball. All right, let's <laughs> let's let's uh, get to show uh, 82. 83. 83. 83. Show 83. For those that that don't know, we're uh, we're filming a pilot, and uh, we're very excited about it. I think everyone knows by now, Steve. I think you've been talking <laughs> about it for the last month. I think everybody uh, knows what we're doing. You're you keep claiming Lambo. Yeah. <laughs> well, once this pilot, but but as I remember, dude, like I've been in a Lambo up. before. I've driven a Lambo. I've been in them. Yeah, it's, we're gonna have problems getting you into the Lambo. I fit in your Lambo fine, and to dude, all the Twitter it, people, that, I fit that's, in your that's Lambo almost fine. that was a year ago, dude. We we gave I'm a the same people. way. No, I'm the same way. Producer Pete, I'm not going anywhere. We did have to sell out a little bit on the name, Producer Pete. I like Boobs it. Legendary. Mm. You didn't like your other name. No. Even Can I ask you a question? Where did that? Where did that other name? Who? Where did that name? Right there, bro. What would give you? What would make you give yourself that name? It wasn't like I ever planned on people calling me tits. It was just something oh, I was like, yeah. You, but why would they call you? Why would they, good oh. job saying the name on the pilot. We're right. not supposed to say. You guys led me into it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Screw them. They don't pay my bills. Right. Oh, that one? You can't play that one. Though. Shit don't matter oh, yeah. to me. If you don't pay my bills, Whoa. fuck you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't, do that. Oh, I can't do that one. Sheesh. Uh, damn. I'm already screwing up this pilot. Um, <laughs> I so, set you up for that one. And help I'm us. trying to get comfortable over here. I'm sorry. It's we switched everything around. Yeah, I know, you but did. you know I... what? Fame sucks. It's gonna suck to be famous. I'm not complaining, so. by the way. You guys have a good show, man. All right, see you, Rambo. Rambo. Nothing is over. over. You can't go to there after. You can't go to there after. Ah, bullshit. I can do whatever I want. It's not gonna work out. Fine. Clip me then. Clippy, clippy. And let's do tweet at tits. Yes, tweet I will. at Pete. I mean, tweet at Pete. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> clippy, clippy. Did you do that to him? I've done it to him. Clippy, he didn't like clippy. it. Producer, get cut loose. Well, I said, do you want to be one and done? And he's like, hell no. And I said, well, let's get on it. He knows what he Watson, has to do. Watson's famous line from back in the day to the guys, clippy, clippy. <laughs> if you screwed up, that was it. You know, when I got done flipping, um, you know, immediately my knee hurt. But, you know, I mean, it's a championship and you, and you can't, you know, there's no time to lay on the ground. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I was struggling to get my breath and. Um, I, I unhooked my foot and then, you know, got to my feet. And then immediately when I got to my feet, I was struggling to breathe. And then uh, I just, you know, tried to try to calm it down, calm it down. And then I, when I went to kind of walk to try to get on the bike, it just wasn't even going to happen. So it was painful at that point. I just, it was like the whole world stopped. And then you just, you know, you just, you've seen it you know you've seen right. that the championship was over and my season was over right then and there i knew that there was something wrong i knew that i wouldn't be back for at least supergross i felt like i had him on the ropes i felt like he was you know like I, he was making a lot of mistakes and and you know i felt like it was it was my you know my race to win so um yeah bummer a great weekend i've never been through practice and time qualifying and you know through a a whole weekend where you just felt great from from the yeah. second you get on the racetrack. So, yeah. bummer, bummer to have that feeling and then end with the feeling that I ended with. So, I honestly think that it was it. That was it for me. It was it was going to be my last year. So, really? um, oh wow. I think the good that I take from it is that I really wasn't ready to be done, and I'm not ready to be done. And I've always had this crazy thought in my head that thirty. I was going to retire. I was going to move on. And, you know, like I, I felt like the, the, the clock was ticking. And I don't know. It's, it's it's not ticking. I feel better. I feel stronger than I've ever felt. And clearly my riding's better than it's ever been. I'm comfortable on all of the bikes, you know, around the team. And so mm-hmm. for me, I'm excited to get healed up and get back on a dirt bike and uh, 
do what I've always done and love it. I, I think the only reason that Alden worked with James for so long is, I mean, Alden literally holds your hand, you know? I mean, he's, he's there. He put, you know, I mean, basically you take him on as your, as your wife, you know, I mean, he, <laughs> yeah. he you know, he feeds you, he makes you stick to the diet. He, he yeah. makes you, you know, get up in the morning and do all that stuff. And I mean, Hey, if that works, then, then good. But yeah. I mean, you know, I don't need some dude to hold my hand 24 seven. That's for sure. James is not a grinder. You know, James can't, um, it never at any point in his career has he ever been the same speed as anybody or slower than anybody. He's always been a lot faster or, you know, at, at no point he's just ever been slow or the same. So um, I think that when it comes down to grinding away 20 laps and you're, you know, he, he gains a tenth or two here and then he loses a tenth or two there, I, I just, he's not he's not that guy that can grind away and, and suck it up. I think that he wants to be the guy that can quad something, be two seconds faster <laughs> than you, eat you up and blow by you and make you look silly. When he can't do that, he... You know, he he doesn't fight for it. Like, and I think you saw that this weekend. Are you fighting with everybody in the industry? We can't have Sleater on. We can't have O'Rourke on. Oh, well, wait, wait, hey, wait, producer. Wait, sounds pretty wait. familiar. Sounds or, pretty wait, familiar. O'Rourke's O'Rourke's. <laughs> wait, people, people who won't do the show because of Kenny. Say, um, O'Rourke. O'Rourke is industry. He's industry because just, you made him industry because you let him write a column in a blog because he licks you. He didn't write it. He didn't write <laughs> a. He, he, didn't, he didn't write a column or a blog. He, 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 Dude, he's super fan on the Pulp MX page. He, he, yeah. he does hey, a um, weekly podcast. Dude, screw that you. guy and screw Slater. JT, do you want? Do you, have a, do you need a job? Producing? Hey, JT, when you're done, we got a position for you. Buddy. Yeah, you got to live in Vegas. Oh, I work all year for an iPad. Here we go, show number 84. Evan, the quad announcer, gets clipped. J-Dub's not a fan. Uh, yeah. Bogle comes on and discusses uh, his regrets on the Mookie slap. Didn't, wasn't really aware that you weren't allowed to do that kind of stuff when there's TV cameras on. There's a Reed Stew Twitter fight, which has got to be based on the previous show when uh, Chad said that James wasn't a grinder on the show. Um, Berluti's in studio on this one, and he's had a couple beers, and he's asking you for a ride home afterwards if he, <laughs> if he continues to be drinking. Um, JT's on and claims that Red Dog would not name you a best friend if you were to ask him on the phone. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You describe your Baja Acres crash on the eighty rider. Yeah. Show. Yeah, that's. And then Partridge is also in studio and explains his. Or no, he's not in studio. This is right after he exploded his foot, and he calls in at the end of the show and explains what happened to his foot. Yeah, that was gnarly. That was crazy. Um, what do you think mm-hmm. of Berluti? You like him? He's, he's good. Yeah, he's awesome. He's he's just straight. He doesn't. There's no like show for him and he's just who he is good good stuff all right let's take a listen show 84 how'd you it, think it, the pilot went the... how'd you think the pilot went tits as good as i thought it could have yeah. I, I don't know what they thought of it they seemed optimistic uh-huh. but i mean i you know what'd you think watson did you enjoy it it was what it was and if they don't like it oh well we do we do our thing and <laughs> if they don't like what we do well then don't pick it up uh, working for chad reed phoenix supercross Knowles, pick it up from there well, you got to realize, like, I was a, you know, a kid that grew up riding and racing, and I was a fan, obviously, like everybody, so right. it was a dream come true to get this job, and I was pumped, and I was a huge Chad Reed fan, to be honest, before I even worked for Scott, so it was my second race, so I didn't really know what I was doing, and he came off the track, and I was standing there waiting for him at the podium, I think he got second or third, and he takes his goggles off, and, like, I'm standing there, like, a dope, of course, and he just chucks him right at me, <laughs> hits me right in the face, like, <laughs> like he was just 
super bummed that he got beat. I think Ricky worked him pretty good that night or something. And yeah. I was devastated, dude. Like, <laughs> I was like, that's my favorite rider, and the dude hates me. I was like, Bebo, I'm quitting for sure. The guy like, just I'm, threw I'm goggles in my face. Oh, this is this is Evan, the quad, the quad announcer. Oh, okay. oh, cool. Yeah. Right on, yeah, Evan. Quad Thanks. announcer? Yep. Yeah, I announced for quads for the Nationals, and uh, this year, Cotter said that he, he'd try to get me maybe on the track crew for this year and then maybe announce next. There's There's nowhere else that that people in the industry like us and and our super fans yeah. that can get our moto news. Yeah. yeah. It's well, like sure. the old moto world. Hey, you know what's coming? Awesome. You know what's coming right now to you? Clippy Clippy. Obviously we gotta ask you about your first round uh Mookie Mookie Stewart incident. Um do you regret it if you if you had to do it again? I mean it was kind of a dumb move on his part. Um I think the the correct answer for me to say is that I probably wouldn't do that <laughs> at the time. At the time, I I lost my cool. I was, yeah. I mean, I, the way I was, the way I felt all day, just so terrible. Like I didn't know how to ride a dirt bike. I literally forgot how to hit whoops in the first untimed practice. Yeah, I just like I was freaked out all day. So he was gonna pass me anyway. Was I think the problem there? Uh-huh. So probably in the next corner or two, but. It is what it is. I know now that you're not supposed to do that, so <laughs> I know. I'm trying to move on from that one. Well, basically, Chad made a comment about James at, about St. Louis saying, doesn't look like you have 20 laps. Somebody doesn't have 20 laps in them or something. James replied with, uh, some people are going to talk crap. Uh, I'm going to put them, put them back. Ah, fuck, I can't remember. Couch. He says, it's official. We have a new couch potato calling races. Thank you. Not going to say any more until I put you back on the couch again. Then I'll remind you. Right. Oh, boy. Yeah. Quote, unquote. And, but he did He did take it. He deleted it. Ber- Berluti starts getting a little chatty once he's had a few beers in him. Huh? Hey. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Three beers. All right. Steve, can you drive me home? Speaking of Weston Pike, got a fill-in ride this weekend. Yeah, it's crazy, too. Rock River it, Yamaha. The crazy thing is. that could have been your guy. No, the crazy thing That's is. That's not Rock River Yamaha. It's, no, it's, it wasn't Rock River. Sorry, it was Rockstar Suzuki. Dude, the crazy thing is, I Thank got a text. You, I got a text from his dad. Definitely not Rockstar Suzuki either. It's Rockstar Yamaha. <laughs> Did I say Whoa. Suzuki? What happened to the question? So there you yeah, go. You, they didn't Here's answer. A it. All right, let, let's go. What's your question, fuck? <laughs> what did you call me? That's a question. Let's talk about this. I want to hear it from JT first. What did he see that he wrote me off? Uh, J- I was, well, the question you're was, up, JT, the question you're was it was me, Wygan, Steve, and the question was, is the series over? But this was before San Diego, and I said, no way. <laughs> One mistake, and it's, yep. it's a brand new series. Yep. And Steve said, yeah, not going to happen. You know, Even if he crashes, he still gets third or fourth. No big deal. Yeah. I, I think uh, it's pretty much done. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Lo and behold, we leave and we have okay, a new I knew, leader. That's I all I'm saying. The reason he... I'm just so mad you're not Canadian. I'm still mad. No, listen. I'll carry a hockey stick around track box if you really want me to. <laughs> what do you want me to do? All right, cool. I just want to thank all the boys. Montreal Energy Preserve, Carcass, Lord, I'm not talking. All right, see you later. Yeah, no. All right, see you, Dean. Keep up uh, the good work. Uh, we're not going to deal with that on our show. So if you ask Tim Ferry who his best friend is, he's going to say Steve Mathis? Yep. Yeah, right. He would, JT? No. <laughs> You're going to say Evie Ferry. Okay, besides Evie, though. Uh, yeah, so crazy. you guys, yeah, that's bullshit. Oh. He's not going to say Steve Mathis. Um, That's why I don't think. He might. Chill. You got to be face to face, really. Just come to Steve's house. Yeah, I got to. I got to be face to face, man. That's just part of it. I don't. I don't do any. I don't insist that on any of the riders that I interview be face to face. You're asking me. <laughs> what about ass to mouth? Oh, oh, there you go. Whoa, 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 
Jesus. You know what my favorite uh, obst- you know what my favorite obstacle in Supercross is? They don't do too many of them anymore. The hot dog stand? Funny line in the chat room. My favorite move was on off Ferry's cock. <laughs> good one. Good one. It's good. All right. Let's go. Mathis just airs this tabletop right onto the kid. Dude, it was it was a big bike practice only. He shouldn't have been out there. Eh, not what I heard. <laughs> it was a it was Steve, you went out hey. on the mini bike practice. <laughs> yeah. I went on Josh Ward's RM two fifty in the mini bike practice. It was a tabletop that went it was to and it was a left hand turn after it. The kid was on the left I saw the kid coming up to it, you know. He's on the left-hand side of the tabletop, rolling up on top, and it's a left turn after. So I'm on the far right, and I, you know, I air it out. It's got to be 200 feet. Really. Oh, wow. 300 feet. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I air this tabletop out, and as I'm in the air, the kid just hangs a right on top of the tabletop. I don't know. Get it set up for the turn. <laughs> uh, and he just calls over to the right, and I just, oh, and I wow. just end up in the... It really kind of pissed me off. I mean, obviously, the air lifted the kid out. I feel, feel bad for him. But, like, nobody came over to me. I was in the weeds, literally, in tall grass. Bike, I don't know where the bike was. I don't even know anything. When I came to, I was in the weeds. No one even checked on me. They were all running over to this kid that I landed on. Were you knocked out? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was loopy for a little bit. Man, I don't know how it happened. I just, I'm, I didn't end up breaking. Nothing in my foot's broken. I just have a huge laceration in the bottom of my foot. Yeah, and I had you're telling 180 us. stitches in the bottom of it. Hey, do you think... 180? Yeah. Wow. Hey, KP, do you think that happened when you, there was so much... Like, you're going so fast when you hit it, it just exploded like a grape? Yeah, I just think it, there was so much pressure, you know, with my foot in the wall and me moving forward. It just it just blew my foot up. And then, Wait for it. Shit don't matter <laughs> to me. If you don't, for I it. know everything. There it is. No, I want to hear the... Don't even bother, like, with tits and drops, dude. He's terrible. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What happens when you get a Wait wrong? a minute. Ah. Uh, I'm okay with that. It's just this guy... You Seriously, dude. When Kenny says... When somebody says, you don't like people from Europe because Dean Wilson's from Scotland, that's uh-huh. when you hit, I don't like people from Europe. Sound drop. I don't like people from Europe. <laughs> Boom! Yeah, two hours later. Moving on to show number 85. Uh, Mike Williamson is on. He talks about uh, his thoughts on why the Reed Kawasaki deal didn't work. Um, you tell a story on how DeCoster didn't even know that you were a mechanic for the Motocross the Nations team the year that you went with true, Red Dog. True story. True, true story. I said, well, how do we get, what, 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 where do we get our passes, Roger? And he said, uh, who are you? And I said, <laughs> yesterday we were at Lomol together testing with Tim Ferry. Anyways. Right. Yeah. Um, this is following Daytona when Ronnie Renner or Ricky Renner is it that race the two yeah Ricky yeah yep and uh, even he on the show claims that he hopes two strokes don't come back even though everybody was giving you grief on the show that you were like ripping on the kid and he's like no I hope they don't come back they're not compar- uh, competitive no yeah um, I, I I get a grief a lot uh, about that somehow the, the the kooks just think that I'm against it and I'm I'm not, I'm not against it I'm just like if you're a racer. And although I was at a much lower level, I was a racer myself. Um, if you're a racer, why do you want to line up on a bike that is at a disadvantage? Now, you can argue the rules all to death. You can argue all that. But simple fact is you're at a disadvantage on the bike you're running. And, you know, is it, um, is it a novelty act? Is that what you line up? And, and let's face it, you risk your injury. You risk death even um, for a novelty act on, on, on a two-stroke. Um, 
you know, that's all. That's my only point. Like, why do that? Why do it? Who cares? You know, mm-hmm. isn't the goal to do as well as you can in every every time you line up? That's what I thought. Anyways. There's a discussion of the FMF billboard that they purchased outside the Cali Test Track. Awesome. After getting booted from the team. Um, JT, uh, before the uh, Tits Moto Knowledge segment, says he doubts that Tits knows that Mitch is even paralyzed. <laughs> 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 JT has to be uh, one of the best one-liners out there. Oh, for sure. He's a natural at it. That's it for Show 85. Show 85 sounds good. Let's take a listen. Show 85. Uh, and about the pilot, mm-hmm. uh, I got good news and bad news. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. What do you want first? Uh, let's start with the bad news. You're fired. Is that bad news? Steven, does anybody ever yeah. call you Stevie? No, no Stevie. Oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. I like Steve. It's just more. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just more. Manly? Manly. JT. Steven. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> what did Watson say? Oh, it was uh, pretty great. He's, the text was literally. Oh, it was a text. Says, it was a text. Oh, okay. Yeah, he texted me and he says, the show is boring. Do people really like you guys suck? LOL. Okay, all right. Words of encouragement from the co-host. Yep. There's actually two two-stroke guys, though. And I love the fact that the one two-stroke blew up. Hey, everybody, cursing the four strokes. <laughs> Guess what? The two-stroke blew up. So suck it. I like that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I thought that there were never injuries and or bike blow-ups in the sport until four strokes came along. No, I, I know. I'm with you. I didn't know it either, but apparently so. Apparently they do blow up once in a while. Wow. Next thing you're going to tell me is that in the old days of the 125 two-stroke nationals, that factory 125s were faster than privateer bikes. No. Yeah, I, I, I am. Not possible. Yeah, I know. I know. Nope. They just roll them off the showroom floor, $6,000 or probably $3,000 of those years of money. Everyone was even Steven. And, and I'll also tell you that the four-strokes, the guys in the four-strokes, they're not riding as hard as they can because they don't want to stall them. They don't want yeah, to stall them. Yeah, that's why... That's why you don't see things like the greatest uh, season in Supercross history on 450s last year. You do not see great racing and great title fights. Hey, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, you were at Kawasaki when, when Chad was there, and certainly there's been a ton talked about. And, you know, he said some things in the press, and you guys have been pretty good for the most part. But, uh, and I know, you, you know you're friends with Chad, and, uh, and, but what happened there? He had his stuff going on in Australia. And I mean, I think it came off a hard year. When you win everything, it's tough. Yeah. Like, and he won everything that year. Right. And his deal was done late. And I mean, I know he didn't test a lot T- because tires too, switch I mean, tires. He wasn't happy with that switch, at first. The tire was tough for everybody. And uh, I think he came in late. And I think, uh, I don't know that him and Fish saw eye to eye on the way to set up a bike and, and, you know, and Chad has his way. He's been doing it for years and, mm-hmm. and fish had his idea for me. It, it just felt like he didn't get a fair shot. Yeah. Like with fit, it was between kind of like their different styles of doing stuff. And, and unfortunately for him, you know, fish was the boss and, and he was <laughs> yeah. the rider. And- How about when I went testing with Roger at Lomo that week of the Disnations and we tested and then I spoke to Roger and hung out. Well, actually Ricky left and then Roger left. Our team manager just left when, when Ricky left. So he was only there for about 20 minutes. And then in the morning, the next morning, we're in the elevator, and I say, hey, Roger, what do I got to do to get my passes, or how does that happen? And he looked at me and goes, who are you? Why the decision to uh, ride a two-stroke? I decided, why not? You know, like, just go ahead and give it a shot, race it at home, 
and uh, got the guys at BTO Sports involved, and uh, yeah. they hooked it up. So I decided to go ahead and race that thing. You were just like, "F it, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have fun and do it." Yeah, I mean, uh, it was pretty much all about having fun. And and you twittered that it was actually a 144, which which I didn't know about, but that doesn't change that much. It's not like it's like, oh my god, so much better. But it's a little better than the 125, huh? Yeah, I mean, overall it has it has a little more torque and a little more horsepower than a 125. Yep. But uh, um, I mean, in the in the end, it's still you know it, it's a 144 against mm-hmm. 250. Yeah. F. Maybe one day the two strokes will come back. I don't know. But the, the I sure hope I sure hope the two strokes don't come back. <laughs> I got nothing against the two strokes, like a lot of people think I do. It's just we're not racing them right now. We're racing four strokes, and you can put the blame in a lot of different places. Uh, but that doesn't matter to me. It's pro racing. I cover pro racing, and if you ride a two stroke, you're at a disadvantage. And to me, the coolness factor of riding a two stroke, I'm not that excited about it. Because I worked and went to a ton of races on two strokes, and I remember them well. I remember the sounds and the sights and the fury of two strokes, and uh, and to me, it's not that big of a deal to see them out there. I mean, and it, it, like I said to Ricky, if you're a racer, you want to race to win or to do your best, and why would you want to be at a disadvantage, uh, which you would be on a two stroke? And uh, thanks to the AMA rules for that, for 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 starting it and getting it that going, but. Uh, just the way I feel out there. Uh, I've been unfairly portrayed. I've been unfairly portrayed, tits, as someone who doesn't like two strokes. Do you even know the difference between a two stroke and a four stroke? Sure. Okay. Tomo wants to know if you guys know what Kawasaki's reaction was to the FMF billboard that got put up at the Cowie test track. Yeah, did you see that, JT, on Twitter? Yeah, I thought it was awesome, actually. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. I'm sure that they were thrilled about it. Not that you have Twitter, JT, but I know you follow Twitter. Um, uh, I... Th- what, that's awesome. I mean, I, I I think even Mitch would laugh. Seriously. Okay. JT, don't you think? Don't you think Mitch would laugh? And yeah, like, I just thought it, I thought it was genius. To yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, Mitch is probably like you know laughing out of the side of his mouth, kind of bitter. But yeah, I, I thought it was genius marketing by whoever's idea that was. That was really cool. I'm sure. I mean, obviously, they won it. They won a championship last year with Kawasaki or two two championships. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they feel a little, you know, they're a little upset. Probably they don't have those guys anymore, but uh, definitely different conditions than normal. I'll defer till after next weekend. Really? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not in the, I'm not in the Yamaha JGR. Yeah, you know, I know. Neither am I. I have no idea. No, neither am I, but that's not the idea of a show. <laughs> the, when you have political shows about, you know, those guys aren't in the White House with Obama. There. Okay, well, I have a problem here. I'm not a big fan of the Yamaha, but I'm sponsored by JGR. So that's about as good as you're going to get from me. <laughs> well, at least I admire your honesty. <laughs> Will Mitch run a 450 bike next year? Will he ride it? No. So he's not going to run a 450 bike? No, he might sponsor somebody on one, but I, I highly doubt you see Mitch Payton out there next year on a 450. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, like Tickle? Yeah, obviously Mitch isn't going to ride the bike. Is he going to put on an effort, a 450 effort? I don't know. I never know with you, Tits. You're, you're really not that informed on the sport. So. Wow. Wow. Jeez. You're really not informed wow. on the sport. He doesn't even he doesn't read Razorhead or anything. He's not even aware that Mitch is paralyzed. Yeah. He brings a lot to the show. There's no denying There's that. There's no doubt. There's no doubt he brings a lot to the show. But then with all the good comes the bad. It's like, it's like having cancer. 
Wow. Oh, wow. I get carried away. Yeah, that's no, I got I got silly there. Uh, that's <laughs> There's not, not a lot of good that comes with cancer. I was going to say that. <laughs> that. That was, yeah, that was not good. JT, you've known Kenny as long as I have. Yep, I used to not like him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> is there uh is there any way to try to figure out what what is in the mind of K Dub? There is nope. is there? Nope. nope. <laughs> you never know what that guy. No. His do. mind is a vortex. There is no <laughs> telling what's coming out, what he will say next, what he will do next. No, no the you're, show you're wasting your time. That's what we do on the show. Yeah, make dreams come we, true. We make we wrong the rights. No, we write the, the, the wrongs. <laughs> that was my, we, we, we do we wrong the rights that as well. Well, we do wrong the rights. There's right. the, there is that. Uh, I just see without Kenny here. Sometimes I just turn into him. Yeah, it's like osmosis. Target practice, baby. Only this is, I'm not the shooter. I'm the bullet, biatch. <laughs> Moser, how awesome was that, biatch? It's pretty awesome, biatch. It's it's one of my favorite clips, just because. Peter Tits is always so monotone, calm, cool, collective, very little variance in his delivery, and he just went off the charts with that. Loved it. Anytime he anytime he reads anything, he puts a lot of enthusiasm in if he's reading a tweet at Twits, but What's a, what's a tweet at, at Twits? Twits? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, fuck you. <laughs> Man, can you come up with a couple eight-year-old jokes to redeem yourself uh, right now? <laughs> um, all right, so moving on to show 86. Um, we got K-Dub on Hanny's Daytona track cutting, which it was a great um, explanation by K-Dub because he attempts at first to try to make it justified in that he just wants to win, man. He just wants to go forward, but nobody on the show was buying it. Even Partridge was in there cracking up about it, so... He kind of gave it up, and he's like, yeah, what do you do? He got caught. <laughs> These are televised events. I mean, to think that anyone's going to get away with cutting is ludicrous. I mean, JT got a picture of him cutting the track via email, blatantly cutting the track, So, and he got a fine for it. So, I mean, you can't get away with these things. A blatant photo of him cutting the track with the number 12 on his bike. Green Suzuki. <laughs> right. Um, then uh, later on, we've got uh, – Chiz on the phone, and Mathis brings up uh, how awesome it is that uh, Reedy lets him ride at his house after what happened in SLC 09, and all the while, Watson's in the background trying to make it very uncomfortable for Chiz, uh, which was, of course, comedy on the show. Mathis loves to bring up the uncomfortable uh, subjects, which makes for great radio. Um, You know, it's part of life, right? Yeah, and then something that could have become very uh, uncomfortable was later in the show when Weimer's on and he explains how he saw Nick Ways being above his Franks with his indie crash. As soon as you say that, I immediately picture uh, there's something about Mary with Ben Stiller in the bathroom with the whole zipper incident. I like, ugh, it makes any man cringe. Show 86. The what, when he cut the track? Yeah, the re- I'm rewinding a little bit. Uh, this, there's no excuse for it at all. Um, he did what he had to do out of frustration. He, you know, it's just one of those things. And, you know, if he, he admitted to it and he said, yeah, he did it. And, and, you know, he was so far back. He was just, you know, at one, one, one side of me is saying, and that's, that was really bonehead stupid. The other side is like, I got to like his passion where he wants to do anything he can to qualify. 
So that's the way I look at it, and that's kind of a page out of Tony Alessi. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the best part about it was they showed him riding down the side of the track, and they're like, oh, and Josh Hansen goes off the track. And then not even 30 seconds later, Emig's all in. And Hanson's in fourth, and I'm all, what the heck? So I rewound it, and you see him sitting outside the track. I just, I mean, it's funny, but, I mean, it's cheating. It's, it's, it's Okay, a, like, take the call. Thanks, guys. Have a good show. Thank you. Yeah, kill yourself. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad that, you know, you, you and Chad have kind of buried whatever was going on there, and he's, he's welcomed you onto the track. Uh, as far as yep. I know, you know, with all welcome ar- open arms, I guess. Do you want to talk about that a little bit and how classy that was of him to do that? Because... You know, as he twittered one time, you know, if I let Chiz on, I could, I could get anybody on or something. <laughs> well, what yeah, happened? Yeah. What, what, what was, what was, what happened? Why? Uh, why Salt Lake have... City, two thousand and nine. Oh yeah, when uh, Chiz, Chiz took him out. I took it. <laughs> oh, I took him off the berm on the ground. Uh, why'd you do that? <laughs> why'd you do that? Why you got to go I, that way? I, I, I don't know. I just, I missed the breaks. I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, right. that's, a, that's. Did that come from the team manager? <laughs> uh, I don't. Come on, I don't want to talk about old stuff. Come on, guys. No, listen, I, I, we don't. Yeah, we don't need. But just talk about how. It's hey, cool just so to, you know, Chiz, I would never bring that up. But Steve just pushed a piece of paper in front of me and I said, t- "Ask him." <laughs> he, he wasn't man enough to ask. Pookie, <laughs> did you see? Pookie, did you see a piece? Do you think? Do you no ever paper. think Pookie's going to get my back over yours? Nope. Hell no. Exactly, <laughs> nope. Chiz. I did not. I uh, definitely kind of finally got the balls to do it, and uh, just kind of find the right time and That's- and you know apologize and kind of. I guess ask for forgiveness and and, and move on. And apologize for missing what, your break. Didn't. Just apologize for missing yeah. the break, huh? No, hey, listen. It's, yeah, it was, that's what I'm apologizing. For. It was super cool. <laughs> I, I just I, the only reason I bring this up, I don't want to make it uncomfortable for you. It's just cool yeah. that, that he did that. That's class thing on him, his part, and I'm yeah. glad I'm glad it happened. That's all. Hey, I want to leave you at this. Oh, I, I just had here we go. I just had a thought in my head, and I'm Is not trying not to. Go? I'm not trying to bring up what happened. But I remember in Vegas that same year that happened with Chad. You were walking behind yeah. my truck, and there was some uh, yeah. dude standing behind my truck, and he walked up to you, and he's like, "Don't you f with Reed, mother!" He like he was getting in your face, a fan or what? Yeah, yeah. And he was big dude. He was a yeah. big dude, and he jumped in his face, and he's like, "I'll kill you!" And, and Chiz is like, "All right, all right." He's like walking away, and Brittany jumped right in between us and said, "F you, <laughs> f you." What's Brittany gonna do? No, Chizzy was walking away, dude, and Brittany uh, was still in front of him. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I forgot about that. I remember. Yeah, I, I remember what you're talking about. You should have got Pike because he beat your guy this weekend. Your guy, Kyle Regal, got 16th, and Pike got ninth. Yeah, that's a lot better than that's Weston. That's Weston Pike. Yeah, but he fell three times in the main event. Well, the goal is to stay up. Yeah, but there's not very many people that was. We'll respond to your text. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> there you go. Um, here's the tweet. It's in our chat room. Jake Weimer is a goon. He doesn't deserve that Monster Energy Kawasaki. All the top guys out, and he can't make the show. That's uh, that's awesome. I got a tweet that said, uh, Hey, Mathis, if winning is poor journalism, a bad diet, and a shit internet show, then, yeah, you're winning. I, I saw that. Yeah. that I, like, to me, that is just, like, that's jacked up. Like, first of all, what does your diet have to do with <laughs> Anything uh, like what? What does that have to? What? There's no relevance there at all. No, what, I know. What does that have to do with anything? Uh, like it's so I don't know. dumb. Did you see his third ball? Uh, yes, I did. I asked him to show it to me, and I was pretty blown away. His <laughs> his being above his frank, as he likes to call it. Hello, manning his position. Yep. Everything seems normal now. Everything seems all right. Oh, he came back. I didn't even see him over there. Yeah, he's a stealth. Yeah, he he's did. Like a, we made like, eye contact. He's like a ninja. Uh, hey, um, that was a quick soak. 
<laughs> as far as soaks go, yes, we had. It was, it was it a quick one, yeah. Right, Partridge, and you're gonna stick around. Yeah, you're gonna stay. All right, cool. Yeah, since he's what? been talking so much, I don't. Uh, really, I'm not a big fan of Weimer, so I don't really want to. No, that's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. No problem. Um, <laughs> Why he doesn't have a problem with you? Why don't you let it go, dude? Yeah, I'm over it. Tits, you get a lot this week. I get a lot every week. Damn straight, you do. Hey, hold on, hold on. We got a, We got a, a special. Mighty since. On a dollar to fifty-five cents, and that was brutal. Yeah. Hey, now we got it. We got it. Anyway, I'll get out of here. Bear. Hey, hey, hold on, Bear. I got, I got something really for you. Bear. I got I something for you. Bear. 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 Pump your brakes. <laughs> Pump your brakes. Bear. Bear. See that? You just couldn't shut up like every other guy with the he calls. Hung up. He did. He, hung he was up. just like, "Oh, mate, I'm done, done, mate, All right, that was Moser describing the last show, and damn you, Swiss, because you got Moser, and I don't know what he said. I got to listen now to this stupid show to make sure that he doesn't get me sued or in some sort of, of my like, trap, some sort of legal hot water. Um, right. But anyways, uh, that was Moser offering his comments. And next up, um, we're going to go to the next show, which is 87. 80, yes, 87. All right. So what happens in 87? 87 is uh, when K-Dub's phrase on if you can't take the heat in the kitchen, go into the bathroom is born. Um, there's a little bit of tension that uh, boils over from last year when there was a lot of tension between k and Pookie on suspected hookups. That comes back a little bit. Uh, Zach Osborne's in studio, or not in studio, he, he calls in, and there's uh, many innuendos made of his signing his contract with Geico, which was done at the time, but he could not talk about it, so that was pretty funny. Um, Osborne, always, Osborne always brings it. He always brings it. Yeah. Uh, I'm very surprised. Some of the showers the are guy. always good. Yeah, I'm very surprised that um, that he's as good as he as he is because I didn't know him well when he raced here first time, and uh, I met him at the USGP. He sought me out. I guess he was reading reading the stuff I was doing, and we hit it off from there. And I like to think that we created this friendship and, and we bust each other's balls all the time. But uh, he's a good guest, no doubt. Yep, I think you grow up a lot when you go that far away from the country and you. You grow up and you become more comfortable with who you are when you are away from everything you know. Kind of makes you find out who you really are, more comfortable with yourself. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then at the end, uh, Will Hans on the phone talks about a brunch that he had with Diana Dahlgren, and you were asking Pookie if brunch is the preferred first date so that you don't get raped by going out to dinner for the first date. It's a good point. And then Kate. Yeah. It is a good point, and it probably is a good tactic to use. Absolutely. Um, and then at the end, there's a Tatub telling a story where he was fishing and eating uh, glazed donuts. Thought he was eating, licking the glazed donuts off his finger, and it was all fish scales. Really disgusting. Nice one, Watson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's take a listen. Show eighty-seven. Are you into the show or no? Not really. Oh, okay. I didn't go to the race. I'm not going to be Dan Dune to sit here and pretend like I know what I'm talking about. Jeremy Albright gets more heat than you from me, and I'm just jacking around with him. So if you can't, oh. if you can't take it in the kitchen, go into the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> nailed that one. You nailed that one. You didn't want to hear about when I lined up as a pro next to Holly in Rollerball? You've told me, Steve. I did? Yeah. It was an arena cross race in Canada somewhere. How do you? You don't remember fucking what happened yesterday. How do you remember this story? What happened yesterday? See? Do you now see what happens when you leave America? Do you see what happens? Oh, my God. I knew it was coming. You, really, Pookie? What? You really throw me under the bus like I tried to call you to hook up with you? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. I did not Jesus say it like Christ. that. Jesus Christ. 
What did you say to me, Pookie, that Kenny said in the text? Uh, what's up? How, what are you doing this weekend? Yeah, and you said nothing. He said, come on over. <laughs> no, he didn't yeah. say, come on over. What, he okay. asked if I wanted to come on over. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh. Hey, why don't you... Why don't you... <laughs> hey, Pookie... Are we gonna we're gonna go there? No. Should I tell him the rest of the text? No. What, what I, okay. Oh, great! Thanks. Yeah, awesome. there you go. You hooking up with Pookie will affect this show. <laughs> don't worry about that. Don't worry about Pookie and I hooking yeah, up. Yeah, don't bud. worry about that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't have to. If you were to sign a deal for 2013, uh, would you be excited? Yeah, I'm stoked. <laughs> Bar's just been pretty much smashing it. Though. Right, he's killing it. Hey, let me ask you a question. But good bike, I bet. I bet she has a good bike. Yeah, that bike looks pretty good. Does look good. I cannot okay. believe that you freaking threw me under the bus like I was trying to oh, hook up. Oh, please, as a joke. As if we're really going to do anything. Exactly. Come right. on. It's yeah. my, best, my best friend. Whoa. Only, awesome. only in fucking Canada would the organization wear a white outfit to a motorcycle race. <laughs> Growing up, these idiots were in white Every weekend, in the mud, and by the end of the day, they look like pig pen. I think those dudes could have quoted that. Some of the guys were jumping into the face of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I know. I asked Reed. He said no. And then I asked RV, and he said, uh, yeah, if your shitty Canadian dirt wasn't so slippery. <laughs> that's what. Hey, Steve, keep playing that Van Halen, buddy. Yeah, that's what I'm talking hey, about. Gang. Yeah. Halen. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was kind of set up. I heard crap a lot about I'm not going on a date, and I kind of peer pressure in it, and it's just a brunch <laughs> just meeting more than anything. I wouldn't even call it a date. Pookie, you go, yes. you, a guy takes you to brunch? What does that mean? Uh, I don't know. I've been out of the game for a long time. Do you possibly just go for brunch because then you know that he's not good, it's not going to lead to the nighttime where he possibly could rape you? Is that maybe why you say? Is that why wow. you say brunch? Is that, is that why you take? If she suggested brunch, maybe. I went fishing one time, and we had Wenchel's donuts before. And I was eating the donuts, and we ca- I, I, we put like a mackerel, or we we're fishing for mackerel, and we used like live bait. And I put one on the thing, and I cast it out. And I look at my fingers, and I thought I had glazed like donuts on my thing, and I licked it, and it was straight fish gills, oh, like it was just like God. crusted salt. Oh. And I thought it was like sugar or something, and I licked it. Oh. And that was it. Sick. All right, here's show eighty-eight. Uh, Justin Barsha comes on. This is after his Houston meltdown, and he. Has a lot of explaining to do, a little bit of apologizing, but then at the end of the show, Vincent comes on and he says, hey, I didn't hear an apology, so until I hear an apology to my face, right. it doesn't mean anything. That's what's cool, um, about, the, how, that's what's cool about the Pulp Show is um, that the Geico guys um, asked Ju- Justin was just on the week before, right? Yes. I think he was. So the Geico guys asked to, if we could have him on again to address this situation. We all know Barsha screwed up, and it wasn't cool, but shit happens. But the Geico guys were like, hey, we want to get him on the Pulp Show to explain himself, and I feel honored that that is an outlet for these guys to explain themselves and to get right. on and to get their act, their word out. And then, of course, it's cool that the Pulp Show is such that someone told the the other guy in the incident, um, Vincent, that uh, Barsha was on the show, and so Vincent called in. That's pretty cool. Yep. Um, Howie's in studio as well. Uh, he tells a story, the story of how he lost his finger. Um, I'm sure when Howie's in studio, there's going to be plenty of other stories in there too that I'm not mentioning right now. But um, <laughs> this is when you guys had the uh, the ugly meter app going around the studio, and I pulled the clip of 
Pookie saying that k is trying to look hotter for the Ugly Meter app on his second attempt at it. <laughs> right. Great. And for the record, then, um, and for the record uh, I was not the ugliest. I, think, I, I believe Kenny or Tits were. I was better than everybody. So. Yep. Yep. Um, and one uh, clip that I like a lot, it was really funny. Uh, O'Rourke was talking about something Australian, some Australian racing thing, and Tits threw down the snore on him in the middle mm. of it. And O'Rourke is like, thanks, Tits. <laughs> yeah. That was good. You, you can make, uh, make a case that Tits would hit the snore button for American motocross talk as well. He could. Yes. He probably didn't even know he was talking about Australia. Right, right. Um, and then Vince Freeze, uh, the douche move on Leib at the two-stroke race is discussed at the end of this. And I believe Michael Leib calls in. Yeah, yeah. But, 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 but Vince has no idea why this stuff happens to him. He's all – you know, it's crazy the amount of people that want to uh, kill him. And uh, he doesn't know. He just rides around. It's weird. It's so weird. You're right, Vince. It's, it's very strange. All right, let's take a listen to uh, the, this show in, in, in all its glory, including the ugly app. Show 88. We should have the sound drop down with the sickness. Yeah. Yeah, you uh, – we don't do sound drops anymore. I guess him and Swiss nah. have decided they don't do them. You came straight from San Francisco? I did. To here? Mm-mm. Big parade this weekend? Yeah. Okay. I was actually going to support the cause. You yeah. know? What, the gay parade? Uh-huh. Yeah. You rode on one of the floats? like I did. I was waving. I was actually the Grand Marshal. That's cool. Oh, good. Barsha. We're going to have him on later. Uh, dude, have you seen all the message boards with what, what what people, the nickname people are giving him now? No, no. It's crazy, dude. What is it? People are calling him Wham Wham instead of Bam Bam. <laughs> How is Houston for you, Justin? <laughs> <laughs> great question. Um, man, Houston was going great until about the last hour of the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a real bummer. Um, you know, you came together with, with Lance Vincent and Lapper. Uh, Lance, is, was that his name? Yeah. yeah. Lance Vincent? Yeah, just uh, wasn't a good deal, you know. <laughs> I really let uh, my emotions get the best of mm-hmm. me, and, you know, I'm bummed out on that. Mostly because, you know, the fans really, right now it's pretty tough. Like, people are just, you know, they don't see every side of the story and stuff. And yeah. I just feel bad for that, you know, kind of let down my team a little bit. This is kind of, you know, our bursty incident a little bit last year so uh-huh. similar stuff you know i thought i kind of grew up from this stuff but it's you know it's really tough you know i put in you know i dedicate everything to this sport and then for that little situation to happen and then after the race freak out you know i shouldn't have did it but it's just a bummer and i was like are, are they booing at him because he cleaned me out or are they right, booing at me right, right. <laughs> uh any plans to try to smooth that over or is it sort of like hey uh, you know, don't run into me. I was lapping you type deal. Yeah, you know, I don't know really. I okay. guess they did try to go over there. Like, I guess it was him and his and his parents and a pack of people. And oh, I, wow. I, guess they, I guess they heard that, like, I wanted to fight him or something. And <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of crazy. I don't want to really fight anyone. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not really a fighter. But, yeah, I guess they got a little crazy and stuff. But I don't know. You know, it's tough to say right now. I mean, of course, I'm going to see a dude at the races and stuff. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Uh, plenty of confrontations. <laughs> I mean, I remember one time at a local race, uh, uh, you know, you know, me and another guy were battling it out, and the guy went down, and his brother came over and was just getting in my face, wanting to get oh. into it with me. I said, "Look, man, I just got off the bike. My adrenaline's throw. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, you know, g- give me, give me a half hour, and then we'll talk about it." And he wouldn't give me a half hour, and I just dotted him and just laid him out right there. So, <laughs> okay, so this is not the life so lesson. This is, yeah, the, the <laughs> yeah. wrong answer. So, that's going to be the key, as long as he can learn from it. Yeah, let's see if he does it again. Yeah. I mean, we we had the Bercy incident that I was there for. I was actually saw it. And, and, you know, and he's working with Stanton a little bit, and Stanton said he's working on controlling his feelings and working on getting it. So now, okay, so you're, you're admitted, you're, you're allowed a mistake, and it happens to everybody. Right. 
let's see what goes on. Timmy Tomaselli was my teammate, and this kid was a little redheaded guy, and, and, and he was about eight years old. He used to talk about how big he was and how much hair he had, pubes and all that stuff. And uh, we, we, he came in, we exchanged the bike, they put gas on the thing. He took off before they tightened the gas cap. He rides all the way around the international track. Was it a they, team race? Yeah, it was a team race. Was it Dunestown? No, it wasn't Dunestown, but he got he got over, and all of a sudden we just see him pull off the track and pull his pants down to his boots, and we all run over them. The nurses over there pouring water because gas got on his uh, you know on his genitals there, and it was burning so bad. And we all went over there, and he was a bald eagle, and it was small and everything, and we teased him for the rest of that. Maybe I'll pass on the stand-up jet ski. Make him take his shirt off, get out there, work hey. out a little bit in the water. Hey, don't, you don't want any part of me on a stand-up. I got skills. Uh, favorite Van Halen singer, David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar? I'd say David Lee Roth. Get out. Yeah! Sorry. Get out. <laughs> Barsha did say some unkind things in the heat of the moment, but... Uh, uh, well, I don't doubt it. He, yeah, he also I, roosted his shit out of the winner, right, the master crew, right, the, the downrider. If you don't see the NBA... The Major League Baseball, the NFL, they don't slap down the fines that night of the thing. Mm -hmm. They go back, they review, they talk to all the parties involved. I think there should be a committee of five people. Mm -hmm. one, the, one of the five should be a journalist, an AMA official, an FIM official, a former writer, and a neutral party. Yeah. And, and everybody's got to agree. And then you levy out what the fines are. I, I think that the fine, I, I think the fines are, are, are just up. It's that, yeah. you know, without looking at there's not the a lot tape, of consistency. No, no, and, no. And, and, and there needs to be that. I, I think when I lost my finger, yeah, my, my middle finger, um, I, I'll never forget it. Steve Schmidt, um, you know, I wanted to go out to Indian news with him and, and race. And my dad didn't want me to go, man. I was like 12 or 13. He goes, now nah, you should like, come on, dad, let me go. You mm -hmm. know? And, and I went out there, and uh, it was before practicing. You know, I used to get on the bike 6.30 in the morning and went over to the International. We were racing on the Shadow Glen that day. But I just wanted to go over there, and I just had on a gloves, T-shirt, my oh, pants. It was cold. Trouble. And I was going down a straightaway on an 85. And back then, they used to cut out where the sprockets went, you know, so you could change it easy yep. without taking off the mag side and everything. And uh, went into a corner. My, my, my pant leg was was caught in the, in the counter shaft sprocket. And I couldn't put my foot down. And there was a left-hander coming. And there was a, a wall, a berm. And I reached down. As soon as I reached down, I didn't know I did it because yeah. my hands were frozen. Yeah, it was yeah. really cold. And just, yeah, I, I just felt some. And then I, I kept riding. And then I was looking. And I saw this blood. And I went, and I looked. And I went, ah. Oh, yeah. My finger's gone. If I wasn't in the pain that I was in on the ground right there on the mm -hmm. track, I'd have probably done something stupid too. Right. But I didn't even stand up at the time. But afterwards uh, in the pits, uh, I went over to his rig and to try to find him, talk to him about it. But uh, I guess a shit ton of people followed me, but I didn't even know that. And I was just yeah. going over there to confront him about that because of, of what he said on the track. Yeah, he but, and he wasn't there. He said he just heard that you had brought a posse of people. But to be clear, it was you and your mom and your dad. Yeah. Yeah. But And I guess a bunch of other people that I don't even know. Right, like, right, yeah. Yeah, because they probably wanted to see the, the, the fight go on. Um, it's like a high school. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Hey, but you know what he did say? He said that uh, you were, he was behind you for like a lap before that trying to pass you, and you weren't moving over for the blue flag. He said he was behind you for a while. I seen the blue flag, but I kept checking over my shoulder and never seen his wheel or anything that close. Mm -hmm. When I was battling with Keaters, I'm not just going to drop. I'm in 11th place. I'm not just going to drop and uh, let the race in for me. Right. Because I'm going to be passed by the lapper but, or uh -huh. by the leader. But other than that, I'm going to race until it 
still has to be a checkered flag. I mean, I'm doing the same thing he's doing. He's just going at a better pace than I am. Right. Are you okay from the crash? I mean, obviously. What was your injuries? Yeah. Like, what you happened right? to you? You all right? Yeah, I was coughing up blood and stuff, so they made me go get an x-ray of my ribs and my lung. But they x-rayed everything, and they said I just bruised my lung and bruised my uh, my ribs. So nothing's broken. I'm just, you know, super sore. I don't care who it is. If anyone tells me that they're going to beat the F out of me, I'm going to find out what's going to happen. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, yeah. I'm not like no one else. Like, they'll back down just because he's Justin Bush. It's not like that. I, don't, right. I look at everybody the same. And that was... uh. That was a great phone call from JT. He he was texting me saying, "Hey, call us. It's it's good. It's awesome. That wasn't good or or awesome, <laughs> right? I mean, it's kind of a cluster F. They know that I'm not shy on the microphone, which it's I guess it's hard to come by a girl that can um, you know do a decent job on the microphone. So yeah, that's that's good looking. That's good looking, and that could talk on a microphone and chew gum and walk at the same time. That is very very hard to find. Yes, it is. <laughs> Oh, wow. Don't be bummed, Justin. I'm like, you're already the East Coast champion, so just keep your head up. I could, I wish I could have done something extra, but it was just because we were on the podium. Like, I could, I mean, I can't I bet you could have. I bet you could have. I bet you could have really taken care of him that night. Wow. Make him feel a lot better. I don't know, I don't know what, what you guys are talking about. Yeah, I'll get my head out of the gutter. 62 for Kenny on the on the ugly meter. Yeah, he demanded a redo. And he got 62? <laughs> I'm taking his picture. You can just see him trying to look better looking. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to look hotter. Yeah, he's nine points higher now. Oh, well, who knew? Uh, this ugly app, good times for everybody. It's very go, go, scientific. Go. Oh, it is. App. Oh, for oh, sure, yeah. yeah. Brad Anderson, the English uh, UK motocross champ. He came in. He got second. Yeah, thanks, Ted. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't agree with that, by the way. Brad Anderson got second. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> Yeah, he got to say, I think Tits was going to stop using sound drops. I think that was part of their agreement. No, he only wants to stop using sound drops when they're cool and convenient. But when they yeah, uh, when they interrupt cool, the flow, both cool and convenient. Do you think Vince Chad. Freeze will be punished by his team for his altercation? I don't know. I, have you, do you know anything about this? We didn't really talk about him it. and Michael Lee got into it. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, like I said, did you see my tweet before the show started? Yes. Vince Freeze gave an interview and gave his side of the story to uh-huh. Motocross Action. But guess what, Vince? You've been such a douchebag to so many people over the years on the track that no one's going to believe you even if you told the truth. Okay, and here we go with show number 89. Uh, the beginning of the show starts with, hey, the pilot is getting picked up. We're doing this. We get to order the Lambos. Because they told me um, it did. They told me it was. I didn't, I didn't make this up. And then uh, you make a big stink about not getting some orange wristband. I believe this is after New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was not. Yep, that was not cool. Not cool at all. There was that secret room. And there are a lot of douchebags that had orange wristbands. So mm-hmm. take that as you, you know, maybe that speaks for itself. But anyways, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not good. Fun party, though. Great yeah, time. Great time. Even though you didn't get into the, the food room. Right. Um, and then there's uh, Eddie Ray comes on, and he tells the silencer fight story firsthand. Good one, right? Yeah. And uh, JT is, I believe, telling the story of how Farachi didn't know Lamson's last name. <laughs> Lamson. Or Lamps- Lamson's Lampskin? first name, I guess. He called him Lance. Oh, that's, yeah, Lance Lamson. Right. Yeah. And then Big Nasty, uh, you explain how Big Nasty has a theory on bottling to where you can bottle somebody and it won't hurt them. Yes, if you hit them specifically in one part of their head, it's fine. 
I don't know. I just I, if you're a fan of the show, you know that my dream is to bottle someone like in the movies. And uh, I've usually never, JT. Well, yeah, he's around when we're drinking. So um, I tried right. one time in Paris to bottle him. I chased him after. I broke a bottle and broke a Corona bottle on a on a on a concrete uh, um, pillar, and it broke exactly like in the movies where it was all jagged on one end. And so then I wanted to like bottle him again, and it didn't work. So, <laughs> oh well, one of these days my dream will I will get, I will get to do my dream, and then maybe I'll you'll hear about me in jail. So everybody um, now has a dream. Exactly. All right, let's take a listen. Show eighty nine. I saw RV Grant and Alessi, and I, I I twittered it too. I said, "Are we at New Orleans or the mini O's in two thousand and two? Yeah, you know. And <laughs> but I said the same thing to Tony. You know what he told me? What? Yeah, but we'd be up front. <laughs> Never forget, Tony. People want to know our pilot that we filmed. What pilot? Looks like it may be getting picked up. Mav TV, folks at Lucas Oil. They want to do 13 episodes after one after each national. Which, Kenny, I mean, I know you're a big fan of the national, so that'll, Wait, work, that'll work out great. That'll work out awesome. You, you know what I was thinking? No. As soon as we sign the deal, we can go down to the Lambo dealer. Yes. See when we get like Maybe two of them. Two of them, yeah. His and hers. Did you see Langston there last night? Or oh, he's team manager of the year. Dude, he wins for sure. He's got. Oh, You know what he told me? His team motto is? He, this is what he told me when he wasn't even drunk. We don't fuck around. We buy around. That's <laughs> what he said he wants to put on the semi. <laughs> Where the fuck was my orange wristband, bro? There's some secret room, everybody. Because this there's is, a secret room. Do you want to know why you didn't? The, hold on. Oh, there's a secret room at this wow. bar. And you had to have an orange band to get in. I got a green one. Everybody had a green one, but there's orange. You orange don't want to know why? Hold those on. are those are first sponsors. Who knows what was happening in that orange room? You're not really his friend. That's well, why. JT, who was in there that didn't deserve one? <laughs> Me. <laughs> no problem, buddy. I'm glad I could help you out. Hey, Thank Mathis. you. Yep. Hey, don't be mad at me, but I had an orange wristband too. <laughs> How'd you get it? Uh, somebody from Bellray hooked me up. Actually, ridiculous. <laughs> Where'd you go, tits? Uh, I, had to go, I had to go give something to my wife. You can't leave in the middle of the show. I did. What if shit happens? What did you tell me this weekend? We were talking to Lampson, and you said the Farachi never knew his name. He didn't. He called, he, he called him Lance all year. <laughs> <laughs> not a chance. He did not know who it was. Every time, like, we'd be testing or whatever, and he, he loved Lampson for yeah, one. Right. Loved him. Yeah. So, like, you know, I, I usually went was there, like, super early for whatever reason. I would go with my mechanic, Keeley, or whatever. Well, Lance, or Lampson would show up. And you see Farachek standing out there, standing around, and Lance would pull in in his truck, and he just, hey, Lance, Lance is here. Just so excited, and everybody's just dying laughing because he doesn't know his name. How about so. uh, Nico Izzy setting the fastest time in the second practice? Dude, he was sketched, though. Like, obviously, his time was amazing. Yeah. I watched that whole lap, and I couldn't believe he didn't crash. Well, it was more like my stomach was, uh, was like, doing weird cramps and stuff from me and shut so hard like it still hurts today like if i eat my stomach expands it hurts really bad oh i got the same so yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah my stomach expands (laughs) some of the stuff mathis hears and like will text people is is unreal it's like how did this guy know this already thank you Thank you. Because he said, it's, pretty, oh, Steve. it's pretty impressive. Some of the, I'm not saying that I stuff about what everything. you just said about James right, is true. Right, I'm just right. saying some of the stuff that you find out before anyone else is pretty impressive. Thank you. Uh, I try. I got a lot of people yeah. that actually still like I, I'm not a Villapoto Poto fan right. either. But it's just like he's just doing everything too right. And it's ruining the sport. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing everything Thank too right and ruining the Thank sport. You. Uh. <laughs>
You're not supposed to after the deal we made last weekend. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, for every for every pound he loses, he can talk crap on someone. For every, you know, if he doesn't game. lose any weight, he can't talk crap about anyone until he loses at least one pound. I hope I was catching their eyes, you know, early on the East Coast, and uh, once they figured out James, um, I don't think he's coming back for. <laughs> The rest, I'm, not, I'm not for sure what he's yeah, done, yeah. but... Uh, Just move on for that one. Just move, move move on for that. I still need to go to the bathroom, so I think we should take a commercial break now. And I have it already. Oh, Pop and Mech Show, presented by BTO Sports, the show that is built around Tits' bathroom breaks. <laughs> See you in a little bit. Back in the day, me and JT, we were pretty tight. Butler Brothers, pretty tight. I saw somebody picking on JT. I saw somebody picking on Frank. I couldn't help myself. Not Frank. Yeah, not Frank. Frank's a good dude. Hey, I watched a guy hold Frank on the ground and try to kick him in the face, and that's when I lost. <laughs> so, you know, hey, I'm just looking out for my Florida. I, I'm now Florida friends. I just look out for all my friends. You know, at that time, you're young. You know, you think you're invincible. You think you can conquer the world. So, of course, I go down there. I get in a fight. What I mean, whatever you can call that. Mm-hmm. And then a month later... I go to Texas and like eight hillbillies, or I'm not going to call them, eight rednecks with cowboy hats. Dude, that's the only thing I had was a silencer, and I had to do what I had to do. Carmichael was booed. He was booed. He was loved. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's all, it all goes around. Listen, Steve, if I see you cheering for her, I will get a gun and shoot you in the face. But, but you, know where that, you know where that comes from, <laughs> don't you? So the dude asked, do you think he can win another race this year? Yes, we do. He said, will he? Not can he. He definitely can. Will he? I don't know. All right. Well, thank again, you. JT, thank you for that awesome <laughs> straddling the fence. Will he? I don't know. But I'm best at. But what can he? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, every man on the 40-man gate has a chance. If he weighs 190, what does he weigh with gear? Gear's like eight pounds or something, JT? Nine pounds? I'm not sure. The human head weighs eight pounds, but I'm not sure about gear. All right, Jerry. <laughs> I tried to bottle you good. again. You did. You almost did. Yeah. I, I saw that look in your eye. I wanted to bottle you. Then you tried to then you tried to pawn some story off of me about how you know a spot where it doesn't hurt or something. Yeah, big big nasty told me that you can bottle a human being in a certain spot on their head and the bottle and nothing happens. And yeah, he, then you proceeded to try to show me where it was. Right. So you could like just go for it. Nasty says they bottle his buddy all the time and he just stands there and if you hit it in the right spot the bottle breaks and the guy stands there. What happens about the other times? You get knocked out. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I think you should make it a, a pulp MX rule to make sure to ask Kenny if he's taking his meds before the show so he doesn't go nuts. <laughs> well, uh, I got Moser back. Moser, this one is going to sting a little bit. It's going to rehash some some rough memories for you. Um, old, old wounds. Yeah, this is uh, following Seattle. Uh, Mathis claims that JS is out at JGR and in at Suzuki. A little early on in the game, but he called that one. Um, H&H discussion of Watson and how his replacement riders only beat people who did not finish the race. It's always a tough pill to swallow. Um, Wilson's and Tomac's altercation at Seattle. Um, The sore spot for you. You get your punishment on the air from one Kenny Watson. Shorty expresses that he expected to see you storm the podium after his win, uh, but uh, for reasons I'm sure you'll elaborate on, you could not. Uh, LB talks about how if his quote-unquote supercross.com team was ever going to not race after their sponsor backing out and not paying anymore, 
Um, and Reed shaking Larry Brooks' hand after Shorty's win is a pretty big deal. So go ahead. You have the floor. What do you got to say for yourself? Well, with the help of Andrew Short, I've managed to uh, piece most of the day at Seattle back together and apparently had a really good time. Um, obviously, uh, being there, maybe not witnessing him win his first Supercross uh, was special. You know, after the race, I did get to uh, give Larry Brooks not a handshake but a hug, which uh, I do remember, as well as uh, giving Shorty a quick hug. You know, but we all have regrets in life, um, and I guess mine at this point would be that I didn't rush the podium um, to congratulate Shorty. Um, I just, the thought didn't cross my mind, to be honest, and I was probably just trying to remember where I was. But, uh, you know, I, I tried to put uh, the water under the bridge with Kenny Watson. I did the best I could. Uh, we all make mistakes, and, uh, you know, I was a little out of line, let's be honest. Show 90. James Stewart, from what I know, he's out at JGR. It's going to be announced real soon, and I think... I know everything. I think he's... I know everything. Going to ride a Suzuki? Uh... We had a great weekend. I think we finished uh, 16, 17. Yeah. And the only three guys we beat were the guys that uh, pulled off the first Grant. lap. Grant Metcalf. Grant Photo and Metcalf. Yeah. So, yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. I mean, if everyone's in job. there, anyway, if everybody's in there, we finished 19th and 20th. Stellar. <laughs> Tomac and Wilson. Dean Wilson not happy after the race uh, for Tomac's moves. Um, I saw nothing wrong with that. I thought that that was fine. That's, that's racing. I, th- I think Dean could have possibly checked up, you know, and when he realized Tomac had him. And chose not to. Let me ask you a question. If, if Dean did what Tomac did, do you think Tomac would would be pissed just like Dean is? Yes. Yeah. Because these guys are you they're know, kids. They're kids and they're racing and yeah. What Good did they say to? Uh... They just said, you know, watch it. We're watching you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if it happens again, they're going to say, "Oh, we're, we're double watching you. Oh, <laughs> we're wait. really watching you now. You know what we're going to do? <laughs> we're going to put you on probation." <laughs> And you're on super double secret probation. Dude, oh, did you see that photo of me working on Reed's bike? I put it on Twitter. No, I did see that. I that, saw that. Yeah, Preston saw. What did you What did you do? Change the filters on? No, I. I me and Chad worked extensively. Well, no, no. Here, here's the thing. You have a good point, Kenny. The bike was totally together, and I don't even know if he had a wrench in his hand. He's just standing next to the motorcycle. <laughs> I saw a camera, so I, ju- <laughs> I, tried to, I jumped in there. Congratulations yeah. on Short's win, by the way. Yeah, that was that was awesome. I was super happy for, for Short, and I knew that you'd be pumped, but too bad you were nodding out the whole race. Should I get in the bathroom for this first, Kenny? No, no, you're fine. But, right. you know, I know you really want to talk to Short tonight, and I know that this is going to be really super awesome. But you need to be penalized for your behavior this weekend. First of all, you know what you did in my truck, which was absolutely – it's like me walking – Set the stage. Tell, tell people what he did in your okay. truck. Okay. A lot of no, people – No, we don't need to say yeah. No, I no, we do. We that. do. If you're going to – hey, what, what's the saying? If you don't like it in the kitchen, go to the bathroom. Nope. Oh. That's, oh. What's, the, nope. what's the other one? What's the saying? I go my own way. If you sleep in your bed – Oh, you got to – Lay in it. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready to lay in it. Okay. Give it, give it to me, Kenny. I'm ready. So – I'm in a meeting with a very, very high executive at Dodge. First time they've ever been to a race, and it's a woman. And Mosier, about 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, walks in my truck when I'm in a meeting. In, in the Just walks in my truck like he owns the place, like he did all day long with all of his friends. Walks in my truck, in my semi-truck, into the lounge where I'm having a meeting. And goes, hey, uh, there's some guy out here that said he'll suck your blow you for, for an autograph. 
And I just looked at him, and the lady looks at me and goes, wow. This is a woman that I'm trying to do about a, a, a big business deal with for the upcoming season. And I just look at Mosher in just utter belief that he would say that. And I walk out, and I go, dude, you just screwed up big time. This is what the deal is. No Mosher call on tonight. Talk to Short. That's your penalty. Have a good night. See you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Life's been a blur since, uh, you know, I took off for the main event. It's all just kind of blending together right now. Yeah, dude, you won. Congratulations. Uh, uh, we're, I think we're everybody's happy for you. We're happy for you here on the show. Uh, um, it's, it's been a long time coming for you. And, and to top it off, it wasn't like you're in second and the leader goes off the track on the last lap or who know, like you got the whole shot and pulled away with a good battle with Kenny and you won the race straight up, fastest guy on the track. Awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, the stars did align. I mean, it was pretty cool, not going to lie. And uh, I've been on, ra- you know, in races where, you know, things didn't go my way and I felt yeah. like I was, uh, you know, I, like I could win, right. um, especially like in the lights class. But, like, dude, it was so unexpected. I haven't even been close to the podium, and then to win was uh, yeah. pretty unreal. It'll be fun to go race this weekend for sure. It's all yeah. yeah, I can't wait till the Vital MX thread starts. Shorty's a loser. He can't win again. <laughs> that's like when I was hurt you know like right. oh Honda I should get my bike to some amateur kid because I'm so horrible or I don't know it's just, that's racing you're only as good right. as your last race and right. it's a, it can be a curse and it can be a blessing right now it's a blessing so I'm just uh, yeah. taking it for what it is I thought you were going to go from the podium Mosier we did it <laughs> Mosier we did it Mosier I'm surprised he didn't like storm the podium like just right. throw himself down from the stands there's not too many people that Kenny, I think, uh, just would be quiet, like Mitch Payton's oh, one of them. Larry Brooks, Mitch Payton, and Roger Acosta, those three guys, I would just go, oh, what, what what I do? He told me, oh, Brooks wants to talk to you. I'm like, oh, shit. It's like, wait till your dad gets home. <laughs> was there ever a point when you lost your title that you weren't going racing? I mean, was it was the lowest point at all, hey, we're done? Was there ever that point? Um, no, no. I mean, dude, trust me. Probably two days before I got it worked out, mm-hmm. I was throwing the towel in. I was so done. <laughs> I mean, I had worked three months straight, and then it was like up and down and all around. You know how it goes when you're trying to do uh, sponsor stuff. And and I had, uh, I promise you, I was about ready to throw the towel in. I just couldn't freaking pull it. And, mm-hmm. But, you know, no. I mean, that that wasn't what we were after. I mean, that was only my my personal feeling, you know, just because I was over it. But I mean, no, I mean, we were, we were going to make it work no matter what, you know, and, and we had already made a commitment and there was no way we could back out. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, we were going forward no matter what. Uh, Can you talk about, or do you want to talk about what happened with the old title? Yeah, he pulled out. (laughs) He stopped paying us (laughs) straight up. All the riders were pulling over and congratulating him. I've never, ever seen that happen. You know, like when somebody wins that, that, you know, half the field is patting him on the back and, and congratulating him and, and Roxon comes up, throws his bike down, they're hugging. And yeah. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, I mean, cool as shit, but yes. it was, it was just wild. And uh, Watson, you know, who came up to Larry after the race, shook his hand. Yep. Chad, Chad Reed. Chad Reed did. said it was the hardest thing he's ever had. That to was cool. No, I mean, I think, you know, it was cool. It was just one of those things, you know, like. It's always good to see like a like a an underdog win, you know. No one thought Andrew would win. This team has been having issues, and and even Chad's respectful, you know. He, Chad's a good guy. He's not, you know. And we've had our issues, you know. We've had our ups and downs, obviously. But it's one of those things, man. Where 
where you show someone respect. I mean, where respect is due, you kind of give them respect, and it was one of those weekends for me. And that brings us to show number 91. Uh, this is after Seattle. Um, Eli comes on the show and talks about his altercation with Dean Wilson, which pretty much ruined the rest of Dean Wilson's year. Mm-hmm. Uh, could be a little bit on both of their shoulders, I guess you could say. Um, Big Nasty's in studio, and he wants, O'Rourke calls in, and he wants to know if he's from Jersey. <laughs> and then uh, I, the the funniest part of this show, is, in my opinion, is uh, somebody somebody's talking about uh, whether people ride with the front or the back of the bike. And I believe Watson starts asking Big Nasty if Sarah Price is a back-end rider because they used to date. And Big Nasty gets super bummed on him and says no, as much on the air. No, they didn't date. They uh, He just worked for him as a mechanic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe that's why. He then. just worked for Sarah as as her mechanic uh, one summer, a couple summers ago. So. Yeah, he gets super bummed and uncomfortable, and it's, yeah. it's comedy. Is he is he in um, studio for these? I don't. Or is he on the phone? He was. What's in, that? Is he is he in studio or on the phone? Because he was a few times in studio. Yeah, that time he was in studio. I, yeah. I believe. Don, yeah, Donk was with him. All right. Love me some now. Um, okay. And then Hales calls in, and uh, K-Dub asks if she is Dean Wilson. Pretty funny. Yeah. Well, Hales uh, scoops, aka scoops. Uh, Never, never doesn't do much at the show now anymore. I guess I can't blame her. So let's take a listen. Well, hey, what? with Watson out, maybe O'Rourke and Hills will live on undeterred. Perhaps. Show 91. If we were in a war together, I'd be carrying you out of the bushes of Nam on my back. Uh, if we were in a war, I would try to carry you out. <laughs> with uh, James Stewart and the JGR guys, you know. We know you know. No, I, honestly, they were asking me if I knew anything. I'm like, you guys, you guys are asking me? <laughs> I don't even, I don't even, they don't even get along. Like, what are you asking me for? Pre-gun underwear, Rockford, Fosgate, uh, Tech One Designs. Kenny may or may not just have quit the show. I'm not sure he just left. Well, in that, in that finish line corner where Dean put that first pass on me, you know, when you watch it on TV, it, it doesn't look that bad. You know, I kind of checked up and kind of actually chickened out a little bit. I almost, like, rode over that tough block. But mm-hmm. And then I passed him. I know we went past each other, like, once or twice. And once I passed him clean, like, twice... Because we did that sweet nose wheelie into that corner. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. And then the next time I passed him over that triple, you know, and then, then he dive-bombed me in that next corner. So, I mean, I could have probably stayed on the track and got slammed by him and went to the hay bales and crashed, but I kind of I was lucky enough to jump off the track and then, uh, you know, get back on. That was even more lucky, I think, yeah. for those boards and you know how that, that goes. little lift yeah. to be there to go over that hay bale. So. Yep. And then after that, I was just I was pissed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I was going to go after him. And then, so going back to that corner after the finish line, I was like, all right, I'm going to do it here. Mm-hmm. And so I dove to the inside, and, and I gassed it early. And you can see it. Like, I hook up more than I was anticipating. Yeah. And I still wanted to block past him, but yeah. I didn't want to absolutely kill the guy like that, you know? So yeah. You can tell it, it was, off. I mean, I, I wanted to be aggressive back to him, but I didn't want it to be terrible like that, you know? Yeah, I even I spoke to Mr. But you, you can also say, though, that, he could have let off or felt me, Absolutely. too, so, I mean, you can look at it both ways like that. Hey, is Rourke from New Jersey? Oh, that's a lovely really? accent. He's from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a Wasso education right there, folks. Uh, like Nick Way, he's more of a front-end guy opposed to maybe, like, a Carmichael, I feel like may have been more of a back-end guy, or like a Villapoto. Oh, he was a back-end guy. So you put right? them both on the same bike. Sarah Priced, how is she? Is she a back-end rider? <laughs> 
What kind of rider is she being nasty? Come on, Nancy. Come on. What kind of rider was she? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, man. That was a while ago. Oh, oh. man. How about, she, you don't know how. I thought you'd have her set up down. <laughs> hey, she, oh, did she was PC. All around. Oh, really? Are you yeah. blushing? I just. Hey, righty tighty. your face red? I just put the bolts on. Why is your face red? You guys are super lame oh, right now. That's awesome. Super lame or super funny? Super lame. There are Pulp Maiden fans. Those speed metal guitar riffs will melt your face. And I have yet to hear any Maiden fan argue about which version of the band was better. There's no divide in the fans of our band. The opinion is unanimous. Maiden will melt your face. Dude, I'm not going to lie to you. I've never even... I've listened to Van Halen, but I would not be able to pick Van Halen out of the crowd. Thank you. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Are they going to try and fill in for Jimmy Dakotas on Psycho Honda? No, Jimmy's not... No, Dakotas is... They'll just have four Hey, how's your shoulder? My shoulder? Yeah. Is this Dean Wilson? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Hales. Uh, yeah, no problem. See ya. That was Dean, dude. Don't lie. Hey, were you guys around when David raced when his dad was his riding coach? No. Nope. Oh, that was yeah. something to see. Did, was it your dad? They used to give you, like, signals? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, picture Anaheim. Picture Anaheim. And his dad was, like, you know when you go to Anaheim, you come out of the tunnel, and then they have that big the section where everyone's up way high? I remember seeing David on the line, and we were, we were next to him, and... He was looking up at his dad, and his dad was giving these crazy signals. Baseball signs. I was like, what's going on? And David's like third. grabbing his visor, like shaking his head, like, all right, I got it, I got it. What does signs mean? Fucking win, motherfucker. <laughs> well. Yeah, we do want to thank Lucas Oil. For what? <laughs> for nothing. For wasting our time. Thank you. Yeah, our pilot. Uh, it, our pilot got kiboshed. Steve's going to sugarcoat it. it was they pic- said we're on, but we're off. So They said we're on, and then they changed the terms of the deal, and we said no. So that was that's basically how it went down. Okay, and well, I was and I was gonna say no to them. I wanted to call you first, but I'm glad you're on the same boat as me. And, well, and same boat, same boat, or same page. Same boat. Okay, well, since we're on the same boat, yeah. I want to thank all those dudes that came out here and and put their time and energy into. Too bad it didn't work out. We'll see what happens down the road. But you know what? Thank you for the opportunity. But I canceled you know, my Lambo. It's yeah. We're gonna put the put the Lambo on layaway. And uh, yeah. thank you guys for the opportunity. But hey. Didn't work out for a reason, and uh, NBC, yeah. here we come. Yeah, exactly. And here we are with this, the yearly special Vegas show. A um, bunch of people in studio, Ping and JT for two. Um, Ping and JT are both mesmerized by the weed wrestling tapes that are playing on the big screen in the lion's den. Mm-hmm. Um, JT tells his uh, Vegas J-Law party story, which is really good. And, 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 uh, you, and the parts he left out that he didn't tell were even better. <laughs> uh, you tell your story of getting pinched out of the shift hot tub ad with Fro mm-hmm. yeah. for your Vegas story. Um, I believe you asked Moser when he calls in about this, about Moser going up to Williamson in the mechanics area at Seattle and asking him if he does the P90X. Yeah, classic. Which is awesome. The best um, part was that Williamson thought it was a, that Swiss Corps guy. Yeah. Right. The rate move happens on the big screen, and everybody in studio is just dumbfounded by what they see on it. Did you ever see the rate um, move? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm affected for life. He thinks it's cool. That's what's awesome. Why can't legitimately... Yeah, he sees nothing wrong with no. it. No, no. 
fine for him. Um, and then Ping uh, calls Williamson a doucher because Ping uh, kind of prematurely said that he knew what was up with RV's knee before it was really public, and mm-hmm. Williamson's was like, what do, you, what do you think you are, a doctor or something? And he was right. So He was right. He felt justified. Ping was right, yep. yep. He, he felt justified in calling him a doucher. And then um, Ping uh, claims that Brittany Chizzy probably knows every rider's penis size um, but he was insinuating that she knew just from gossip, not from actual. Yeah, from like um, chicks talking to each obviously. other, right? Yeah, chicks talking to each right. other, right? Yeah, there's plenty. There's a lot of good clips in this show, but that's the the just. All right, let's take a listen. Show ninety two. Now a Supercross Banquet Award winner, next to his title, Kenny Watson. K Dub, what's up? Just uh, living the life, dude. Living the life That's as a, an award winner. I feel like I'm finally in the company where I belong, you know, with, uh, with, yeah. the, with the icons of the sport, as you say. After practice, he went over to the monster pool in full gear to talk to the monster chick that he's trying to get with. We have photos. I'm hoping I'll be back on, on the bike by August. I'm hoping. Oh, okay. Like, one of my questions for you, for real, was going to be, are you ever going to race again? Because, I mean, your injury was really serious. But no doubt about mm-hmm. it, you're getting back on a bike and you, and you want to race. Yeah, I mean, right now that's the way I feel. I want to, I want to be, how can I say? I want to be honest with myself, and I'm going to give myself a couple months of of training and everything before I get back on the bike. And right. I, I got released to start training real light right now, mm-hmm. and I've been trying to do what I can. I've just been kind of um, having some issues with some headaches just from hitting my head so hard. So it's been yeah. kind of hard for me to train um, as much as I would like. Mm-hmm. Um. But other than that, everything's going pretty good. So I think by the time August rolls around, I should be pretty fit and ready to go when I get back on the bike. And uh, I want to ride and, and go through the motions and do everything I know that I need to do in order to be competitive. And yep. and I think that's the best way I can give myself that true true feel if I feel like I still want to race or if I still like I'm competitive and, and stuff like that. So um, um, it's kind of hard for me to answer that question without before yeah, that time right right but uh yeah but in your heart and in your mind you, you know you want to get to where you were at so um that's yeah. that's crazy though You're i feel still... like there's i feel like there's still stuff out there for me mm-hmm. to prove especially in the big bike class like um the first couple races obviously did not go what i planned and mm-hmm. i put a lot of work in and i felt like la in my heat i really started kind of turning it around to being where i needed to be and I want to, like, I think a lot of people think that I'm over it and, like, I'm going to hang it up after this because it was pretty serious. Right. And um, I'm not really the type of person that like to have people where they're right. I'd like to go out and prove a lot of people wrong. So that's mm-hmm. kind of my feeling where I'm at. And I not only do I want to do it that reason, but I want to do it for myself. Like, I right. love it, and this is yeah, nobody wants to what go, I do. Nobody wants to go out the way you did. You know what I mean? No racer wants that. No, so. no exactly. I don't want to. I'm not the type to give up, so I don't want to just give up. Like, if that means I get back on my bike and I remember my heat race, I remember all that going up to the main event. I remember sitting on the line for the main event and then being home three <laughs> weeks later. When he does hang it up, just totally stepping and be successful as anything in the industry, you know, like he, he's personable and, and, like, deals with riders and, like. No, I don't. No? No. Okay. I go <laughs> Walmart. Yep. Chipotle? McDonald's. You like that? Probably Chipotle because I know he likes Chipotle. Yeah. Uh, please tell me you, you remember the 98 Minios. Please. Is that where you I lost? Do remember is that, that where you lost? That's where we lost two motos all week. And that's where you were runner up. <laughs> you didn't get your I, award. I, I didn't get the golden ranch. Still, yeah. still never won an award, huh? 
Uh, thanks, uh, Ryan Morris coming on. And uh, say it, good guy, good guy. What? I can't say that. That's uh, what you say about everyone. No, I good, don't. No, that's a good guy, no, right? Good guy, the sport. Good guy, the sport. Great guy. Great guy. Great guy. Hey, uh, but hey, straight up. I mean, really good. Dude. I don't say that for everybody. Do I tits? Yeah. Mm, I think most people. Of course, right. I don't think that you'd have douchebags on the show that you would normally just be like, oh, I can't stand that guy. If the guy's a douchebag, I'm not. I don't want him on the show for sure. So I don't think I said I, great guy about Jason Ellis. I don't know. After but I took a verbal beating for an hour. Most people, when you say that, they actually are. It's not like they're just. Let's talk. Let's call Timmy that. Ferry. I mean, there, there's a great guy. <laughs> I mean, there's a. Oh, we're gonna have a contest for JT's helmet. Um, really, guy? What? Guy? Really? Crumping up? Really? Hey, throw it away, guy. So the Basslands don't eat the bag. <sighs> if anybody wants to apply for a co-hosting job you can on the have Pompa it. Mech Show, you can have it. Please apply send here. resumes. Please send resumes in. You can have it. What? Hey, Swingster, Coop's still mad at me. He thought I shot paintballs at his water truck. <laughs> I seen him this weekend. He's still pissed. <laughs> He's like, I know he that was did, you, Watson. Dude. I go, dude, you it wasn't me. You had to do that. No, it I wasn't. Know you did. No, wait a dude, second. It was you, wait a second, You're Watson. You're the only asshole that would do it. You, Watson, you said you did some of it, I think. I, know I didn't I, do nothing. Dude, bullshit, Swink. <laughs> me and Kenny got in a fight off the road, a road rage thing, jumped out of the car. Me and Kenny were the only ones that jumped out of the car. <laughs> Kenny started punching the guy. In what? The through the window. I'm an innovator, bro. <laughs> I turned around because there was yeah, like two. And I was right there and throwing... Haymakers, too. Hey, Swingster, then, if you remember the story, dude, we had a car with like six guys in it. And remember, the guy that we even <laughs> caused the whole thing's like, let's get him. And me and Swinker are the first ones out. And I look by me and Swink, get done. We turn around. And he's like, those fucking pussies. What's wrong? We're, and Swink got in the car. Go, and he was saying, he was Swink was like, time. dude, if we would have got beat up, I would have came back. And if I was still able to, I would have kicked <laughs> all your guys' ass. Everybody down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, right, right on, Brian. Well, I'm happy to hear everything's good, man. Say hi to your mom. And uh, I'll, I'll get a hold of you, buddy. Thanks, Hello, man. Thanks, man. KTM's Ken Roxy, man. Good guy. Good guy. Good guy. Um, <laughs> I can't wait till you get off the phone and go, that guy's a dick. <laughs> Might do it later in a little bit here. Did you deal with Whitelock much? I, I, mean, I kind of. a goggle I, guy, but I think Dan or. I, 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 no, I, I tried to deal with him, but every time I went in there, he was eating donuts. and He was just a fucking idiot. Congratulations, Watson, to the Innovation Award. Wasn't that? Well, no, what'd you get? Hey, what'd dude, get? check this out, bro. <laughs> he, he, he has a trophy. This right. is this dude. is what this you know. It's two. You know, we have two things in common, bro. We're both you know winners at the banquet. We're both knocking down awards. Yep, we're, we're taking home the hardware, and we're both taking the summer off. You know, you want the rider to be like, "Hey, Rick, thank you for the motor. Kaipo, thank you for suspension." You know what I mean? That's that's cool. I like that. Or you could be like Chad Reed yeah. and give everybody on the team a bonus check except for me. So you could do that too. Opening ceremonies was not on live TV, so I'm good, bro. Bro. Don't let's get something straight, dude. Don't bro me. He won an award for innovation. <laughs> dude, bro. we're on the same team here, dude. We collect hardware. Quit it. Sorry. Okay. All right. I guess I RV, don't I he's don't starting, want to exercise. RV. I don't want to exercise. You're right. All right. Dude, you got a freaking lithical trainer downstairs that you don't even go on. I like going on the outdoors. <laughs> well, move it outside. <laughs> Angry listener of uh, the show. Angry industry listener of the show. No ways. And what was he mad about? <clears throat> Steve Sweet writing. He was mad about something that I wrote that I didn't even write. I didn't write it. and But then he tried to apologize. But then it, he tried to apologize five minutes after telling me 
that I'm a piece of shit, that nobody likes me, that I'm garbage, that he should beat me up right there. And, and he also pushed him. And then he pushed me. And then oh, Steve, really? Steve said, go ahead, right here, first shot, go ahead. I, I, no, I didn't say that. I said he is I said there's ca- tough. I knew there was cameras everywhere, and I knew no fight. I'm not a fighting dude, but I knew no fight in the casino was going to last more than a minute. And I said, swing. Dude, take a, I that, said, take that, a swing. That would be good. It couldn't last more than a minute. You'd be in trouble. <laughs> oh, whatever, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not saying that you can't fight. You're a big dude. I, I'm backing you, but... Dude, full contact cardio. Your cardio, you get tired, dude. Believe me. Mm, nah, my cardio's good. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, my cardio's good. I like the way you said that. My cardio's fine. So does anybody know what Kenny Watson looks like? And someone pick, put up a picture of Shrek. Uh, that's your 2012 Supercross champion, Ryan Villapoto. Good guy. So, dude, people in the chat room are so brutally. Someone put, hey, Kenny, tell everyone about your chick that's about to have an ugly, your ugly-ass kid. <laughs> <laughs> So that's uh, that's so you're such a class act, man. People in the yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what though? I will say I'm surprised at all the douchebags on Twitter that are like love the maiden and like a pumped on the maiden. And Why are they douchebag? Because they like maiden over Halen, Yeah. Yesterday the news came out. You and JGR parted ways. Today the news fl- news flash. You and Yoshimura Suzuki team up, and and much to my disbelief. And I think many people, you're going to be on the gate at Hangtown, man. And uh, I think that's awesome. And it's very surprising, but it's cool. Yeah, no, it, it is. I mean, it's not. You know, the thing was, uh, you know, originally when I signed up, you know, with JGR, we was planning on racing outdoors. You know, so the funny part was is that you know, everybody kept saying, you know, what I wasn't going to do. Instead of like, I'm like, dude, I haven't said anything that I wasn't racing outdoors. Like, you know, we, you know, obviously it was in a contract that we had any one of them, but it was like, you know, we got to a point where I'm like, everybody kind of saw the way the Supercross season was going, you know, I was like, ah, oh, it might not be a chance. But yeah, like when, when, you know, when all this stuff kind of broke down and, and when I talked to Corey a few weeks ago and talked to the team and, and things like that, you know, we had a conversation and then, you know, obviously one thing led to another and that's what we are today. So I don't think there is any bad blood. I think there's obviously disappointment, but I think there's disappointment that we couldn't get the job done. Like, I don't, you know, Jeremy, like I, I saw his interview, like I think he's bummed out, you know, whatnot. He's a team manager, you know, he wants to win races, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But, you know, what really goes on and what I, what's really going on, like I, I don't think there is any bad blood, you know. Right. From, not my, from my side, it's not, you know, and I think the one thing that, you know, what made this, you know, what made it okay, I, I wouldn't say okay, but it wasn't a shock because we talked about this before, I even race for the team, you know, like, and I think that's the one thing that, you know, the media didn't know, you know, people didn't know was that this conversation came up before we even came on the program. So, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, you know, obviously we wanted to make this deal happen and, and win races, but, you know, I think they understood where I was coming from. You know, I, I laid it out to the line and obviously we'll get into that, but I, I laid it out to them and just told them like, look, this is the reason why I feel like this happened why this decision needs to happen. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, I think Coach understood and Coy did also. And I think it really came to it like, well, you know, they it was more respect thing and they knew it was something that it's, it's not, it's, we're not going to win in this situation. So let's just, let's just put this deal up and, and yeah. go make it peaceful. I was never that type of guy that always needed somebody else to crash or needed something to happen to other people for me to win races. And I felt like it got to a point where this year was, it was like that. And I was just like, dude, they're not paying me to do this. After Houston, I just, you know, we had a conversation before, a couple conversations before. And after Houston, I called Corey and I was like, look, 
dude, I cannot win. I cannot win yeah. on the current situation I am. I said, the bike, I'm not saying the motorcycle is bad. I said, it obviously works for Davey. It works for other people. It just doesn't work for me. Like, it, it doesn't. I'm like, I have not said one bad thing about this bike. I said, I will not say one bad thing about this bike. I will not say a bad thing about this team because it could be me. I could find out in a few weeks that I just suck. But I'm like, <laughs> in this current situation, <clears throat> that yeah. it just does not work for me. I could ride in Yuki. And the same thing could happen. And they will find out. Is that That's I what we're going to see, right? Old. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to find I'm, out. I'm in, old. In, a, in a few <laughs> a few weeks and stuff like that, we're going right. to find out. Man, so I just want to clear a little shit up. This is Mark Balfour. We're fans short. Mathis said that I was fucking... It was because I wasn't getting paid. That's not why I'm not working for short. But that is, so... Maybe get your fucking facts straight before you talk shit on your stupid ass fucking whatever this is. I don't know because I don't listen to it because it's fucking gay anyways. So call me and get the facts straight before you fucking say shit because Larry motherfucking Brooks owes me a lot of money and I've did nothing wrong. So... Get your fucking facts straight before you talk shit. Funny that he says get my facts straight over and over. He's talking what I wrote in Seattle that Mark Valcor, who was not there for one reason or another. That's all I wrote. And then on the show, I believe, Kenny, you said that you heard he wasn't getting paid. I said I heard differently, which I did from Larry Brooks. And I heard another reason why he was not at Seattle. I don't know the whole deal. Yeah, so no, here's, might... the, here's the deal. The guy, obviously, he's not getting his uh, fucking facts straight because I said nothing about him that was negative. I said I heard a different story, and then I didn't write anything about him. And he's very upset, and I get it. He hasn't been paid. I talked to Brooks. He hasn't been paid. But guess what? They all haven't been paid. The sponsor pulled out. Guess what? They're all getting paid. They're all getting made up. Makes now, sense. The checks are rolling in. The team agreed. At, hey, we're not getting paid. We're still going to be there, Larry. We're still going to work. And they've all been taking hits. Larry's been paying us some expenses. But absolutely, they haven't been getting paid. But they all are going that to. That makes sense. I mean, I'm, like and, I said, I don't know all the so facts. So whatever. Like so he's not getting paid. He's upset. But him fucking going off on me on a voicemail and then trying to fight me on Saturday night after the race is, is just an idiot. Hey. So, yeah, so Kenny, congratulations from me. Congratulations, O'Rourke says. He says, uh, tell you to go fucking kill yourself. Yeah, sweet. Thanks. Thanks, dude. <laughs> That's sweet. Uh, James can't win for losing... But unfortunately, he can't win for winning yeah. with those people. With those people either. So the best he can do is find the thing that makes him happy and do that thing. Everybody's uh, favorite Andrew Shore fan is back. So I had the pleasure of meeting one uh, Sir Valcor at uh, San Diego Supercross. In my impression of him, uh, it's nothing like the voice message. Um, it's pretty ironic, really. Very quiet. Um, very. Um, cordial and kind and nice alcohol uh, tends to bring out the real the reality of a person don't you think well if anybody can uh attest to that i guess it would be me yeah uh, i figured i'd ask the professional on the phone yeah, at least i can say that i don't get uh angry i guess when i i drink um yeah i can't speak for him but uh i think he was a little out of line you should definitely get your ducks in a row and uh get your information from the the source before you uh, go on a rant hey eh? yeah you don't want to you don't, want to, you don't want to go on Memorex with misinformation and make yourself look like an ass. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not him right now. All right, so moving on to show number 93, um, the classic 
text from K-Dub to Mathis after Hangtown. You still think IT sucks, you asshole. Awesome. Love it. Um, JS7 comes on, talks about a ton of stuff. And then one of the things that he ended up getting a lot of crap for was riding for the Nationals for no salary from Suzuki, which is true. But if you're a JS7, uh, you can never please just about anybody any of the time. And then Pookie and K-Dub possibly boning in front of the dogs downstairs, or so Mathis fears. When you're all the way upstairs, it's really hard to tell what's going on downstairs with the dog, so we'll never really know, I guess. I can't say for certain, but I'm pretty sure there was no doggy style going on in front of the da- in front of the Bassets, rather, downstairs. Show 93. Hey, whenever you want to jump in and ask a question, don't. Yeah. Oh, wait. Shut up now. Yeah, that's, and that's when you send me the infamous text, you still think IT suck, you asshole. Yeah, that, was, <laughs> that would have been about that yeah, time. Yeah. Plus, plus probably about 18 vodka tonics. Oh, fuck, dude. That's what I heard. I heard you were in the way, guy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm racing out there too. Thirty twenty nine, JT. What happened? Uh, I, I just went too slow. You're not fair and bi- unbiased when it comes to Chad Reed. Oh, I'm gonna be now. <laughs> there will be it will be very fair and unbiased the next time I have that conversation. Trust me. Why? What happened? Is it the, no, the after, fast after the the fair and unbiased comments he made I, on I, his I, outdoor preview. Dude, I did hear that, and I was blown away that he would talk like that about you. That's all right. How did okay. you get in seated? Kenny's you, mad now. You haven't raced outdoor nationals in three years. Uh, it's not based off points or anything. I don't know. I think they give you, if you have a race, they give you one race to be in. Yeah, top, that's right. I forgot, your, I forgot is, your mom works for the AMA. I forgot. <laughs> uh, she actually wasn't even there, and there's actually a rule if you haven't raced that you get one race anyway, so. That pretty much blows but, you out of the water. Yeah, but you got to be in the top 20 to get that one break in the, from the year before. Kenny's uh, spitting pretzels. He's so mad. I, well, I call it plump. Well, plump. He meant plump. Oh, that's came out a real wrong. super original. Yay! Never heard that one before. Plump MX. <laughs> uh, please tell me now if my phone's not good enough. I don't want... You know, I, I need the innovator to tell me You know if I need to make any changes or anything during the thank you. <laughs> during thank my, you. conversation. Hey, thank you for recognizing. The booing and all that stuff, it, it doesn't really bother me. Like, yeah, you know, when you're standing up there, I, I feel like it's it's not cool to walk on the cage stage and when everybody in the stadium is looking at you and then you get booed, it's kind of kind of embarrassing a little bit. It kind of sucks, but it doesn't really bother me. Like, the only thing that bothers me is when it, it gets to my family and they try to do stuff to them. Um, but, mm-hmm. like, when I'm sitting on the gate, like, I, you know, I kind of realized that, you know, they're, they're booing me for a reason. They're booing me because, one, I'm doing something that they want me to do, like, that, I, or I'm not doing for them or whatever. Like, I understand, like, they care enough to boo at me, so they care. Yeah. You know, so it's not yeah. it's not really a, a thing where it's like, oh, dude, you know, it, it bothers me. Like, oh, man, they're booing me, you know, whatnot. Really just getting purse money, or do you have some sort of insurance plan or at least some bonuses from Suzuki? Well, I think AMA, I think they pay me bonuses. I think it's what's going on the bus. Like, <laughs> cover halfway in the flight there yeah. or whatnot. I think uh, I'm in the mean, uh, in the works of trying to get, like, a bonus system from Suzuki. Yeah. Uh, you know, hope I can have that. But as of now, like, no, I, I don't get bonuses. I don't get a purse. Ooh, that's tough. You know what it costs? To, yeah, you know what it costs to insure James Stewart for an outdoor? Like, I'm going to be openly honest with you guys. Yeah. When I call Lloyd to London, what they tell me is, hey, last time you raced outdoors, you went 24-0. So basically, you have to wear it. 
I'm gonna be. I, it's it's for like, real. It's like I gotta win nine races, I think, and it's three hundred ninety grand to insure myself. If RV was racing, how much would he have won by? Whoa. Well, we don't know. He wasn't uh, racing. He wasn't on the gate. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Probably 30, 40 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same at thing. Least, at least, at least. Hey, I don't know if you yeah, were at no. Sac. I don't know if you were there last year when he still when he won the Supercross title. Yeah, he was he- sick, you dumb fuck. Okay. Oh. All right. See you later, bro. Oh, 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 oh wow. Those are our wow. great listeners. <laughs> Bill Apoto won what three overalls last year? Won championship. You guys are asking me to win nine. And, yeah. and otherwise, I got to pay his money. It's not really worth it. So. Yeah, but he was like sick. I just... <laughs> he was fucking sick, <laughs> oh, yeah. dude. He was sick. <laughs> He's lucky that Villapoto wasn't there, you know. Well, yeah. How does our screener let that go? Dude, I don't know. What was that guy thinking? Like, Obviously, he didn't say he was going to come in and yell at uh, Villapoto no, was sick, no. dumbass. That might well, be our first uh, kind of call like that. I like it. No, yeah, I'm okay. That with guy it. was sweet. We've, we've had people come on who weren't who they said they were. You know, they, yeah. they've tricked me on that. But as far as someone in the chat room said, like that's that, Sinjin's no. dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where, where did you come up with that coming at you? Shit? I made it up, bro. Wait, you supposed to be like phrase. a radio, like a it's radio my, DJ. It's my, my catchphrase. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, give me a catchphrase. Let's get it on. Yeah, so Adam. Carolla. Adam Carolla says, "Let's get it on." Got to get you it two on. guys are homos. I wasn't doing yeah. Ivan a favor. He was doing me a favor, right. you know, and, and that's really important. You know, like, so everybody that's talking crap out there, you know, like, can go pound sand. You know, like, I asked him <laughs> to do this for me because I needed him. That's honestly why I'm doing it, yep. you know, is, is looking looking to the future. And also, I mean, I, I wanted to do something this summer that was, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't get to race, you know, the Supercross series because I got injured. I wanted to, you know, I want to race. I want to be out there. So yeah. I thought it was something cool and. You know, so far I'm having fun. So. Hey, Hot Sauce, some guy in our chat room said, I got Ivan Tedesco's goggles in 1947. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. people, are, people are funny, dude. Oh, you know who's a big fan of Hot Wait, Sauce? It's, it's funny that all of a sudden I just became the old guy. Like, I don't, I mean, last year no one ever right. said anything. I mean, all of a sudden, just one year I become the old guy. I don't, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of funny. Davalos has been racing the lights class for seven years. So if he came in when he was, but uh, hey, what, no, one good thing I'm not I'm not bald yet though. If I was bald and riding the white class. <laughs> Dude, you'll it. never be that, bald. That, they should put that in a rule book. If you're bald, you can't ride the light class. Yeah. <laughs> Someone in the chat room says, "Let Ivan speak for himself, Kenny. You dipshit." <laughs> Why do you got your head in the in the chat room? All those people in the chat room are 95 percent dildos. They wanted to do a thing with me for the great outdoors, where I'm just chilling at a cabana with like. Freaking girls feeding me grapes, and I'm watching the the races, oh, yeah, yeah. and I'm like being the, sitting in the pool, and I'm like, oh, it's almost one. The gate's about to drop. Um, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, funny shit. Uh, yeah. Can you please not select Iron Maiden songs that uh, are satanic worshiping songs? That's not sata- satanic. Six six six. Let's it's ask the religious guy. Number of the, the beast. The number of the beast. Yeah. It's how do you a feel about that? Song. I actually don't have a problem with it. You, how do you feel about that? I don't have a problem with it. He's offended. You can hear him. He doesn't like it. Your favorite caller. Ready for this? Nope. I'm out. Going home. No, you're not. No, we... Fucking don't answer his call. He, no, you can't go home, bro. We got to finish the stuff. Don't answer his fucking call else I leave. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because it's not his time. It's not his time? No. What, what does he have to say? What's he going to talk about? What are you going to talk about? I've got lots to talk He's about, especially with Kenny. I, I was, actually had a peace offering for him. Oh, he wants to offer you... He's, he's got a peace offering for he, you. He's got a fuck his peace offering. Who's more <laughs> important, this guy, this caller that does absolutely? You are you are more important than this caller. Right O'Rourke, what's your peace offering? Well, hold on. I did oh, notice. Okay. Hold on. I did notice on the last mail, Watson. I got nothing to say to that. 
<laughs> the what? What do you say, O'Rourke? Uh, I just noticed on the last Pulp and Mech show, when Kenny was talking about Swink, he said he was all about second chances. Oh, really, mate? Oh, all, okay. Oh, mate! Kenny. And so I was hoping that he may offer that to me. He has something serious to say to you. Can I, can I say it? Okay, like you know what he wants to say to you? <laughs> when Brian Swink was on... You said to Brian Swink, you said, I, everybody deserves second chances. So what about O'Rourke? Cue but some O'Rourke. sad music. I don't have any. You don't have any sad music? No. Violins or something. What about Milan? No, it's not true. That's not true. Why, why, why do you got to do like that? Why is that Sophie's choice? Why do you got to go that route? <laughs> why do you got to go that way? Come on, dude. Hang up on the caller on the guest. I mean, that's... Or on a, call back next show. You're going to be here. You're here every show. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hear the door. I didn't hear the door. He just straight up didn't even... Yeah. This might be his, his all-time anger record right here. I guarantee he's down there grabbing Tukey's butt. No doubt. <laughs> Probably a good chance of that. Not there? Missing in action. No, no, uh, no Pookie? Uh, Pookie as well, missing in action. Dogs? One dog. Jesus. Kenny's banging Pookie with the dogs watching. That's not cool. At least keep the dogs out of it. <laughs> like, what are they going to think of when they see their master? Keep the kids out. Hey. <laughs> guy show up on an XR400, all modded out. He's the underdog, <laughs> and he's doing We're something against what everyone else is doing, so. I just thought it was funny that he referenced an XR400. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're fucking weird, dude. Okay. Like, I was like, dude, his, his thing was pretty badass, dude. So, like... Yeah, yeah, no, the, the guy was good. What are you laughing at? <laughs> the, this collar. What's wrong with the collar? <laughs> oh, Pookie. Was it, maybe this is that chair. <laughs> Whoever sits in that chair... It's just a jackass to the caller. People in the chat were going like, you know, like. <laughs> Sorry, it's, funny. it's late over here, so I'll let you guys go. Thanks for putting on the show. Appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, great. Thanks, I love Steve. callers calling and just get insulted and laughed at. That's awesome. Good show. Yeah, I guess we never did get to the bottom if there was any boning going on. But uh, moving along, show number 94, uh, Mathis admits that he went to a DLR Halen concert and even brings a clip with it claims it's awful plays it and yes it is awful k-dub got kicked out of the pool for the beach boys show not very happy about it uh, this is uh one of the instances when k-dub's pretending like he doesn't like moto like he doesn't pay any attention and gets the chat room all worked up and then he comes clean and tells him that he saw everything he's been paying attention the whole time and mathis gets real worked up because he can't understand why he does it but it's always pretty good source of debate on the show um lee mccullum comes on talks about dungy leaving suzuki uh claims that he believes dungy decided that uh the day that roger said he was leaving which doesn't seem like it's that far of a stretch um ackerman comes on and throws down pretty good show not too great i do remember this being a pretty good show but not too great the uh i still can't hear a beach boy song to this day without immediately to like having an image in my head of Watson getting escorted or asked to leave from his uh, cabana. Isn't at, that weird? Like yeah, at the red rock. Yeah. Like one little part of the show and I'm the same way hearing beach boys. The first thing I think 
is later on in the show when Mathis plays with Beach Boys, and two seconds into the clip, uh, K-Dub's just like, fuck those guys. It, it was only said one time, but it, laughed, it left such a lasting impression. For a lifetime, I'll never be able to do that. And uh, <clears throat> the, uh, let's see, what's the tape you always had to hold into the tape deck? Uh, go your own way. Yep, go your Freeway. own way. Yep, exactly. Yep. And uh, when it comes to the chat room, and uh, they're very gullible. Um, you know, <laughs> Kenny could lead them on, and they were really a match made in heaven. Yeah, because Kenny Watson is not an idiot. He may act like he is sometimes, but uh, he watches all the races. He's, you know, he knows the sport may be his job, but he takes it seriously and he's educated on it. He does watch the races, unlike maybe Pingree. Show 94. I went to Van Halen last night. I couldn't help it. I bag on Dave. I bag on Dave. Alone, too. That's what's even more funny. Uh, I just thought I would. uh, Here's a little clip from it, everybody. Just listen to his voice. Just listen to his terrible voice. Really? Really? But you donated to him, so that's what makes you look just as much of an idiot as all the other 30,000 people there. Look at his voice. It's shot. Kind of hard to tell. He's talking. Whatever. He's talking. Thank you. He's talking. That's what he is. He talks the lyrics. So how was your weekend, Tits? What'd you do? Did you barbecue? I sure did. Did you do any soaking? No soaking. Oh, dude. Neither <laughs> did I. Went mountain biking. That was fun. Oh, I'm an athlete now. I wear yeah, shirts, and I'm an that, athlete. Where, where'd you oh, go? Red me. Rock? Where'd you go? Red Rock or something? I'm hardcore. Uh, yeah, kind of over by there. Oh, yeah, with yeah. the Red Rock. I'm mountain bike. The security comes up to me and tells me they're closing the pool. Everyone has to leave, and it's like 4 o'clock. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I just spent 500 bucks for this cabana. I spent about another 300 bucks on booze and food for all my friends, and you're telling me I have to leave? You know what the excuse they told me why they're shutting it down? The fucking Beach Boys were having a concert. These are your guys shutting down your pool, bro. Dude. I mean, they went at it the whole race, which was cool. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad. I'm glad I, that you could get some. That it's it's you were really concerned, and you could get some rest now. Because, dude, I I, I can I can imagine, dude, how how it is laying laying awake at night thinking about the sport and. How boring it's going to be for the spectators. Some people care about this. That's that's, that's pretty amazing. Some people care about a radio show on Mondays. (laughs) Some people care about radio shows on Mondays. Oh, man. I love this guy right here. JT's. JT. I really do. Hey, you know what? I got to come clean. I got to come clean with something right now. I try to be the hardcore, tough guy about the sport. I'm a fan. I watch the fucking. Oh. I watch the fucking race. I watched every fucking lap. I watch Baggett Aaron. I watch Ivan fall every turn. Why do you, I watch JT. Dude, it's not like when you say you didn't do it, nobody goes, "Ooh, that's so cool." No, because like nobody thinks. No, that's I awesome. just did it. I just did it. Just like, to, I felt bad. I just did it just to hear everyone just get to get the chat room all fired up I because I was reading. I'm, I just got on the chat room and people are calling me a bitch. Get a new job then <laughs> if you hate it. <laughs> Fuck those guys. <laughs> I am a fucking backpedaler, too. I'm a fucking bitch, and I'm a backpedaler, and I suck, and I'm bad for the industry. And I'm a dis- <laughs> you are bad for the industry. I'm a disgrace. But hey, let's, before but we one get, thing I am. Hobo Nick's on the line. One thing I am is a fucking innovator, so put that you in are. your fucking can and you smoke are. it. Yeah, well, we don't have a guy call in saying I'm walking across America. Wow. He was raising money for Moto. It's Steve's or- show. He can decide what he decides. Oh, see, it's Steve's oh, show. Wow. It's Steve's show. Yeah. It's, it's Steve's show. I did not endorse that comment. <laughs> My girl just hit me up and said, stop being a dick. That's very <laughs> inspiring. That's very inspiring what he's doing. Oh. Stop being a dick. 
<laughs> if See? she wanted to blow me out too when I was saying I didn't watch the race right. when we were in Havasu, I didn't. Why do you do this shit, Watson? I don't know. I think that's pretty rad what the guy's doing, but I don't think it has anything to do with what we're doing here with, with the show. But you can't discredit the guy for what he's right. doing. I mean, how many people wake up and say, fuck, I'm walking across America? Dude, I have a hard enough time walking <laughs> no to my car in the morning to drive <laughs> to, to go work. to work. <laughs> exactly. Uh, thanks to you guys. Uh, so what happens when you're so obese like me. You just have a hard time with your legs rubbing together, walking down the stairs, and you get winded by the time you get to your car. There's um, no way I could walk that far. Stewart's bike seemed to be bottoming and kicking while he was pushing it hard. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey. End of your segment, dude. End of no, your segment. No. That's fucking no. retarded, bro. He only won. Dude. What? Team tits all the way. Well, are you team tits or not? I am team tits, but dude, we got to tighten up your questions, bro. How many questions? Look at look at look how bummed he is. Oh, dude, he's so mad. You're I terrible ever. tonight. Thank you. That's old news, right? <laughs> dude, Tits, you need to go home and soak with your old lady. It'll be okay. I guess. Uh, I I was watching TV. James needs to go half a turn in on high speed, three out on the rebound. You didn't even let me finish the question. <laughs> it was gonna be about his bike setup, wasn't it? Well, I was gonna say, do you think that he's pushing it? Like, is is that the best the bike can get? Is he like literally at the limit? Or can they fix it for him? Dude, your question just got way worse. I think it did. <laughs> JT? I there's, mean, no, there's no limit to a motorcycle. You could always improve it. Always, always, okay. always. Thank you for that answer, Jason. <laughs> hey, Team tits all the way. And uh, you're out? I'm out. Everyone, thanks for uh, calling in and uh, listening to the show. Uh, I'm going to leave so you guys can talk shit on me all night. This is Dawn. Dawn. Todd. You said Don. Todd. Todd? Yeah, I think so. Is this Todd? Hello? No, this is Don Schneider. Crap! It was Don. My bad. In, in my personal opinion, this is just my own opinion, yeah. nothing official by any means, but Dungey made up his mind at Southwick the day Roger went into the bus right after he won the championship and told him he was leaving. Oh, that yeah. was it. Yeah. Yeah. It was done right then and there, and nothing was going to change that, and... And, uh, you know, if that's what he wanted to do, that's fine. That's his choice, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, but he still, But he still had to honor his – he still had a year to go on his contract, I believe, and, and mm-hmm. he needed to honor that, and he didn't want to. But they forced him to, and I think that's why he uh, he was upset. But, you know, that's business, that, that part of it. Was there tension? Was it hard? I, I, I got the sense there was. Yeah, it was tough. You know, after yeah. a while, I mean, I don't know, sometimes I didn't even want to go to the race, you know? Um, Watson's your guy yeah. for the hookup on the Rockford stuff. Hey, I'm gonna hit him up about that. Yeah, do it. Right on. All right. Hey, pretty good show tonight. Not too great. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. To be totally honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be well, totally honest. Uh, <laughs> it is Memorial Day. We're just trying to get through, bud. So <laughs> I'd still kill Bon Bon Scott because I really like Freddie Mercury. He's pretty good. Um, and he'd probably like to be loved. Yeah, he'd like to be loved. So F Freddie Mercury and then marry <laughs> Sammy. Yeah. There we go. Damn it. God, you hear us so bad. <laughs> you you <laughs> asked, bro. You asked. <laughs> Thanks, Moser, for that uh, description. And uh, show 95, it's uh, a, a good show. Jeff Ward is on um, talking Ron Lachine stories, which we can never get enough of. This one is about talking about how he empties the, em- the mini bar in the hotel rooms and still wins. Uh, Paul Lindsay comes on, talks about Bevo Forte, and, and anybody who listens to the show know that Kenny and I were not uh, fans of Bevo, and um, yeah, and, and it kind of speaks for itself. And still to this day, Bevo's not a fan uh, of what we've been saying on the show, but uh, 
I stand by what I said, and I stand by. I think Kenny would too. Um, these people in the industry sometimes either have too big of an ego, or they have uh, you know too much thought that they're too powerful. Um, I guess would be ego. Same thing. So we don't need any of that uh, in the industry. And then the IV thing is is, is a complicated. We talk about IV in this episode as well. IVs in the motorhomes. Uh, I can say with 100% certainty that it is going on in most of the motorhomes at the Nationals, um, maybe Supercrosses, but for sure Nationals. It is illegal to get an IV, but what are you going to do? Bust into the motorhomes, uh, blow a door down, um, then you have an invasion of privacy rights, and then you have uh, you know a bunch of uh, problems with um, lawsuits uh, for just barging into a motorhome. I don't know. I don't know how you stop it. I don't know how you start it, but I can tell you this. It goes on. And I can tell you this, that getting an IV is a big advantage if you ask any racer who has gotten IV how they felt before and after. They will tell you exactly how much of a help it is. And I don't know what we can do to cure it. But, um, yeah, anyways, pretty ridiculous uh, top topic uh, to get into because uh, it's like opening Pandora's box. But let's take a listen to uh, show 85, 95, and all that went down. Show 95. Titsy texts me and goes, Hey, can I stay in your room if I go? And I go, Yeah. You I said go, no. You said, I go, I go, no. no, you can't because uh, Jason Wygant's with me and we only have one bed. It, and Wygant's sleeping on the pullout sofa. You're and all, he, no, Wygant oh, will get pissed. On. And he go, no. Come and he, he texts me back, You're a dick. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I <laughs> know it's all on there it was for all, two people. It was probably all like a jealousy thing with Weed, <laughs> like trying to move in on my guy, dude. Hey, you really think that there was a pullout bed in there? Only thing that's no pull, way. Only pulling out there was doing it. It had nothing to do with the mattress. <laughs> what? The <laughs> a photographer ran across the track. I didn't. I hadn't seen any video. Uh-huh. Hadn't seen it myself because the crowd was so. Just got it from Twitter. I said a photographer ran across the track and it looks like he either hit him or he caused him to go down. That's mm-hmm. that's all I knew at the time. He texted me back. I hope it was Cox. I know that track, and I know the lines, and I know how you know those guys think, and I know Burner really well. I know so, everything. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you so quickly pass over an issue as serious as heat stroke and hydration and spend 30 minutes a week on your distaste for non-champions running a non-national number? You state, who's going to pay for that in reference to the IV? As if it's an overwhelming feat. Instead of being such a pessimist, maybe you should state this is an important topic. How can we figure out how to get it done? 80 IV setups would cost 800 to to 1000 bucks. Maybe you should also talk to the in-house innovator about how a little B2B sponsorship could be set up to pay for that cost. Ten qualified volunteers could start IVs for the whole field in well under half an hour. JT can attest to how much an IV can help, which you have, JT. There may be some diehards that remember when Moto was two 45-minute Motos barefoot uphill both ways in the snow, and they think hydration between Motos via IV is cheating or weak. So let's go back to open-face helmets and leathers. Let's keep the sport tough. Or let's simply evolve and keep our riders safe. 30 plus 2 in 100 degree Fahrenheit with 100% humidity on a beat track still requires our athletes to be some of the most fit in the world. Thank you for reading my rant. I love the show. Keep killing it. I guess you're right. I didn't think it'd be that cheap either. I think if you went to every rider and every team and said, hey, you're looking at $12,000. If they charge an extra $50 for an entry fee and say this is the reason why, like, I think you should be able to get one a weekend, and it should be in between the motos. Fifty dollars an entry fee would be way too much. Like it doesn't yeah. have to be anywhere uh, yeah. near that. I'm just saying, if it's twenty five dollars, or how many AMA memberships are, are there? I mean, take it out of take it a dollar out of every AMA membership and put it towards that. I mean, how long profit. does it, how long does it take to get an IV, JT? Ten minutes. Um, 
Yeah, if you it yeah, it depends. I mean if you get if you're gonna do it right, you probably get two bags. Um yeah, I mean no longer than twenty or thirty minutes. Just depends. It depends on how open they you know, how yeah. how wide open they turn yeah. the thing to. Can you can you you think you so you think you can get everybody done in between between motos? I just think that it needs to be addressed. Right. I think um, JT needs to when he's done racing is be the ambassador and make shit like this happen. Don't Larry, sell yourself don't, short, yeah, bud. Don't sell yourself short. Larry just sent in an email. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty short, so it's hard not to sell myself short. <laughs> hey, Matthew. Uh, they always do a great job. Just not the best conditions for me. Next but, question. You know, when you're talking. Shut up, Kenny. <laughs> that was one of his that stupid drops. drops from that was one of his drops, Jay. <laughs> that was a sound drop. I didn't show you. I didn't. <laughs> Next question. Kenneth Catton is the guy who sent it. Now, he didn't win shit. No, right. No, he, no, no. He, he just sent in this little deal. <laughs> but listen to this thing that he made for us. Kind of funny. Hey, check this out. Pink taco. What's that? Well, that that's incredibly gay. My friend, my partner, with his junk out, flopping it around. I'm not really into porn, so you cost me relationships, bro. It is freaking amazing. You cost me relationships. You know what? Shut your mouth. I don't even like you. You talk crap on me on the radio. Team Stiffy, back at it. You can't take it in the kitchen. Go into the bathroom. <laughs> like I poop my pants. <laughs> you know what? Here are the keys to your truck. I gotta go. You're out. I'm out. And with that, we're done. Good job, <laughs> Kenneth, on that. That's good. That's pretty gay. The good one was when we were at Pontiac. Um, it was a double nighter. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, a night and then a day race. Yeah. And he won. He won the night, the first night, and then uh, he cleaned his mini bar out. So then he came, we had some pizza. Then he came over to my room and knocked on the door and took everything in my mini bar. And then so Turner, Turner was like, you got to bring Dogger in the morning. So I had to go get him out of bed. Yeah. And he didn't want to ride practice, but we got it. I got him there. And then he went out and uh, won again that night. So that's, that's Dogger's style right there. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Right. Swept, swept the pond yeah. and sw- swept the mini bars and the races. Yeah, both mini bars and the races, man. Oh, I was the actual, uh, uh, I was uh, actually uh, the exact opposite. I said that I admire him and his fucking balls for skipping Canada. He could have made money in Canada this year. Former co-host of the Pulp Mech Show. No, of the Moto Show. Of the Moto Show. Turned in Pulp Mech Show. Working for Lee Uprice, uh, former owner of Team Moto World, and many other things in the industry. Paul Lindsay. Paul, what's up? Hi, am I the ninth caller? I wish you would have stayed on, and then I could have actually seen a full-blown fight with you and Kenny at some point. That would have been awesome. No. That might still happen. <laughs> LS Mania. What do you think, Kenny? You, know, you see a lot of guys say that, and then the next week they're working for a different goggle company and swearing that the other one was shit that they worked for all the oh. all along. Oh, that sounds really Big guy? So. Big guy? Uh, worked for that company for like 80 years? Yeah, sounds familiar. <laughs> I just want to let you know, um, we are three hours and five minutes into the show. For two hours. Oh, Paul did you not never like this. That's why I walked never. right there, dude. I was just telling somebody the show is painfully long. Somebody just texted me and uh, was painfully. asking me how long it was, and I was like, I don't know, it's like 27 hours or something. My, my feelings were hurt. I'm not going to lie. Are you going to come give me Crap. a hug? Yeah. <laughs> Kenny's hugging him. Kenny's hugging tits. Oh, uh, li- live nice. on the air. Oh, oh that's uh, yes, thank you. They won't do the show. Won't do the show. And she's married to Bill West, who was one of the originators of Supercross. Yeah. Small world. Yeah, all tied together. Well, Phil Lawrence porked Pingree's sister, and <laughs> and Pingree porked his sister. You want to talk about small worlds, <laughs> right? I think if you want to go down that avenue, we could be here all night. <laughs> no shit. No shit. Hey, pretty good show tonight. Not too great.
<laughs> yeah, Ackerman. That's my guy right JT, there. JT, you ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. What are you laughing at? <laughs> no, you guys are funny. All right. Sorry. I didn't mean to laugh. I, I take it back. <laughs> if I ever met a girl, I would want her to never know what a dirt bike is, let alone what I said. meet her on a motocross chat room. What, bring her to the races, maybe? Yeah, you're out there riding, and she's over there fucking blowing the guy on the fucking in the lights class. <laughs> and you come back, and she's got a free J-Law shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> Show 96. The whole chick thing in general, I mean, you know, is a joke. I mean, come on. You know, it doesn't make any sense. You can take these gals. I've told him over and over and every other, you know, little dirt bike phenom that's ever been around. You know, why wouldn't you take advantage of the situation? I mean, you you cannot you you could bring Sister Mary to the races and she's going to become one of them and she'll want to be there to be seen and then next thing you know, she's going to be all tampered with. And you know, she's not there to support you. That's just what happens. Well, you know. Yeah, there's the old, Mark, there's a saying in this industry, you don't lose your girlfriend or you lose your wife, you just lose your turn. I honestly <laughs> like yeah, yeah, and that is hey, I, I, that is on. The problem is you don't get results. See you later. You know, and the best part is you guys all do it with a smile on your face. That's my favorite part. And nobody's honest and said, listen, dude, if you don't get results, you're done-ski. It's over. Right, right. You're out. Speaking you of done They put a smile on their face. Say, it's all right, buddy. You just keep putting in the work. And then they keep that smile when they quit answering their phone and quit sending you checks. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Is RV there yelling at you? Uh, he's here, but he's not particularly yelling at me. He's kind of just yelling in general. I'll tell you what's wrong with RVs. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> that's it. I'll tell you one thing that's not wrong that's with him. Funny. Yeah, go. Fucking bank account's fucking fine. That's true. <laughs> so then he said to me, who's on the show tonight? And I told him, and I go, he goes, huh? And I go, that's a, that's a, that's a solid lineup. And he goes... It's not as solid as if I was on there. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like, really? Like, really, guy? He said to me at Hangtown, after practice, you know, we're all, like, looking at lap time yeah. and the whole thing, getting ready for the moto. And he said, you want to know what my lap time would be? <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I said, nope. I don't even care. <laughs> and then he got mad. And that was awesome. Said, oh, that was a good I'm comeback. Sorry, bro, where, where are you at on the sheet? I don't see you on here. I don't think you made the main. <laughs> like, when I go riding... As soon as the helmet comes off for the last time of the day, that's it. It's like Miller time. And I was wondering <laughs> what it's like with the pros. If it's, Same thing. You, know, they let you have a couple beers after you're riding or what the story is. Yeah, man. We, we kick back and sip Coors Lights and smoke Marlboros for sure. <laughs> um. I get a call from my dealer. And he goes, hey, I need three bikes back ASAP. They need to be re gone through, put back to stock, make them brand new again. And I said... Yeah. Okay, so what's the, what? Why is it such a fire drill? Well, I promised two of them to Timmy Ferry for Loretta Lens. Oh, I said, oh, okay, yeah, no problem. So I got top-notch Berluti on them. I know he ain't good as Mathis, but yeah. rebuild, get these things prepped out. We ship them there. Dude calls me last week. I said, hey, does Timmy like his bikes? He goes, wouldn't know. Haven't got a hold of them. He has not <laughs> returned my calls. He haven't picked up his bike. I look on the entry list this weekend for. Uh, uh, no Alabama, creep. and he's not on there. He didn't. He's not racing. I don't know what the deal is. I go. Well, I could have sold those bikes. Like it's not a problem to sell them. And he goes. 
Yeah, that guy's giving me. He's he. I don't know what his deal is. He's just blowing me off. Oh, Red Dog, you gotta. What's going on? I, I don't understand. That's not like you. Are you okay? No, Timmy's a good yeah, guy. No, I'm worried he, about he, you. I'm, I'm, I'm worried hey, about you, this guy right here. I'm worried about no, you, dude. I'm worried about you. He, he's telling. The, he is telling the truth. If Evan makes Loretta's, you're going. You'll just be there. Hanging oh out. yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm for sure in with him. I mean, it's, I mean. Well, then maybe I can work for him there. Maybe I can get, you know, try to see what I can do for that magic. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I will say this. I don't care how Mike fast that Michael Essie is going. He does not get picked for the team, and that's not my opinion. That's what I think. Hey, why don't you try? Why don't you try? Why don't you try throwing all that shit out the window <laughs> and do everything different next week? <laughs> Just to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, you, dude. you never oh, wow. know, dude. You never know. Something could come good. How? Brayton going, going back, back to, to Honda? Honda next year? I don't think so. I do. I don't. Yep, I do. All right. Why do you have an inside scoop? You know what? Just just for the record, this Kings this Kings Stanley Cup win, the first ever in their history, breaks the tie that they had with the Toronto Maple Leafs for longest franchises to not win the cup. Dude, who cares? Just, just to let yeah, you know. So now the Leafs, interesting stuff. Now the Leafs are officially the longest the, have the longest perfect. cup drought in the What's league. What's your favorite team, by the way? The Maple Leafs. So okay, I'm not bitter at all. Nope, it's cool. Great story, compelling and rich. Take mine, but I want to see their mule next to mine, and I'm going to see those two guys take theirs too because you're not taking mine. You're not taking mine. Yeah. There's so no way. Catch me first. Yeah, it's not too hard to find meet me back at my truck, but <laughs> <laughs> and it goes along with our Bevo criticism that we've had on the show here and there. Kenny and I have had. Why you got to be a dick? Why can't you just be like you know you're running things, you're in charge? Like why do you got to bark orders? Why you got to bark things at people? Why can't you just approach them in a civil manner and be like, hey guys, no mule on the track. I'm really sorry. Um, you know we can't have it out here because of this reason and this reason. Not not a week goes by that. Man, I wish it didn't work here so I'd at least have a chance at winning some of the stuff. Why? You don't. You, you can get whatever you want. All you do is ask me or Steve for it. Well, do, you want to, it? do we want to get into that? Yeah. I mean. I, I don't see what the big deal is. You don't see the big deal in asking uh-huh. for sunglasses uh-huh. from Kenny. Yep. Kenny coming through with some awesome Absolutely. Fox glasses. He sure did. And then twice. You, twice. Twice. Yep. Because one of them, the, the screw fell out, and he said he'd just get me a new pair. He did, and then turn. He, he was amazing for it, and then turn around and, and ask me six, for Oakleys. Six months later, six months, I said, "Hey, can I do this?" And I had every intention of paying, and I still do. I just, you know, why not have more than one pair of glasses? Just like when he asked for a pair of gloves, right? And he wants and some he, gloves, and he, and he pulled through and got me some awesome gloves. You got him gloves. Used them on Saturday. They were awesome. Man, it's not like I'm doing this every single week. Tits, I've had these glasses for like two years. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Oh. I've had my Oakleys for like a year. I don't know, man. You're turning into a little bit of a product whore. <laughs> I think we're all a little bit sad to see Kenny Watson leave, but probably more so none than more so none. None more so than uh, one Tits Legendary, who is going to have a much harder time getting free stuff now. Gloves, sunglasses. Um, I don't know where he's going to get that sort of product. I guess he'll probably have to chat up the uh, uh, the people that come on the show a little bit more now. Maybe, uh, I'm sure at this point, Mathis would say, maybe uh, Tits should call Aaron Kennard. Yeah, well, he uh, he's probably got a lot of industry friends. That's a good place to start. Yep. Moving along to show number 97, Mathis is getting fed up with K-Dub on his phone and asks JT when he can move to Vegas. A little bit of a more of discussion of Tits asking for free stuff, giggling and rubbing his hands together, as Mathis likes to say. Uh, Trey comes on talking about his profound African trip that he went on, which is really cool. 
Nicoletti has his own spot on the show, which Zach Osborne takes upon himself to call in and kind of make it a split segment. Yeah, he poached him. Yeah, he did. He poached him, and the the talk turns to how cool Zach is now since he's a Geico guy and he's not going to talk to Nicoletti anymore, and that's pretty funny. Um, And then Nicoletti lets on that Tony Alessi is a terrible bowler, but he only does it for the ladies. And then uh, towards the end of the show, Mathis and K-Dub fight over the headset uh, rubbing of the microphone and the percentages, if you remember that. Yeah, the percentages are still great talk. Um, I'm pretty sure I don't even make the chart, but uh, I guess, I mean, Kenny's percentage is gone, but it, I don't think it ever counted to much. But Tony Alessi, what kind of girls are you picking up at a bowling alley, just out of curiosity? Does it matter? It's Tony Alessi. Oh, fair enough. I mean, apparently he's good with balls if he's picking up girls at the bowling alley. Whoa. Osborne's always a good guest, so I hope he doesn't uh, cool guy the show too much next year having uh, this new uh, high-paying uh, Geico ride. Yeah, I don't I don't think he really can now because he's been painted into a corner where if he says no at any point, he knows that Mathis is just going to give him endless shit about it. So Show 97. Looking forward to the two weeks off of the show? Yeah. This is wife is giving him grief. Is she? Yep. yep. Not happy with the gr- with the grind. Yeah, hey, dude. But she likes that extra Love dough. This guy right here. Yeah. Yeah. She likes that extra money though, doesn't she, Miss Legendary? Yeah, this is it. Yeah. But uh, dude, you're bummed. She, what, she's, what not you letting, you, she's not letting you. She's not letting you. So you show her the back of the you hand. You show her the back of the hand, <laughs> and you tell her, "I'm going to the show, bitch." Eddie Van Halen guitar. Alex Lifeson on freaking skin flute. They're awesome. That's Rush. <laughs> That's Rush. By the Whatever. way. Whatever. Turn your fucking phone off, dude. Here, you feeling? Let me get this call. Dude, turn it off. Hey, wow. Watson. Fuck. <laughs> JT, can, how quick can you settle in Vegas? Like, move here, move here, and settle in Vegas. Are you okay? Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. What do you think about Hobo Nick? Is Kenny off base with hating Hobo Nick? Dude, I don't hate Hobo Nick. What are you freaking doing, dickhead? You're leading the... I'm getting all these anti-Hobo Nick emails, and the people, people are like, Watson's right. If I read in the news that Hobo Nick got run down by a Dodge truck or dodge uh, vehicle i am going to suspect you <laughs> statement about tits oh, shit. i live in utah land of the soaking mm-hmm. and with the sunglasses all mormons want something for nothing i think he asks for stuff and then he giggles and rubs his hands together when they're free <laughs> yeah i didn't see him walk out of my office rubbing his hands like look at look out the window and he's like yeah i think uh, you need to get better starts that's what i think Shut up, God. You need to lose weight. Hey, uh, can you get our guest on the line, Tits? Um, sure can. Uh, you don't need to say sure can in the mic. You can just do it. Hey, I sure can. Just do I'll it. I'll do it right now. You know, Kenny, some racers, when they get hurt, you know, they just go to hookers and blow. Not Trey. He goes to Africa to help that's people awesome. get fresh water. <laughs> that's, that's really. That, like... That's what I did first, actually. Oh. <laughs> you go over there, like, trying to help people, but, I mean, you can't give them you know, 50% of what they give you, you know, it's just, um, like we, we had dinner at at one of our translators houses one night and, um, he, uh, he, he made like, they made this feast for us, like, and it was, um, half a month's wages for them to make us dinner. And, uh, they made us this big feast. And then he goes, uh, his name was uh, Emmanuel. He goes, um, Hey, do you want something to drink? And I'm like, yeah, sure, man. I'll take, you know, thinking he had like a, I don't know, something to drink right there. So he hands his daughter uh, this money, and she just pieces out. She comes back like an hour later. 
she'd walk like two two miles to go get us something to drink. Oh, jeez. It, it's just um, right. that's the, the coolest part, and it's just they're um, just to see how they live, and right. um, it, it gives you a whole new perspective. I think. I just want you to know, and your mom to know, and your brother to know that I'm a fan of Trey Canards, and I wish you nothing but the best. And I want you. I'm a, I'm a supporter, and I want to see you do good. And I didn't mean anything disrespectful to your mom. Or anything. It's not like Kenny has. Or, it's not like Kenny has orgies with JT. JT took off well, with. I, don't, I, I left before him, at? so I don't know. You're calling. It's not like Kenny has orgies with JT. You laugh at the most perverted stuff, that bro. That's funny. We're just hanging, doing a show. You know. How you about, guys do that on Monday night still? Yeah, luckily somehow. I don't know why. Or, oh, or, I don't know. I wasn't sure. I haven't, I haven't heard it in like six months or something. So. Oh, thanks, buddy. Know. Thanks, jerk. I do have big eyebrows, but I have straight hair, so that's definitely me on on the winning side. Of course, winning. Winning. I felt like Geico was a great choice for me, and I, I'm so pumped uh, to have the opportunity, really. I mean, blah, um, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Big rumors about the money going to your head, too. Like, lots of talk about Really? That. Yep. Yeah, it's already gone. I mean, I had to actually cut two circular holes in the side of my house to get my head through the door. I mean, hey, they're, they're, Mitch, my name's Zach, and your team sucks balls. I'm going over there. <laughs> no, uh, true. See, this is what I didn't want to happen. That's why I text you, and then you're like, I'm not telling you nothing. Call in. Yeah. You still want to make a big drama out of it. I'm. I, if you want me to talk about it, I do a show on Monday nights. I have to talk on Monday night to you oh, about really? that. Yeah. Are you worried when you go back, Zach, that some of Geico's money could get caught in the chain or the airbox or anything like something? Like money. It's could... mainly just keeping my my head between like you know that monster thing on the finish line is pretty narrow. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. that's the sort of things I gotta worry about. Next year, Phil, you won't even be able to talk to the guy. Because he's guy. He'll be cool guy me all over the place. Oh. I know how it is. I already talked to him about the whole situation already. Yeah. Good job, Zach. Jerk. Thanks, guys. You got anything to say? You might want to say it now. Osborne, have you ever not been signed up for a race? Has that ever happened to you? No. I, I texted Phil on like last Tuesday or Wednesday, um, and I was like, "Hey, Phil, you know, there's there's a pretty big race coming up this weekend at <laughs> this place in Maryland called Butts Creek. I just wanted to make sure you're all signed up and ready to go." Oh, poor Chad That wasn't too pleasant. People don't read, like, Osborne's got it, you know, I mean, fucking hotels and first class and, like, you know, Osborne doesn't know. No, he he, he doesn't know. He just lives a life. Here we go. You know know that section that you wouldn't jump last week? Oh, God. (laughs) I kept blowing past you. I will T-bone you. (laughs) I will T-bone you. (laughs) Or maybe you'll knock off his oil (laughs) tank or his carburetor. (laughs) Oh, my carburetor, huh? Hey, Zach, yeah. Zach, can you not take Phil's airtime? Thanks. Tough luck, man, down in Texas. That really sucks. So, uh, sorry to hear that. Hey, your career kind of went. It kind of sucks, unfortunately, you know. <laughs> your career kind of sucks, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Not you, obviously. Yeah, Kenny, you, once again, Kenny. I know everything. It's a lot more than you do, and you're a media uh, guy. That tells you that you're a shitty media guy because you don't a, know shit. I am a shitty media guy, no doubt about it. Just say we're on the air and we want to. Put him through or whatever. Maybe he's bowling. Remember last time we called him? He was bowling with some ladies. That's Tony. He's a terrible bowler. I went bowling with him. I think he maybe bowled at 40. Dude, but he's there for he's the ladies. Terrible, Don't kid yourself. Yeah. He's a yeah. terrible bowler. He's a ladies' man. Tony is ladies' man. Hey, Phil. Uh, Zach. Hey. Phil. Zach. Phil. Zach. Phil? Okay. I'm lost. Phil. Okay. Hey, let's, let's talk about. Let's... Are you still blocked? I am still blocked. 
Have you tried? Oh, that's brutal. Not in the last two three days. or four months. <laughs> yeah, two days. <laughs> I tried just before the show today, and it was still blocked. <laughs> I can't believe we're not acknowledging you more in the sport. Dude, I got 24th the second moto. Like, <laughs> what do you want to acknowledge? Right. I mean, I'm sure, Kenny, you, you, your guys are the same way, but it's just... Wow, there's a lot of... You're around. Everybody doesn't like Kenny, like Berluti and Kyle Bentley and stuff. So they have and the truck driver and the and and Kerry, yeah, and, and the riders. So there's a lot more feuding on the Dude, team. I, I'm in my like if you come by my truck, you just see me in the lounge by myself, just <laughs> hey, having conversations. Just I'm, I'm I'm like everyone everyone hates me, but it's okay. Kyle Keith, TLD Honda, good uh, dude, good guy, good, good guy. guy. Good guy. Good guy. It's all for you people. We're off for two okay. weeks. Hey, okay. we're it's off for, for the, it's all for Will the Will you people. put your goddamn headset on? Don't tell me what to do, Steve. I'm ask him ask him nicely. Hey. Fucking 30%. <laughs> no, you weren't 30. Weren't you 20? <laughs> yeah. I'll break 20% of these freaking headphones. <laughs> I got an idea for a hundred show. Paul Lindsay, Burner, and Swink. I'd have to kill myself. <laughs> And moving right along, we are on to show number 98. Mathis talks about how Tony Alessi was nervous about Mike coming on the show with K-Dub, not sure what he's going to talk about. And it turns out that he should have been more worried about Kenny talking about the Alessis in general because Kenny uh, takes it upon himself to mention Jeff's python in his pants when Mathis brings up uh, the iguana that was purchased. Or maybe it was Mike that brought it up. Um, is that a... Is that- technically a big bore then or yeah you could say he's still running a big bore um pookie talks uh mathis talks about pookie texting him at the races while he's at the race watching races and tweeting about races because she's at home watching the previous season of inside the outdoors which is just awesome a caller calls in to talk to dino and this is when he drops the i'm the baddest motherfucker of all times hold my drink bitch which was great um and probably my favorite drop of this show for certain possibly it's in the top 10 of the year um the caller calls in wanting to win the graphics and when he's told that he doesn't win the graphics he sounds like he might be heading to the hardware store to buy a razor blade or maybe just a short rope that's right uh k-dub would probably advise him to hang himself well i don't maybe he could borrow a belt from tim ferry i don't know um, I wouldn't know anything about that. Yeah, obviously not. Show 98. Little worried about Mike coming on with you. He should be. Whoa. He should be. I got some really good questions to ask Mike about what's really going on. Okay. Underneath well, that helmet. I, were you able to talk to Mike directly about coming on the show, or did you have to schedule it with Tony? <sighs> no. Who did you have to talk to? Well, I, uh, Mike Genova lined it up. And then I told oh. Tony, then Tony said, yeah, and then I told Mike, and he looked at me weird, and then Tony said, yeah, you got to come on the show. They asked Stuart, the, the girl, yeah. whoever the girl is, I don't even know who she is, said, so what do you got to do to prepare yourself better for the next moto? And he said, I guess I got to grow a sack. Grow a yeah. sack, yeah. Gnarly. Dude, is that Watson? Dude, that's Watson on the phone. No, it's not. I, this is tits. <laughs> no, dude, that's Kenny Watson. I recognize that voice anywhere. Yeah. I've always liked those the iguanas and the frogs and all this nasty stuff in his room. He wondered why his room always stunk like a pet store. <laughs> what is Jeffy up to these days? What's going on? He has a pet python right now. Oh, he does? <laughs> Between his legs. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Um, how do you know? How do you know, Watson? Dude, if you know, if you know Jeffrey, he's not afraid to let you know it. I like Michael Lessie now. It works. 
Why? What happened? To, what do you mean now? I don't know. You know the he inside the outdoors you. thing I've been watching, and I don't know. I just she's watching inside the outdoors from <laughs> last year. Did the universe so get Mike yet? Mike. They're good. What? So was Mike. Mike's watching it to like prep for the races. Right. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Pookie's that texting me the questions at the races while I'm at the races going, Chad Reed's crash was crazy. <laughs> like, I'm just like, yeah. I can't believe Dungy's bike didn't start. I can't I believe that. I didn't know about that. That's awesome. I can't I mean, you didn't talk about that when it happened. Yeah, I did. A lot. I think it would be like big news. Yeah, I, I was. You just don't listen to me. When I was working for Timmy, uh, I, we were coming up to Southwick. This is when he was factory Yamaha. And I said, dude, yeah. what about Dowd? What about Dowd? And Timmy goes, dude, I can beat Dowd with an eye patch on. And I'm like, whoa, like, you know, this is Southwick. And so that weekend, first moto, Timmy's in second, Dowd's in third. Red Dog's got it handled, except the motocross gods swapped him out and sent him off the track into the banner, and Dowdy beat him. And uh, we took a pair of his goggles and colored half of them in with a black Sharpie and said, here's your eye no patch. Way. Here's your eye patch, Red Dog. He was like, I deserve oh, that. Man. I deserve it. Everyone wants a Supercross in the Northeast. What I'm trying to get at is if they did a Supercross at Montreal. Who wants a Supercross in the Northeast? Are you kidding me? Are you you're serious? Everybody that lives in the Northeast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, these are questions, actual questions from actual listeners sent in to the Tits Legendary he goes through them, picks the worst ones. I'll say this. I talked to two guys that are among the elite in the sport. Who oh, are God. <laughs> <laughs> I purposely set this up to, 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 Jesus to, did. to make you do this. What about when you uh, hang it up? Are you going to be set for a while? Uh, I'll be set, I think, until like the end of that week. <laughs> and then I'll probably have to figure out something by the weekend. But it's clearly your show, and I say your yes in capital Y O U R. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, it is. And we all and we all know this, and we all know this now. It's the battle of dadas for Dean Wilson. <laughs> the twittering photos of the two two bike with fifteen on the number plates. We already got hit up with that. Good job on that. Thank last you. week, last week you were Dungey's teammate. I like that. That caused a whole vital yeah. vital yeah. MX thread. People just they just they just. Man, there's just a bunch of, uh, what you call it, just a bunch of crazy uh, keyboard talkies out there that go wild on the keyboard, and they see a little thing, and they just, everything goes nuts. So I just said, I mean, <laughs> me and Dungey, we run Athena Gaskets. My boy, Dan Truman, he hooks us up, and a lot of teams up with Athena Gaskets, and I consider that, you know, we're, te- we're on the Teammates. same team, we're on right. Team Athena, and people are just blowing shit at the water, you know what I mean? So hey, it's crazy. Who are you cheering for, uh... Blake Baggett or Justin Barsha right now in the outdoors. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Jeez, I know. I'm Ken Rockson. Um, Ken Rockson. Ken Rockson. You Play. can't ride at Chad's house. You're going to be right there, one of the guys. That never yeah, works out. I'm, no, Chad, Chad's not going to get like that. Come on. It's going to be all smooth and groovy. Uh, I mean, I, Chad's cool as shit, but uh, this, these things nah, never work out. I know out. what you mean. I know what you're saying. <laughs> um, uh, well, at least, hey, at least JT's hanging it up, so... You know, they'll, they'll, uh, you'll miss out on that fun. Um, I'm bummed on that, man. What's up, Rob? I'm the baddest motherfucker of all time. Hold my drink, bitch. Hey, listen, I got a question <laughs> for you real quick. Oh, God. Okay. Rob's passionate about the 250 class. Rob is excited. I like him. Yeah, I like that. No doubt about it. Um, That's a true fan right there. Yeah, he's very excited. To you know what a lot of people don't understand? Uh, did though? you like when he said, hold my drink, bitch? Yes. <laughs> that was awesome. Sound drops, were, mm-hmm. which were apparently getting new ones loaded uh-huh. in 2017. Say he loves Yamaha's best bike. He do not know what you're talking about. Yeah, he said you're an idiot. Yeah, I hear that a lot. Sorry. Hello? Did I win the graphics? No. Sorry, bro. Sorry, Mike, Sorry, bro. Mike did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I was very upset. I feel, I feel like we broke his heart. Like, Golly, the sound of despair in his voice, man. Right? You're not going to be good in the media next year if, you, so if, you, if that's what you want to do. So. Well, you're saying, okay, if everybody finishes tied. Well, that's not possible. We race dirt bikes. If you had Somebody's going to gonna win, Steve. Who's going to have the better year in 2014? No, 2013. Uh, Jake Weimer, Trey Kennard, Dean Wilson, or David Millsaps? Just next year. I would have to say Wilson. JT? Uh, Supercross or outdoors? Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? Like, I don't know if you heard. Why can't we? Why can't? I mean, this is the show where we talk about stuff. You're acting like I ask you to dissect hey, a frog. To I just want to know what we're talking about. Answer your question, Steve. I'll take Trey. Yeah, that's good. 57.4. Oh, you got him, Shut Steve. Up, I know. You got him. That's all, that's all he wanted to do. You answer what we were talking about. <laughs> and Suck I, it. And I talked for 30 seconds of that. F so. you, dude. Suck it. I think all of you idiots are forgetting that Trey Kennard won Supercross races. I picked Trey, you dumbass. It's true. He did. <laughs> you idiot. And, and this is another thing, you idiot. I was looking at different stuff, and I wasn't like I was monitoring hey. the show. Hey. I know. I can't believe that JT said Kennard. That was ridiculous. Idiot. I can't believe you didn't hear me. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm not big on drugs, though. So. Or, orgies, red light district. <laughs> I'm not big on whores, either. Who's not big on orgies? Tits? I am, for sure. <laughs> Tits is. Yeah. Tits will soak the shit out of somebody. <laughs> and we're back to Mathis again after two shows with Moser. Thank you, one Corey Moser. Uh, this is show number 99. Uh, starts with uh, Wyndham as a guest, and he gives his thoughts on the photographer crossing in front of James at Colorado that ruined the outdoor season for him and for all the fans that had been enjoying his participation thus far. Uh, Wyndham has a lot of thoughts um, on him racing and how things have changed over the years and how now, and if you want to win in racing today, you have to run on the ragged edge. Otherwise, you don't even stand a chance. Um, Easy's on this episode from uh, Brodacross. He tells this story of how the quad dudes are after him at the Nationals, and they actually went after someone just for wearing a uh, kill-the-quad shirt at, an, at a race. Yeah, um, classic. No. Yeah, Millsaps comes on, and he can't talk about his Suzuki deal, but you do everything in your power to try to get him to talk about it, and it usually results in a ton of laughs because uh, he's not he's not folding. Um, Millsaps is one show, guy. For, Millsaps is one I, guy that did not like me, and maybe still does not like me. His chick takes a lot of shots on me on Twitter, uh, but he, we've come to this truce of some sort where. He understands that I'm just doing my job and giving my opinion, and I understand that he's maybe not that that he's a nicer guy than I thought. Maybe um, that he cares a little more than he thought. Yeah, that he cares a little more than I than I thought. Um, but um, yeah, we've come to this uneasy truce that perhaps could be blown up at any time. But um, for some reason or not, we've we've sort of worked things out a little bit. I mean, it was never me; it was just him. Um, you know taking a lot of shots at me for things that I wrote and I stand by what I wrote. I'm not changing it. And it's just a matter of a guy coming around to my side and understanding I'm just doing my job, which is offering an editorial and opinion. And if the guy wants to talk to me about it, great. I will be more than happy to talk about it. But if he doesn't want to, I can't make him. So there, and therefore we go on. 
Yeah, that's a pretty big step for a rider to make too. Not many riders make that step. So no, I'll no, give they him credit don't. For that for Absolutely, sure. I do too. I, I give him credit for that too. And then you know the inside the outdoors, he went and read an article I wrote about him, a critical article about him, and uh, read it on the screen. And uh, yeah, I mean it is what it is. I think his chick still doesn't like me, but uh, hey, what are you going to do? All right, let's get into show ninety nine. Ninety nine, Wayne Gretzky's number, the great, the great one. Show ninety nine. <laughs> I was just texting him, you know, casually about his race and scoring points and stuff like that, you know, because we're like don't, that. Don't text the show guests or the show people. But he's my friend. No, he's not. Sure he is. No, he's just a, he's a star athlete <laughs> okay. who's bothered by your text. <laughs> wow, Berlou. No, I just. The steward hater. No, no, not. Please. No, is it that's he's not black? it Is it because he's black? <laughs> Come on, guy. That's no, but, jacked no, up. No, I'm just kidding. Kelly, you there? Hello? What's up, Kelly? Thanks for listening, bro. No, it's actually Terry from Connecticut. Oh, good job, tits. Close enough. Yeah, it's called Terry, <laughs> not Kelly. Kelly, Terry. You know, yeah, it doesn't sound the same, the same at all. Sure it does. I think you should go for des- deserving people, though. Little, And I'm not, believe me, I, I'm not a Stuart hater when I say that. I just, <laughs> I think some other people that have busted their ass all year long, and they've been there the whole time, I yeah. think they, I think that, you know, and they, usually when they go, they're, they're, they they yeah. bust their ass at the donation. That's a huge uh, problem. I mean, let, let's start with just saying that guys don't need to cross the tracks. I mean, it just, it just <laughs> doesn't need to happen. And I've, I've almost hit, you know, not photographers, but officials, uh, you know, AMA or, or uh, FIM officials on tracks as well. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, I've, there's a lot of shit happening out on that track, you know, and we're going really fast. It, you know, you don't need to be crossing the track. And it's, it's one thing to cross in front of a guy that's a lap down, but it was the freaking leader of the race. I don't, I don't yeah. even like what, what. What was he doing there? What? <laughs> like where was his head at? Like get your yeah. head in the game, dude. I seen the eight hundred pull a, pull. A, I think the whole shot from the outside. He, dude, he took he, off when the thirty second card went up. Yeah, the Mike Mike and Tony were playing that that starting game. They played at Bercy and they played in Germany, according to JT. They they were counting the I, I, seconds of the gate drop, and I oh guess yeah. they had it figured. I don't know. Yeah. They anticipated I'm here to it. tell you that if anybody believes that Alessi can pull the whole shot from the outside without jumping the gate, they're sadly mistaken. Absolutely. That guy's been doing that forever. That was when Everett's was saying that Americans were scared, and I think, Kevin, you went 3-1 for the overall that day, right? Yeah, yeah. I got the overall. It was scary, but it, I did get it. It <laughs> was, uh, I tell you what, we went in there just kind of just, just to win it. I mean, we at that point, uh, my Honda contract had win bonuses only. Like, I didn't get bonuses for anything else. And yeah. actually, that, of course, wasn't one of my scheduled races. Right. And uh, I wasn't going to do it. It was kind of, you know, over racing at that point because I had done, you know, 42 weeks on the road that year. Yeah. And uh, and then Everett started talking about how, how weak we were and, you know, just oh. used to not come out and race. And uh, I, I asked Stanton, I was like, hey, can you get my – bonus put in place. He's like, I think we can get that handle. I said, all right, let's go do it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. the win, I mean, it was a good, uh, not only a good payday, but really one of my most memorable races of all time. I'm here to tell you that I don't want to crash like I did in Houston again. And, and it's <laughs> been a couple years in a row. And, you know, right yeah. now I'm just trying to analyze it. I'm like, dude, what, what happened? I mean, am I, is my mind really getting so slow or so, you know, old that, uh, well, you know, and I'm not old, but still things are happening out there. At unbelievable speeds and pace, you know, and it's just getting faster and faster. And our environment's changing every lap. It's it's not like NASCAR, where the line is kind of the line, you know, and your car's working in a certain area. And it's going to work there for for you know the next hundred laps. I mean, this is something where, you know, it's a completely different surface every time you come through. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. I, I crashed a lot in uh, in 
11. I crashed a lot in 12, and I'm, right. I'm over that. Right. And, and I think that you really almost have to be on that ragged edge to, to run with the leaders anymore. I was definitely caught in the moment because at the time I didn't realize he actually slipped the brake pedal when yes. he was, uh, yes. he kind of went on, on a semi-throttle ride and uh, went through the whoops uh, and, and, and lost his rear brake. And, and that's why he got into me in the very last turn before right. the uh, finish line. The turn that I crashed in was actually two before the finish line, but I had made on, Stuart, I had made almost two seconds that lap on him. I don't mm-hmm. know what he did, but I had a pretty good head of steam. <clears throat> and I don't hit people often, but when I do, I generally right. <laughs> hit them. And in that moment, the roof was about to come off of that place. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm glad I didn't because, you know, James and I actually are, are, are friends. But in that moment, I was caught yeah. in that race, and, and I had just gotten a little uh, a little pain off the side of my bike from, from Stewie. So I was mm-hmm. I was pretty pissed. But, uh, you know, like I said, I was definitely wrong in, in watching the video, which I watched a million times after, you know, because it was great. Frankly, it was a great race, and then also the crash was pretty damn spectacular, too. You know, he, he definitely slipped the pedal and, and definitely didn't get any to me. Yeah, he put his hand up in the air and over the next tabletop or the finish line or whatever it was to, to like, say, like, oh, sorry, like, my bad. Maybe you didn't see that, obviously, at the time. but he well, like, I, I did, but at the time, I, I couldn't tell if it was a bird or I couldn't tell what it was. But either way, I was kicked. I really hope Kenny's pulling through. I mean, do we know? Like, I don't know. We know how he's doing? Is he sicker than an animal? I don't know. If he, if he does, let's say he does pass away, would your job get <laughs> oh, shit. easier or harder? Um, Probably if easier. He do, okay, if he doesn't make it. What are you doing, Tits? I was in the media tent, yeah. and all the MX Sports people came up to me and were like, yeah, all the quad guys were looking for you, trying to hunt you down. And I was like, oh, yeah. geez, that's wild. And uh, then I talked to this kid who was at Redbud, and he said he was wearing a Nuke the Quad shirt at hot point and said that a bunch of the quad dudes like ran up to him and got in his face he thought he was me signed a deal for next year rockstar suzuki 450 that kind of came out of left field but uh congrats on that and uh can you talk about it or is it kind of i have no idea what you're talking about oh so it's one of those deals okay all right (laughs) what do you think about that bike Controversial, a little bit. controversial. What? Come on! No, listen. I, I'm on the side that it can't be that. It can't be that bad. It's, it's maybe not the best bike on the track. What do you like about it? What does it do good for you? It gives me a dirt bike to ride. Hey, uh, uh, when do you get your Suzukis? <laughs> you like how I squeeze that in there? Right. I like to call it like I see it. I'm sometimes wrong for sure. Like I've gotten. I've gotten Chad mad at me. Timmy's been Timmy's wife wanted to let me light me on fire one year over something I wrote about Red Dog. So, you know, I'm kind of. Yo, what did you, you write about him? Do you remember I mean, when? You, I know it wasn't anything bad. It's no, just making her jealous. No, do you remember? When, <laughs> do you remember when Chad took him out at the U.S. Open? Uh, uh yeah. Well, Chad was going. He, if he would have won the whole, if he got the whole shot in the main event, he would have got a hundred thousand or two hundred fifty thousand, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. And he came in hot, and he took Timmy and. Red Dog went underneath the stands, like just took him out. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, hey, if I'm Chad Reed and I'm a whole shot away from 250 grand, I'm probably holding it on like that too. And Evie's like, he, Timmy could have been killed. You can't ride like that. That's serious. And I'm just like, I would have done the exact same thing. Your uh, crash at Bud's Creek um, and the, the, the subsequent loss of what, half of your kidney? One kidney? I don't even know. 80%. Uh, 80%. That, w- that, that was really gnarly to come back from that, huh? It was, I don't even, I don't even know how to explain it. I mean, just, 
the fact of uh, being off for four months and then, you know, not being able to produce what you used to produce, like, mm-hmm. you know, inside your body, like all the, you know, uh, hormones and stuff like that that your kidney helps produce. It's, uh, it's insane. And taking, you know, almost a full year and a half to figure out right. exactly what I need and what I need to do. And, and uh, just I had to change everything. And uh, that was probably the hardest part was just to figure out what I could do to get my body at least, you know, somewhat close to normal. So mm-hmm. that was hard. Look at it this way. You're going back to Suzuki next year. You're going home. So, yeah, right back to Suzuki. <laughs> so. you, you, love, you love trying to get me in trouble, don't you? Uh, uh, come on. This stuff's just so stupid. We all know. You know, it's like big deal. He does not like me. He didn't like me. No, he likes you. No, he did not like me. He Maybe wanted, not now. He wanted, light, he wanted to light me on fire at some point, but I think I uh, think a lot. I probably everybody in this street probably did that. Wanted to do that at one time or another. Hey, you know, what? not me. I never no, did. Don't yeah. get me wrong. No, Berlut. Yeah, no, he, he, he wouldn't he, even take free dinner from you. Right. <laughs> hey, I uh, two years ago I said, Jay Bone, let's go to dinner. I'll go to Ruth Crisp and take you up for dinner. And he said, Okay, cool, right on. And uh, he said, Well, Davey wants to go. And I said, uh, Bring him along. I knew he wasn't a fan. And I said, I'll buy his dinner. No problem. We'll have a good talk, you know, discussion. And J-Bo texts me back. Davey said he'd rather eat room service than go to Ruth <laughs> You know what's funny is uh, I knew Kent wasn't going to be in tonight. Yeah. So I told my brother that he could listen because uh, probably would have milder language. And I was way off on that. Why? What? What do you mean, why? What, have we sworn? All the time. Not me. Oh, yeah. A couple times? Yeah. Kit, you said who's listening? Like, today, like, your brother-in-law? My brother? Yeah, brother. Oh, motherfucker, dick shit, and motherfucking piece of... All right, thanks, no, Angie. Said... <laughs> hey, what, what's that all about? Why does that guy get so angry? What do you think about that, Tits? Alan Berluti. It's amazing. <laughs> Tits' motocross doesn't start before McGrath. Nothing before that's, McGrath. That's actually pretty pretty accurate. I know. Well, that's pretty good. That's 96, a long time. 95, 96, right, I started getting into dirt bikes. Well, then what... Why? Why does he have such, you know, not much knowledge or bad questions or whatever? No, he's dumb. No, he's just nice dumb. guy, Steve. Yeah, no, he's just he's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he's just just oh, stupid. Sure. I mean, what do you what do you want me to? I mean, I some people are smarter, like you and me, yeah. and then there's dumb guys yeah, that are dumb. Just, oh, fuck. <laughs> just look I love him. I love this show. Look at him. There's nothing there, dude. Uh, the hamster is on the wheel, and there's That's nothing funny. going on. No, no, nothing running. Nope. That's a wrap on part one. Flip the tape for part two.